What's up, everybody? Fat Ed Joel here. Welcome to episode number 98 of the Atlas Podcast. Today's topic, in honor of the recent loss of Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins, we are going to talk about uh, our top five musicians that were gone too soon. Kind of a somber one, but we try to keep it uh, light and upbeat, so don't get too depressed yet. We're going to talk about the mysteries behind the loss of the grunge poster child. We're talking about a 29-year-old folk singer who wrote songs from the mind of a 60-year-old. The two H's that all rock stars should avoid. A pretty grunge voice from Dayton, Indiana. Those fans know who I'm talking about. And a legendary night swim in Memphis that ended in tragedy. It's going to be a good episode. A lot of music talk. Go to our website, theatlistpodcast.com. Links on there at all of our social media pages, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We can't stress it enough, people. We need you to share. Just click the share button on our posts. Helps get it out in front of thousands of people. Helps get more listeners. If you really want to help us out, check out Patreon. Patreon.com slash podcast. If the weekly episodes aren't enough for you, and you just got to have more, go to Patreon.com slash podcast. You can sign up for a tier level. Help sustain our show. Small fee. Sign up. You get all kinds of bonus perks with it. Get uh, early access to episodes. You get up to two bonus episodes a month that the average listener cannot get. Only Patreon subscribers. You got merchandise coming your way. T-shirts, stickers, koozies, all kinds of good shit. Bonus content every week. Mark's lame joke of the week. Fathead news every week. It's worth it in itself, but it helps sustain us. Helps us uh, pump this show. Gets in front of more people. Check it out, patreon.com slash the Atlas Podcast. It's for you. We'd love to have you. Appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. Hope you guys dig the show. This is The It List. Let me tell you about a group of guys. The warm and salty like McDonald's fries. They like the drinks and they like their food. The cars, movies, and the music too They're gonna try to shove it into a list So have a seat and we'll see what sticks You're on the it list You're on the it list You're on the it list Come inside You're on the it list You're on the it list You're on the it list What a ride You're on the it list you're on the endless, you're on the endless, come inside. God, that's so good. Mm. I can't win with that. <laughs> Fuck. Smoking. That really is fucking really good, is. man. That is like really nectar, good. Nectar the fucking What's that God. one? That Knob Creek smoked maple. Mm-hmm. 90 proof. We're going to be good and <laughs> We're gonna be shirtless oh, and inside yeah. one another. <laughs> I was just gonna go for Timmy's. Like I'm just drinking Monster Sugar free. I'm not getting drug tonight. <laughs> that way he's awake for the butt. Yeah, that way he's awake. For it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, mm, that's right. <laughs> so interviews. You're interviews. asking about interviews. How oh, yes. Yeah. You're talking That's about First 48. First 48. Yes. Yeah. Um, so how, what is the extent of your of your interview uh, experience when it came to like crimes, like significant, like violent crimes? Did you do much of the interviewing of like suspects that you had in, in uh, like in? Not with violent crimes. No. Okay. Because I, I just always wonder like how quick 
everybody in that show is to fucking rat on each other. Oh, <laughs> it's just like they're, so they're, they're pretty quick. That's self-preservation. <laughs> yeah, right. mm-hmm. yeah. It's like well, I mean, they just it's just like they tell the story and and also how quick people just admit that they killed somebody. Oh yeah. Like when that when that's coming in there, you know, they're like sitting there and they're just like. Yeah, you know, and then all right, I'll tell you. Then they came in here, you know, and then the, then I this so I shot him, you know, and it was just like How what easily the fuck? they get it I, out of him. Yeah, yeah. Right. I liked when they used like the you know ask God for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Boy, mm-hmm. They, they don't do that so much anymore, but they used to do that. Right? Yeah, <laughs> Mark would have sold. Oh, you're God. right. I did. I did it. I did Please it. God, I sucked his balls until he died. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was so I was gonna hot. say, palpated the uh, prostate. Yeah, palpated the prostate. Pal, milk it. Pal, Come here, pal, pal, <laughs> right in the kisser. I had something that pal, I needed. What? What? I wrote something I down that we needed to, to talk about. Mm. Something happened at work today. I can't, something happened at the Oscars. You wrote it down. You probably, you did it have anything it was, to do with shit? It was. It didn't <laughs> have anything to do with shit. There was no shit. I oh, I know. It, I know what it was. Hot chick in the park. Um, no. no. Crazy. Um, crazy. Most of the it was crazy chick in the park. It was our garbage truck driver. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> yeah. So. Joel was making so, some okay, very so, uh, <laughs> sexist <laughs> remarks to our new garbage lady. Oh, lady. Well, at least uh, oh, a female. Yeah, I was like, well, <laughs> so like, so last week uh, I come in. Last week I come into work oh, and nice. there. So I ha- there's a drive that. So we have a we have multiple uh, buildings at the park I'm in, right? And um, on one of them is like a concession stand for a football field, you know, and and. There's a drive that goes in between there and like a, a, a maintenance building that we work out of that's like mm-hmm. connected to a restroom. And at the end of this drive, Joel's, Joel's yes, office. That's is right. The my restroom. office is the restroom. That's where he does his best work. That's where I do my best work, thinking. I need a good, up, a good upper decker to uh, work yeah. on this uh, problem. But <laughs> <laughs> at the end of it, luckily, I don't have, we don't have tank tops where it, it's an industrial uh, or, else, oh, uh, like or else I would have been fired. Yeah, our right cow would have been fired by now. Mm-hmm. But the, um, the so there there's a dumpster and a recycle dumpster <laughs> at the end of yeah at the end of this thing that a truck has to go up this drive oh, in okay. between all this landscaping okay. and pick it up and dump it and set it down <laughs> so it's kind of like an obstacle course <laughs> well i mean no, or anyone who with who's not fucking retarded can fucking yeah. drive yeah there it is yeah. you know, you're talking about our <laughs> mentally handicapped it, it, it hadn't been a problem that's what i like to do we don't have too problem. many retarded listeners oh, okay hadn't been a problem until this Ever. recent hire so, okay so I'm, so I'm sugar looking, tits can't yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> So let's just, yeah, let's just, Kyle's just, just chopping the story off of the knees. And that's why it's like, but I, I come in and I see like these, there's this spot just to the left that's like this maybe like three by three foot patch of grass that there's, they just fucking shredded, drove right through it with his truck. Big ass fucking tire rut and everything in it. I'm Save like, the grass. You know, like, what the fuck? you know, like grocery stores, the parking yeah. lot islands when the, you can see somebody like drove into it. Yeah. That's what it looked like. Okay. Yeah. And it was just, I mean, in the, you know, obviously, and I'm like, what the fuck? And um, I'm Again, like, hadn't happened. Yeah. It never happened. Never happened. And Till I'm today. like, no, it, no, this was like last week, oh, two okay. weeks ago. Right, got it. And it had been raining. So it was all fucked up. And I'm just like, when he just fucking plow out of here, like dumbass, like how the fuck do you know? So then I came in like like Thursday last week, in mm-hmm. the fucking dumpster, th- th- it's like there's like a poured like curb height uh, slab, yeah, pad for the dumpster it. on right. 
it's like hanging like a foot off of it, and it's all like sideways cocked and shit. I'm like, Jesus Christ! It's like, is the rumpy guy <laughs> fucking said, drunk now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, the rumpy guy's fucking wasted or something. And I'm like, what the hell? And I'm and I said something to him. I'm like, they're like, who the fuck put that thing back? Fucking idiot, you know? Mm. And then like today, we're getting ready to like go out and start working, and we're we're in in the office, which is in the in the. Oh, ship. so you actually? Yeah, oh yeah, actually, yeah. Oh, we yeah. actually worked hard today. <laughs> we did. Well, Kyle worked harder. I well, you know, we playing lunch, yeah, you know, yeah. we sit around, <laughs> really hard. watch the people you going know? out the park. And, uh, uh, and then <laughs> I, I watch, I hear that you can hear the truck coming, you know, it's a big yeah. truck. I'm like, oh, fucking pulls in there. And, and then, you know, the first thing we see, because I look from my, my office has a window in front of it and it's in the back of like a garage base. So I have garages open and I, you'll see the, the drop down fort come mm-hmm. by first. And it goes by, and I just, I like kind of watch it's like an OCD thing to watch like how good he did as he goes by. Mm-hmm. It just fucking bangs into the fucking dumpster. <laughs> she mi- missed. Oh, yeah, like, she like, missed. missed. The <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, looking, and then like, pfft, like, <laughs> and I look at the fucking driver's seat as a goddamn wood. It's <laughs> like, oh, now uh, I know. Here we go. <laughs> that explains the rush. So if like, you don't like Joel yeah. sexism, comment on our Facebook page. Hey, I'm, I'm still waiting to see a woman who can drive a rumpkey truck well. Yeah, prove it to me and I'll quit talking shit about it. <laughs> and then she backed up for yeah. like an hour. Yeah, it took her like fucking 10 minutes to back out of it. We're like, Jesus Christ. You keep hearing them beeping, like, you know, when they're going backwards. <laughs> Like what the hell's yeah, taking so long? Yeah, it's like God. It's like man, Set your everyone, fucking mirrors yeah, for Christ. Everyone sakes. is fucking having trouble finding people to hire. <laughs> and then we of course made more sexist comments about you know women and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why is she in the kitchen? So <laughs> um, stuff like that. You know, yeah. <laughs> There's no highway between the kitchen and the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it must be harder to use the pedals when you're barefoot. Stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All kinds of wonderful things. Uh, uh, yeah. But was she wearing just the antsy vest? Um, well, we just all I could see was shoulder up uh, from there, and even that wasn't very good. But she had a better beard than you. Yeah, did. probably. <laughs> Rondell. That's that's actually not hard uh, for, for. That's what she said too. Um, for a woman, but uh, that's your wife always. Says. Mm-hmm. No, she's going. Why what is going that to, hard? Get that you, away from me. Why is that? Hard? What do you think yeah. you're going to do with it's that? It's not your quarter. Yeah. Get, in there and Get out of here. Sit down. Loser. Go watch yeah. Netflix. Uh, Oh, man. Did you do anything exciting this past weekend, Mark? Well, of course. What'd you do? Nothing. Nothing. That's, That's the good, exciting thing. What the hell thing. did I do a good this weekend, weekend right there. That's the problem is when you're retired, you kind of forget, you know, every day is kind of like the same, so. Yeah. You yeah. kind of forgot what, forget what you do. Sounds wonderful. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, it's awesome. It's like everyday Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Kyle, really, Kyle played know. softball in the fucking like I 20 did. degree heat like an idiot. It was Ugh. miserable. Yeah. Actually, you guys will get a kick out of this. I was saving oh, yeah? it for the podcast. Oh, were you? I got thrown out. In our game what? Saturday morning. <laughs> I don't know if that's awesome or pathetic. I don't know. I got thrown For out. what? Yeah, it depends on what he did. What'd you do? I, upper, upper deck. The yeah. <laughs> I popped. I flew out in my second at bat, and I said, God damn it. He threw out you of, out for saying, God damn it? Out of frustration because I got out, and he threw me out of the game. What? Wow. wow. 
Must have been a pastor or something. Did you yell at him after he did that? Did yeah. you get your money's I, worth? I, I didn't yell did at him. Did you call him a cocksucker? Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might as well. I go for broke. I'm the jackass I cocksucker. I'm going to go for broke. But I went up to him. I was like, are you serious? You're going to throw me out for saying, God damn it. Like, what is your problem? And like, he's, It's the Sabbath. He like wouldn't even like look at me like, yeah, I am. Yeah. Was it the, the bait? Was there only one up that? There's only one umpire for this game. Yeah. Wow. Is it like a fucking Christian? Uh, no. It's just a Christian every, tournament. Every once in a while, you run into an umpire that's like, <laughs> no f bombs, no gds. He's probably a priest. And but did you fart? Those little boys, but it's I, not okay I to say goddamn. Yeah. I should. Are you but, serious? Yeah. <laughs> really. <laughs> but it was, it was ridiculous. Jesus, I have to smell mm-hmm. my fecal molecules. Now. I do remember. I do remember one of the guys we played. Uh, one of the, we played football with. Uh, one of the one of the refs came over in the middle of the game to our coach and was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, you guys are going to need to chill it on the you guys your your guys are going to need to chill on the four letter words out here because we're all cussing and shit out there when You're we're like, playing love no <laughs> love then <laughs> our quarterback at the time Ash Sweets his name and uh, uh, oh that's the guy you shit on. Uh, no, he made me shit my oh, pants. Yeah. <laughs> when he, he blinded me. You remember that? Oh, yeah, you yeah, remember yeah. he's not that bad. <laughs> he oh, plays I remember, his remember good poop That's stories. the guy that knocked his shit out of Joel. <laughs> literally. And uh, nobody. Uh, Boom. He was just like, son of a bitch right afterwards. And he's like, that was five letters. <laughs> After he said it, I was just like laughing my ass. I'll never forget that. That's a good one. That's yeah. Good but one. it was like, yeah, I got, I, I got thrown out of one game for a stupid reason, too. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was wearing a necklace. Night putting. Night putting, yes. Yeah. 15 year old daughter of the dean. Yeah. Guy th- the, guy, the guy looked looked and talked like Tommy Chong. Oh, yeah. it was, it was, it was in, It was in Milton. What are you over doing? in fucking West Milton. Hey, ba- hey dude. Baseball? Yeah. Baseball game? Yep. I walked up to the plate. Uh, to and I already hit once that at bat. It was like it was like third inning. Yeah. <laughs> Love Tommy Chong. Yeah. And I go walking into this guy's like, well, you got around your neck there. And I was just like, like oh, I, like, I, I honestly on, I didn't even remember I had it on. Sit up straight, Quinn. Act like such a yeah. goddamn idiot. <laughs> yeah, and, um, <laughs> what, he's he's making a whole other podcast right now, just talking. I and, know. Um, yeah. Oh, you started talking about Tommy Chong, yeah. man. You got to teach Chong for it. <laughs> but the guy's like, this player's out of the game, and I'm like, I'm like, what? To like, and then the guy's like, my coach was like, no warning or anything. What are you talking about? Yeah, You're like, yeah. It was like taking off or anything like that. It was just like no. It was just like you get umpires that are like that. That why, are just why like, were you wearing a necklace? Well, well, to be hundred percent honest with you, Brett was deployed at the time, and okay. it was a fucking uh, it was a, a Marine Corps cross that oh, okay. he'd given me. Oh, okay. So I like wore it. I'm like, oh, maybe it'll be good luck when I wear it. Like you know, I I, I don't wear white necklaces in normal fucking <laughs> well, circumstances. Anyway. I'll wear them when I play shows. <laughs> yeah. I have like certain ones. Like I wear I wear a dog tag. My dad's dog tag when oh. I when I play shows. Okay. But like I don't wear necklaces ever any other time but when i was playing yeah but the dude tossed me for that it was like about a cock ring i wear that all the time are are you like especially uh, lenny kravitz (laughs) yeah that's what i just go for non-visual it looks even better when i'm sitting down it's all just fucking like mashed in the middle like fat ball fupa it's fucking disgusting yeah girls walk up and they're just like oh man there's a a lot of sweat that's a big acorn you got there buddy fat ball fupa yeah fat ball fupa it's glorious, yeah. I'm not to the point of having a fupa yet, but it's it's probably gonna it's happen. Coming. Yeah, Tara, he he just says that to defend himself. It's coming. You gotta show yourself. It's coming. It's You'll like shit yourself yeah, when you turn yeah. fifty. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just gonna yeah. laugh. Yeah, did. did you shit yourself today? I did. Yeah. 
<laughs> I sure did. I was. Uh, went up. You told to, me downstairs before you guys got yeah. there. You trusted the fart this morning. Yeah. <laughs> I went up to. Uh, <laughs> I, well, you know, I'm such a fat fuck. Goes, I, had, I had to buy a I new. Uh, <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to buy a new uh, pull, new pullover. You know, I, I ordered a Columbia. You know, quarter zip. You know, because I'm such a fat fuck. So. So I ordered it, and uh, I wasn't smart enough to realize that on Amazon it says you recommend your size, you need a 2X. And I'm like, yeah, I know I'm fat. You don't have to fucking tell me that. <laughs> but what I didn't realize is the only one they had was a medium. So I didn't read enough, but I hit that purchase button, and then it came. And I'm like, well, this is fucking medium. This ain't going to work. Well, I've never returned anything mm -hmm. with Amazon. It's super, super oh, easy. Yeah. So you do your little print off and take it up to the UPS store. So. Yeah. Walked in there. Nobody's in there. Usually at the UPS store in Troy, there's always a line. But I just hit it at the right spot. So went, come on the way out. And I thought, hmm, yeah, I got a fart. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we're not doing anything else. Well, <laughs> but lunch, going lunch home is canceled. <laughs> and changing underwear. So, yeah. <laughs> put the uh, put the floor mat on the seat yeah. so I didn't you know do the do the BM do the and the side straddle hop. I mean, was it just full? No, nah, it was just it was kind of what, what was it? I showed you the uh, the shirt. <laughs> the shirt chart? Yeah, the shirt chart, you know. It was kind of like... <laughs> God, God. <laughs> it wasn't oh. throw them away. It was just a, you know, just yeah, a skid yeah. mark. Yeah. <laughs> just spray them when you're doing the laundry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, took them out. Mark, you know. Mark could write a fucking novel on the proper way to clean soil underpants. <laughs> well, I was kind of bummed because you normally... You need normally, there's blood in it. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer bought me these new... Uh, Nike underwear and they're fucking great, yeah. but they're like super thin and they they don't absorb nothing. Yeah, so it goes right uh, through the oh, pants. So. Well, that's good. Like a, yeah. like a strainer. You weren't wearing white pants, were you? Uh, khakis. khakis. Oh, that's the worst. So. That's one of the reasons I refuse to wear khakis ever again. I look awful in khakis. Yeah, and it I was a, it, it was a soak through. So. Oh god. Oh. <laughs> no, when when you got out of your car, oh. you just pull right into the garage. <laughs> more idea. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> well, well no, I pulled out to the garage and went straight in. So. Uh, of course, the dog wants out. Yeah. So, you know, got a, got a monkey <laughs> I shit my pants. <laughs> Can I get a minute to the dog? Talks the same way. No, I didn't say I the game. I, like, <laughs> I didn't see the Reds game, okay? That's why I'm wearing black today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you take your, some emodium, though? Are you, you farting, oh, yeah, with, I, farting I, without I fear yeah, now? Yeah. Mm. Farting with confidence. Mm, 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 Thanks to Imodium AD. This episode brought to you by. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish they were paying us. I can't wait to ship my Imodium. If it ever gets if it ever gets big enough, that would be hilarious. Oh, the, the day will come. If Kyle. the podcast ever got big enough that would like Imodium's like, you, your guy talks about shit in his pants all the time. We think it would be fantastic that would to, be awesome. to set up a marketing deal with uh, with the Atlas podcast to where uh, there is none. Yeah. What'd you do this weekend, Timmy? Oh, domestic daddy shit. Oh, <laughs> Sounds. I thought you said you had a domestic violence. Yeah. <laughs> I warmed uh, the old lady up. <laughs> beat the shit out of her. She uh, had it yeah. coming. When she came home Sunday, I said, you know what's good for you? You better do them dishes. <laughs> we went to a, a trampoline park, so that was a blast. You know? Ooh, trampoline those, park. That actually is kind of fun. I live in fear of those now. One, not only that the springs will break with me underneath it, but I actually know someone that injured that like became paralyzed carol the one who used oh, to come yeah, out watch yeah, stream, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she literally became paralyzed from jumping on a trampoline like landed wrong mm -hmm. when she was older obviously she was like yeah, in her, they, you know, in her 40s paralysis or something machines. and yeah. fucking did something to her spine man and fucking uh -huh. she's yeah did she like hit one of the 
Edges. No, no, like it was like as she landed, it was like you, the compression of her spine did something. Yeah, wow, like, that is terrifying. And I don't know. I like I said, I don't know if she had you know some pre fucking you know right. deformity in her spine or some shit before that. But like, yeah, I'm one, like one I of think my about that one time. Bought yeah. one of them. I'm like, uh, you're taking that down. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you're not going to well, sue but, me. But I just got it. I, oh, you can keep it. I didn't say get rid of it. But you're taking it down. You're not going to use it while you live here. Yeah, it's like fucking yeah. my insurance agent. And they're like, fuck like, you, yeah, you triple my rate, cop. Dickhead. <laughs> I'm fucking moving. Weed, dude. Yeah. You're going to stop me. Smoking <laughs> pop while he's jumping on the trampoline. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's fucking awful. That's got to be awful. I was smart enough not to jump. Yeah, I'm just the kids jump. You just you're so, you, you're that you're that watcher who doesn't really do stuff, right? You're that that dad. Oh, he's the watcher. Oh, you're right. just like oh, oh you're like, always <laughs> watching. Uh, <laughs> he likes watching. I prefer the, uh, to watch. Uh, mid, it's, uh, I have particular taste. Girls who are you know <laughs> developing early jump on trampoline. Did you get in trouble for that or something one time? What was what was that story of somebody? Somebody, uh oh, there's a story here. Oh, there's I'm a story not there. near a school yeah. or a <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who puts a bar next to a playground? <laughs> yeah, one of my my oldest daughter's friend, uh, she was like 100 pounds soaking wet. Well, over the summer, uh, God blessed her with uh, Kyle's favorite woman appendage. Oh, oh tits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, know, I know the answer tits. to this. Yeah. Yeah. I love so a my personality. Friend, <laughs> yeah, my friend Dwayne. <laughs> comes over and they're out and we had a trampoline. This is before I realized what uh right. what, what paralysis machines they were. My never ending so, hypocrisy. <laughs> right. I got one. You can't have one. <laughs> no, Fuck no. You. No, no, no. Once the insurance yeah. agent gave me the the uh coming to Jesus meeting, I'm like, Yeah, these are gone. But uh, she's out back jumping on the trampoline. I'm working in the garage because I'm building a cruiser, right? Uh. And <laughs> Duane comes over, <laughs> he stops. And he watches her doing. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I said, what's up, man? He's like, you're going to burn in hell, motherfucker. <laughs> God. Because she's in a wife beater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, really? Oh, yes. yeah. It was you quite the say. show. Yeah, yeah, the neighborhood boys are wanting to stop by, too. So. They're all hanging out. I'm like, you got to get off Mar- the train. Mar- yeah. Mark, Mark <laughs> showed 16 kids how to outfit a cruiser that day. <laughs> hey, man, what's all, going on? Like, taking <laughs> shifts. Now, you go listen to the old fucker talking about cars. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. your turn. The other neighbor comes over with a case of beer. Oh, you guys go ahead. We're just go sit out here in the yard. Yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs> yeah. Sick fucks. Uh, yeah, I don't have to. Oh, deal with the any joys of, that. of fatherhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, sounds great. Oh, oh it is. Anything else exciting going on? No, well, you nothing. Watch the Oscars. Or? Yeah, <laughs> we're not talking yeah. about Logan. Anyway, I don't give a shit. We can talk about that. I thought we should do a whole episode on uh, on on uh, celebrity meltdowns. Sounds good. Yeah, I think good. Yeah, Britney Spears, one doing. of them. I, I wonder how many of them you could actually get. That like, I mean, were they people melt? You know, <laughs> flipped out, and it was captured on camera. Hmm. Oh, we, oh, you mean like uh, uh, Clooney? When he was all smug talking about it. Oh, well, that's just that's just him being a pretend. I'm talking like Britney Spears attacking the paparazzi, shaving oh, her head, shaving going her crazy. Head. Right. And then, yeah, the, well, they actually caught wild. it on. That was wild. Yeah. That was fun. She, yeah. Can you fucking imagine, though? Like, I can, like people were talking about that. Who was, I think it was, who the fuck said that? It was some, I think it was Bill Burr. Somebody brought up, uh, somebody brought up Bieber. 
and all of no. his problems. And he's like, I think the kid's doing pretty fucking good, actually. And they're like, what do you mean? And he's like, you're 15 years old and someone hands you a billion dollars. Right. Seriously. And your your parents are working for you now. Like, what the fuck you are you going to do? He's exactly. like, the fact that the kid's still breathing and he's not in the fucking pit is pretty unbelievable. Yeah. Right. It's just so fucking unnatural. Yeah. It's like, hey, he could be dead outside the Viper room. That's very true. Yeah, yeah that happened. Yeah, that's that was a combination of, of popularity and having hippie parents. <laughs> do whatever you want. River and, uh, yeah, and Joaquin. And yeah. Joaquin, or as our friend Jess calls him, Joaquin. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she said, oh, I'm a big Joaquin Phoenix fan. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck just came <laughs> out of your mouth. <laughs> this was you, this was like over ten, this was like over ten years ago when she said that. So I'll still say it. Like, man, have you seen that joke with Phoenix Joker? That's what Joker joke win. It's perfect. Yeah. It's like, how the fuck did you mess that up? <laughs> joke win. Yeah. <laughs> All kinds of interesting stuff going on with uh, the old celebrities uh, recently. Yeah, Timmy's favorite topic mm-hmm. is to talk about his celebrities. He loves them. Yeah. And um, yeah, they're so in tune with normal. Yeah, life. they're so yeah. in tune. <laughs> With reality, I really identify with them. Yeah. yeah. Did you? Did anyone actually watch the Oscars last night? No. Hell no. 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 Just, saw, just the clips. No. Has any of our fans listened to watch uh, the Oscars? Uh, they can't answer us right now. Um, but they can put it on Facebook. They can, whether or not they put it on there. Uh, but I didn't watch it. I normally do watch them, yeah, and, and I live tweet uh, them. Oh, really we know. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know. And it's like, <laughs> silence the phone. Yeah. Joel's <laughs> out. I know. I live tweet on Facebook. Not to you guys. What are you talking about? <laughs> so his stories all have flaws, all of them. <laughs> it's like the silence my phone. You're lowering my self esteem, Joel. <laughs> too busy shitting himself. <laughs> oh, your day's coming, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm gonna give you the Once hex. You hit 60, yeah, I'm gonna give gonna you say, the hex. He's gonna feed you a bunch of like fucking like red beans and rice and then start tickling you. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Shit, shit, X-lax. shit. I'm yeah. gonna give him X-lax brownie. Yeah, Pentalax. He's gonna Mark pull a Dumb and Dumber on you. When I yeah. do inevitably shit myself, you will be the first caller. <laughs> if he gives Dude. you, if he gives you a free open, see that's that's beer, a very that's suspicious. a very honest thing to do, Kyle. Because if I shit my pants, that was the, he's the last person I'd call. The guy with two podcasts. <laughs> I'll make fun of you on both. He does it with both. But, but on the other one, I'll be yeah. talking about. Well, you yeah. know, Kyle, how did you feel after you? How did yourself? you feel when you Dr. voided Dr. your howls in your pants, Doctor Dave? No, Dave's talking. All these years, I, I can't do a very good Doctor Dave impersonation. He has a magical voice. He does. It really does. It's, it's amazing. Like, after does. you shit your pants, did you did you make the connection that after years upon years you've been ridiculing poor Mark for his bowel issues? I was going to say you've been suppressing. Yeah, you've been farts. suppressing those. You've been suppressing those, those farts. Kyle does not suppress farts, which is why I'm always like, dude, he expresses. Yeah, yeah, himself, yeah. He yes. expresses himself loudly. <laughs> we should call Doctor uh, yes. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Blow an ass. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we will have to have Doctor Dave back on though. Absolutely, you know? yeah, he was great. Uh, yeah. Absolutely, he, he, he was. It was definitely. Dustin messaged me about that. How that? How that? How that one go with the dial? I'm like, it was fucking great. He's really good. Yeah, that guy. I can listen to that guy talk for hours. Absolutely. Timmy will be on it. Timmy will hear it shortly next week. I think. Ooh. Well, yeah, I that's... mean, it was last week. I can't remember. When they go, we're, we're yeah. It hasn't aired yet, but it will. It will have aired by the it time this airs. It's, it's the next one to release. I think so. I think, I think oh, okay. so. Oh, but cool. Yeah, it's after this uh, 
It was episode 95. Yeah. So in this one is 98. This is 98. Yeah. This is 98. One more. And then. And then. Big bros coming to town. Big bros coming to town. Timmy's excited for that one. He's he's really. Brett Fest. Yeah. We'll call it Brett Fest. We have to come up with a dynamite topic, though. Yeah. I thought, you know, I thought about, uh, I thought about, you know, like biggest asshole brothers on like television. Right. But it was like, is well, there enough of them? But we ought to do like gay Tough. service people. What is it? Homosexuals in, in, in <laughs> the <laughs> service. <laughs> Homosexuals <laughs> in public service. Right. Yeah. Harvey <laughs> <laughs> <Army> Milk. Uh, <laughs> start trying to name all of them. Officer Doofy. Yeah, Officer Doofy. Yeah. We should. this with my ass. We should do that. Do a terrible topic and just not tell them. Yeah. Something or like just that. flip it on him completely. Yeah. 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 That'd be hilarious. I'm just curious now. Like, bad Kyle's just going to sit in the corner, like, terror. Like, there's a we don't want this guy. Now, what We've we heard he's unstable. One on one, we need to have Brett and Tara on, and then give Tara a hot glue gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, I, I, I thought about just doing a Patreon. A Patreon episode where it was just me and the two siblings. Oh, you and just, should. just so that we. Oh my god! Well, we would, us. we would need to have a police escort up here to, mm-hmm. in case the fight breaks out. Yeah. We just or, have or take everything off the walls. Yeah, when it goes. <laughs> um, I I had to do a little uh, a consoling of the sister today. Um, oh yeah. You know, Mark, <laughs> your 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 entire life, you're t- you're told you're fat. You're told that you need to worry about your health, and you're told that you know you're gonna die soon, and you're told that you're just a worthless piece of shit. You're too young, and to then let and then one day comes. That's right. And your sister turn. And your sister gets her fucking lab results back <laughs> from from her her annual checkup blood oh, test no. and her cholesterol is 80 points higher than yours sometimes <laughs> 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 you gotta beat the man to be the man yeah woo <laughs> and I was just fucking that's what the text said it said I got my lab results back terrible <laughs> like, I'm gonna die I have a heart attack soon. He like welcome to my world. So we yeah, have yeah, yeah exactly. But then I was like I was like oh what, what, what were your numbers? What Cheese were your steak? numbers? Yeah, and, uh, cheesecake. Yeah. <laughs> She's like my LDL is ridiculous. My cholesterol is ridiculous. She's like but my sugar and my triglycerides are fine. But that's not gonna matter because apparently I'm gonna die of a stroke first. And, like, <laughs> like going on and on. Joe's like I die one every morning yeah, in the just, shower. Yeah, I'm just like yep. Oh really? Oh I'm so I'm so sad for you. Yes. <laughs> and then of course I'm like as you hit mute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As I, oh, no, honey, this I'm was really via text. Oh, she, okay. she only calls when people die, but the, uh. <laughs> via, via text. So then I'm, of course, like, you know, you really need to start taking care of yourself. <laughs> sis. I mean, I could give you some pointers because, right. you know, I, I'm, I'm really into, I, you know, I respect my body and I'm really into myself. Oh, yeah. And she's getting like fucking like pissed off. Like, fuck you. I it's respect like, my yeah, body. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I treat it like an amusement that's, park. That's why you strip at the all bear review. That's right, man. I can make some money doing that. You should. How much money? Do you think it would take to get you to do a strip uh, at on a stage, Timmy? Yeah, Timmy. Um, in Ooh. front of people, you and Timmy got the bear look going. It could be either. It could either be you have the option. It can either be a gay bar or it can be a you know like a fat housewives bar, where uh, you know mm. where they all do, you know like a full money thing. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, full Monty. Yeah, yeah, the full Monty thing. Uh, Do well, I ever have to see these people again? Uh, no. no, see, they're all no, strangers. No. They're all strangers. But you got to go but I, I will full be in the sausage bearing. <laughs> I'll be in the audience with yeah. the camera. I don't know. Ten grand. Ten grand? You, yeah, you get it for ten grand? I'd probably do it for ten grand. At least I'd take it. <laughs> would you do it for less than that? Oh yeah, no, Kyle. Get, what would you get on the table? One dollar. <laughs> were you the friend? Were you the friend in high school of the group that was always whipping his dick out all the time? No, no, you weren't no, that guy. No. Hmm. I, we didn't really have. One you didn't have a friend that did that. You didn't uh, have friends. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Who was it? Adam, Out him right now. Adam Finster. Adam Finster. <laughs> he the Fortune Finster. Yeah, he would like to like. You remember uh, in waiting when they give him like the bat wing and all that stuff. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Balls. Like he would at like parties when someone would leave the room, he would walk in the doorway and wait for them to walk back in and just have his nuts just stretched. Nice, uh, uh, stretched <laughs> yeah. capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He let it eat a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our friend Craig, who 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 Mark knows, he was the he was the dick bearer uh, most often. Um, yeah, and the he, dick. Bear. Yeah, the dick bearer. And it was. Uh, yeah, he was. He would. I can remember getting like a new digital camera. Oh. And being like, oh, like, you know, because I was traveling to like all the parks and it was the one that like the lens fucking slid open and shit, you know, it was when digital, the five years that digital cameras were huge. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like talking about it, like, you know, doing all the shit and, and fucking around with it, trying to t- like take pictures with it. And, like we were drinking at my apartment in Vandalia. And like I ended up like going to bed and he was like still out there drinking. And like the next morning, <laughs> I like went to flip back through him and there was like 10 pictures of like his dick that he, that he took there and like he like he had he had I'm convinced he took the thing to he lived in an apartment across the street and took it to his to to the apartment across the street Taking it and got got his wife out of bed and made her he was taking like fruit bowl pictures <laughs> from behind like like cocking balls out the back like with his pants down like and they were all on my digital camera oh, I'm like hot. I'm gonna fucking save these for uh, for for blackmail one day but uh, and the itless podcast right yes you, you yes we just release it on that did he, did he make her fillet him while he was doing that uh, no. from that would actually have been kind of cool from but, um, behind from <laughs> eat some dick balls and ass <laughs> <laughs> uh, never heard that one. I, yeah. You never did that, Joe. Uh, <laughs> never done that. Huh? <laughs> Come on, I mean, <laughs> the old fruit balls and ass. <laughs> God. Nose in the crack. That's right. Uh, that's that's why there is that is a special that is a special kind of fucked up right there. A man who would. Who would subject a woman to that? Yeah, they, Timmy's like, what? Up? Timmy's like, if that's fucked up, Timmy's call like, me. That's a Tuesday that. night for me, man. Lock me up from behind. Uh, yeah. He's like, look out, <laughs> woman. <laughs> It's coming. Uh, <laughs> that is so fucked up. Oh, man. Uh, uh, Baby, you got freckles on your forehead. Really smash your nuts though. Like she's she's trying to pull. I'm trying to think of the physics of doing that. The pure physics are mine. Right, tell us about that. I mean, do you bend? Do you bend completely over at the waist to do that, or can you do that standing up? I, I don't guess. have enough dick to get. Back That's here. what I'm, I'm saying. Like, like in my oh my god the. I watched. I watched the. I watched that the most recent Jackass. Oh, I, yes, you, I, I watched it. I haven't watched it. And then there, there's a fucking part of the movie where and they they do a lot of that mind fucking where 
where something's it's it's shot and it's it looks like it's a full size thing, but like when you know because it's zoomed up and they have like miniature pieces and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But there was like one of like what looked like a boxer, and it just starts punching what what's supposed to look like a speed bag, but it was <laughs> fucking fat Preston Lacey. They put him on top of like this crate with his balls hanging down through it, and they put these things on like a double sawzall. And it was like bah, 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 punching his oh, nuts. Shit. And they put it like in uh, slow mo. Like, oh my god. And then he so he like he like pulls out of it and he's like, ah, you know, screaming on top of this crate. Yeah. And they're like, we need to do it one more time. And they're like, can somebody pull his balls back through the hole better? So like Aaron, Aaron whatever, is like, oh I got him. It just like yanks his balls down through this fucking thing. They're like ever they were touching each other's balls and dicks an oh awful god. lot. Yeah, in that uh. in that new one. There was a there was a lot of a lot of yeah, man to man dick touching and in they're it. They're all at least forty. That's your kind of oh, yeah. show, isn't it, right? What's that? That's your kind of show, right? So, um, talking about man touching, <laughs> um, a couple of friends of mine were tactical medics, and they had to go to a school. Two of them, uh, they they went together to, and there was like twenty people in this class. But being a tactical medic, they had to go <laughs> learn how to insert a catheter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Joel and I go to the school. I have to pull Joel's dick out. So you have to put it into put a, it, put it in your buddy's dick. <laughs> is that really how it works? That's how it works. They so. couldn't have like a no. They, they don't, fake one. No, a dummy dick. No, you no, had to use so a real was, dick. That was a, <laughs> no, no. That's like if Joel it had and I to be went. the partner you brought with you. Right, right. <laughs> I'm not comfortable doing this. Well, I'm not comfortable doing the CPR training. I, I fail to see how this is tactical. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, the catheters were flat black. <laughs> oh, that's why they're tactical. And that was, and that what they say like if you just paint something flat black, it's immediately tactical. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Right. All this fucking Tactical nerds. ladder. Take that ladder you yeah. got down there under your yeah. dad's truck. Paint it flat black. <laughs> paint it back yeah. flat black. Upcharge it, you know, yeah. $500. Call it tactical. Yeah, it's a okay. tactical ladder now. Huh. <laughs> oh, but I'm like, I'm out. No way. Yeah. No, I, I, w- I would not be. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Kyle, how much money would you have to have <laughs> to put a catheter to Mark's dick? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. No, fuck, I'd do that for free. No, no. <laughs> so fucking jam it. What the hell's the matter with you? <laughs> Let me roll this in salt first. Have you ever had a, I know you have, right? You've had a catheter put in you, right? I have not. You actually. haven't? No, oh. no, no, no. Has anyone in here had a catheter? No. Neither have I. No. I've never had one. Sounds Sounds terrible. Mm. You don't know if no, you've had one or not? I know I haven't, but I was thinking you. Well, a G.I. Joe gun. <laughs> <laughs> it always goes back to the G.I. Joe gun. Because it's fucking hilarious. Timmy cannot get over that story. I can't, I can't man. You know, what's, what's even better about it, and um, we'll talk about it after we get to uh, uh, the fact that Welcome to the It List, um, your right. favorite comedy podcast, um, we had a little technical difficulty at the beginning of the show, so there's going to be a, a flawless edit in there that you're not even going to notice happened yes. because, uh, because producer Dustin is so fucking good. Um, go to our website, theitlistpodcast.com. There's links on there to all of our social media pages, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Like and share. We can't stress it enough. Share, share, share. Share it. But uh, speaking of, of G.I. Joe guns and pee holes, we have talked about this. Uh, we've talked about this story on, on a Patreon episode that was one of the early Patreon episodes. And we make reference to this quite a bit. 
but I don't think we've ever just told the story on here, which we're not going to. Um, <laughs> there's That's the a, whole point the, of Patreon. Yeah. What, <laughs> Timmy heard this story and has been just mind blown by this for <laughs> forever. Well, you told it in Memphis. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've told everybody who knows me has heard has this heard story it, before, yeah. but like we we turn it on here. But uh, but Timmy, uh, Timmy, it, it just yeah, it just always he just always he can't you know it's no. just it's it, it changes his life. It blows, blows my mind. mind. <laughs> but um, if you go to patreoncom slash podcast and sign up for a tier level today, uh, you could potentially, depending on how high uh, of a tier level, there's three tier levels that you sign up for, uh, you'll have access to all of our back catalog of bonus episodes which we release two of them a month you'll get access to all those in the future and then you'll have access to the entire back catalog of all of them where this story was told about about uh, about the gi joe gun in the pee hole um <laughs> you'll just you'll have you, you'll just you have to go find that figure out. It out you can probably by, uh, at least get an idea about yeah. what we're talking but it's about it's better to hear the story yes yeah, well, yeah, always and better that partnered the with the the WWF wrestling ring. Yes, I, there's, I, there's, they, there's, they paired together really well. Yes, there, there's oh, yeah. the WWF wrestling <laughs> ring one. Um, there's all kinds of great ones. Actually, I got a lot of, uh, I got a lot of positive feedback um, from, a, well, at least several Patreon people on, uh, on the. Gay, the gay neighbor cat story. Um, ah, yes. Conger messaged me. Uh, uh, oh shit! I shouldn't have said his last name. Whatever. DJ Dave messaged me and was like, "Dude, I just about pissed my fucking pants listening to that story." <laughs> that was on one of our more recent ones. Um, but yeah, check it out. Patreon.com/slash/TheHitListPodcast. If you sign up for a tier level, not it's a small fee that you can uh, you know help support our show, helps us improve our show, but also. Gives you all this access, like I said, up to two bonus episodes a month. The whole back catalog. You get early access to every show. You got merchandise coming your way. T-shirts, stickers, koozies. We send it all to you. Then you got, uh, what else? Bonus content. Mark's Lane Joke of the Week. Fathead News. Part. Yes, the best part of it. Not the not the bonus, not the dozens of bonus episodes. Mark's, <laughs> Mark's joke Jokes. Of the week. Yes, about about mm-hmm. um, lesbian vampires. Um, <laughs> that, one's still fu- uh, <laughs> that one's still fucking gets me. next month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Fathead news. Um, like I said, if you're uh, if you're in a bad relationship and you're a raging pussy and you can't get out of it, producer Dustin will hook you up. He will break up with somebody for you. But that's the video the text level. and masturbation. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Will Smith, are you listening? Will Smith, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> so we, we we should probably talk about that just for a second. Yeah. Why not? I know. I know. T- Timmy's uh, Timmy's instant conspiracy. Th- Timmy's the closest thing we have to Alex Jones in our group of friends. <laughs> right. Timmy's definitely a conspiracy theorist. Um, but uh, but do you, so? Do you think it was faked, Timmy? No. You don't think it was? Oh, wow. I wow. like your wife's orgasm. <laughs> you, know, you would have to actually fake them instead of just saying, come on. I li- come on. I literally think that Will Smith is such a pretentious asshole that he would do that oh. on fucking live TV. Yeah. I think uh, this goes douche. back to the things we talk about, and I know that I reference him all the time. Mm-hmm. But what I call Garth Brooks syndrome—it's mm-hmm. um, the same thing. It, it, Garth, there, there's like, uh, like I named like five people. You and Garth Brooks, yeah, five people. Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. That's what they That's call Kyle. him. Garth. That's what they call yeah. Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> Kyle's porn name, <laughs> Garth Brooks. Brooks. <laughs> He's hung like a can of tuna. Girthy, girthy <laughs> can of tuna. <laughs> With the, um, but like Will Smith is one of them. Tom Cruise is one of them. Madonna is one of them. Yeah. Garth Brooks. Lady Gaga hasn't got there yet, but Rosie she probably Adana. will. Oh, she'll be there. Rosie no, Adana, no, she didn't get famous enough. She's no, just, she's, 
She's in I the, hope Lady Gaga doesn't get that. I, 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 she's me too. awesome. Honestly. Me too. Oh, I need some more ice. You when do. You reach into your sack. <laughs> grab grab a handful. <laughs> oh my! I think that's good. I, wow, motherfuckers! Ah, you keep missing your ass. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a hell of a week, but uh, yeah, it's been. But it's the, only um, Monday. Yeah, it's only Monday. The last week has been a hell of a week. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I uh, I don't know. Like I said, nothing fucking surprises me anymore. I yeah, I, I, I can see it either way. Definitely, it's just it like whether way. or not it was. To me, Chris Rock seemed pretty uh, genuine mm-hmm. with his reaction to it. Yes. The smack looked like he pulled back, uh, like it was a little bit, uh, a little bit faked, a little yeah. stagey. He didn't mm-hmm. want to hit him for real. Mm-hmm. Um, but that could have just been Will Smith saying, "I'm not going to completely level him, but I'm going to." Yeah, should have. Yeah, I know. Him out. Yeah. Who do, you th- who do you think would win that fight? Will Smith, Will Smith hands down. Yeah. He's Chris got Rock's he's got the reach, he's much bigger in the height. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. But maybe Chris Rocks could beat could beat him with his words. It's true. He should kick him in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, kick him in the nuts. What can you imagine? What the hell would be going on right now? Like it's it, like you saw the reaction already. Like just by oh my god he slapped him. What what if like a full on fight happened on the stage? Oh that'd be awesome. Wouldn't that have been that the shit? Been fucking Donnie Brook in the goddamn yeah. crowd. Adam Sandler joins. Adam Sandler comes in. <laughs> Kevin James off the top rope. <laughs> and that, that dude can fucking fight. Like Kevin oh, yeah. Kevin James Kevin is like James, he yeah. Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and he used to box. Like, He's like dude, an athlete for yeah. being. Oh yeah yeah. Yeah, he could. He could. Oh, man, that wouldn't that be the greatest thing if they just did that? that would be. If they come awesome. to the defend Oscars. their friend's honor, what if the Oscars yeah. just became a? What if they? What if it completely one eighty cage and, match? And that's all it was. Right. Yes. The Oscars was like, okay, we're going to nominate these people, but our opinions don't mean shit. So now you guys just got to fight. Yeah. And just it became like, like this coveted thing. Celebrity right. like death match. Be, yeah. It should yeah. be to the death. Yeah, right. to the death. <laughs> 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 to the death. No, it's like, I mean, who, yeah, it would be, I mean, who would? Who would, who would come to Will Smith's side? Denzel? I mean, they, they, they showed pictures of people kind of like consoling him. Yeah. But I think it was, I think it was somebody trying to make a story out of it. I think it was after he won the Oscar. People were like congratulating him, but they made it sound like they were, they were consoling him after this Aww. blah, 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 blah. It's like, look, periodically people marry a whore. It happens, okay? <laughs> but it, it, it's what you do after that. Where you, when, you, right. when you let them ruin your life and your reputation because you're like, I'm going to keep it together for the family. Your family's no. already fucked up. Right. Your fucking son like dresses all fucking weird and your daughter's fucking insane. Yeah. And they suck, too. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. they're, they're ruining your legacy right. by you keeping it together. Seriously, At least Will, Will Smith, Smith was, was awesome. Oh, I know. Right. Oh, yeah. I still think he is. Like, I don't, you know, it's like, whatever, he's an asshole. I mean, but, like, Hollywood does that shit to people. No, wait a minute, why is he an asshole? I mean, by reacting the way that he reacted... Oh, on you that, mean on just that, yes, just oh, yesterday. I always thought he was pretty genuine. No, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I yeah. didn't have a problem with him before, but I'm like, well, that is a that is a complete. If right. that shit wasn't staged, which I don't think it was either, but that is a genuine fucking asshole move. Okay. One, it's so it's saying, especially with how much you talk. About being a role model to younger men. Oh yeah, right. He, exactly. Which that's his big fucking shtick and everything like that. Like, what, you know, what would yeah, the, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that wouldn't even been a conversation. Everybody'd been sleeping already. <laughs> 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 yeah. But yeah, you know, and then to react that way, yeah. and over, and, and just like since all of this like podcast that he started with the family bullshit has started, and they're all just you can just see. It's just a whole group of people who are running around unchecked to me is what oh, it yeah. is. Yes. 
It's like yeah. when people need to quit surrounding themselves with yes people and people that are just yeah. like one of the most beneficial things about all of us being friends is we just fucking bust each other's balls all the time. <laughs> That's and right. No matter yeah. what you think you're doing. Come on the Antlers podcast, yeah. man. Right. Take you down a notch. Exactly. Yeah, it's like right. we, we do that We shit humble like, each other. Yeah. You yeah. thought you had self-esteem before you walked it's in like, here? Forget about but it. But when, uh-huh. when all of your friends are people that are just chasing that fucking gold statue or that big mm-hmm. payday. And then, you know, and, it, and they just, I mean, I can only fucking imagine, you know, yeah. how it is up there. It's you like be around a bunch of broke guys. Yeah. Like and then, yeah. And then everyone, <laughs> everyone fucking around you is oh, just trying so to climb great. onto your Ew, fucking heel. Yeah. Oh, man. Do you think you can run this script by fucking yeah. Michael Bay for me or whatever the fuck it is? Your circle's <laughs> just so fake. Yeah. It's right. just, yeah, it's phoniness. And then you're, mar- and then you're married to it and now your children are in it. Right. It's like, fuck it, and, and not to mention, I, I, like I said, when I go back to that Garth Brooks syndrome, people get so famous right. that they lose touch with reality, and then people yeah. just fucking are, everyone around them is just like, yeah, See? Chris Gaines is a good idea. And it's like, yeah, yeah. fucking, you know, After Earth is a good idea, or whatever fucking yeah, shitty yeah. movies he's been in forever. And it's like, yeah, it's just, you know, and yeah. They should sell their shit and move to Yellow Springs. They should. Dave Chappelle's got it made, man. Yeah, he See, does. He, it. Went, he He knows. What do you think would have happened if Will Smith slapped Dave Chappelle? Dave Chappelle would beat his ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think Chappelle so. would have got yeah. all street on him and lit him up. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. I think Chappelle would, Chappelle would have been. You should call him. Chappelle's. Yeah. I got his number right here. Chappelle is, skept, Chappelle is skeptical enough Dave that he would have he would have been expecting seven, the slap and he would have dodged it. Oh yeah, and then punched him. In I the think Chris Rock's just like, ah, my friend, pal. And then it's like, yeah, with Chappelle would be like, what the fuck's he coming up on the stage for? What the uh, fuck's he doing? He, he'd, he'd have dropped some yeah. more. Yeah, urban language. <laughs> probably, probably. Yeah, I bet Chappelle on. could beat Will Smith's ass. Though. You think so? I don't know. Will Smith's pretty looked, athletic. Chappelle looked pretty ripped though in that Star Is Born movie, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he's bigger now. Yeah. I mean, and he's definitely got the reach. Like you're neither, neither one of them hey, are really street. Carrot yeah. Top would have fucked him up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Have you seen him recently though? He's all that muscle's gone, man. He, he that yeah. happens. He, he he was like he it became it. a distraction on stage. Everyone was just looking about like what does this freak? What does he do with workouts? They're not even paying attention to his rubber fingers and all the bullshit that he does. <laughs> yeah, are you a carrot top fan, Timmy? Mm. No, no. Who's your favorite comedian? Do you have a favorite comedian? Do any of them stick out? You don't really like things that are funny, do you? <laughs> Nothing is funny. Nothing's funny. Well, Fuck all you. I mean, I find shit funny, but I don't. I don't know that I have like a favorite <laughs> comedian. There are work. pedophile millionaires <laughs> on an island <laughs> fucking <laughs> kids right now. <laughs> 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 the. Uh, I mean, I thought Adam, I thought Adam Sandler was pretty funny too. when he was younger, but I. No, but I'm talking a stand-up guy, oh, uh, a stand-up comedian. I don't really watch much stand-up. Really, George oh, Carlin. George Carlin's oh, fucking Carlin's awesome. Hilarious. We need to do it. We Another. need to do it all. Absolutely, an all a stand, best stand-up comedian ones. But yeah. we're trying. I'm trying to get fucking. Uh, Josh Sneed to come up here from Cincinnati. He's a stand-up comedian. That'd be a good one. We're trying to line it up, but yeah, the dude's played fucking you know MGM Grand and shit. Like mm-hmm. and you know, and I, I saw him up there at uh, Funny Bone, and he's. I went in there on a Thursday and was like, "This is you know, like are these? Is it all going to be local guys? Like, is this going to be like cringeworthy? Like these dudes suck. Like an open yeah. mic. Yeah, like I'm right. just like oh, you know, but somebody had free passes and they're like, there's a two drink minimum, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, fine, I can go up there and drink then at least. 
And I had a fucking blast up there. They, they, they were both dudes. One was from Columbus and one was was, was from Cincy. <laughs> and they were fucking hilarious, man. They were both funny as shit. Like I was, I was like, dude, this is awesome. Stand up comedy, I fucking love it. I love oh, going yeah. to that shit. It's hilarious. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, but I mean, but yeah, I don't know how they, how how that would have reacted with with Chappelle there. I don't know. <laughs> he probably wouldn't have made the joke. He probably would have went after his. Uh, his son's <laughs> yeah, probably. His, his son's uh, wardrobe um, <laughs> in your face in your face I'll say more more recently like Burt Kreischer he kind of step stands out to me and you like him yeah I see think, he's I, he's one of those guys that I I literally go I think it's funny I don't know why anyone thinks that guy's funny I agree <laughs> yeah I'm like I, I try to watch his shit I'm like that's not, he's he's just a it's buffoon not funny to me like. Yeah. And he's so like over the top. Yeah. Rah! Rah! He kind of reminds me of me. Maybe that's why I don't like him. <laughs> but like, a little too close to home. Yeah, a little yeah. too close yeah. to home. Sometimes the joke just gets too real. But like, but just if you ever hear him talk, you know, like I, I remember trying to listen to his podcast, him and, because yeah. Tom Segura hey, is fucking like funny. On Twitter. Right, right. Segura is hilarious. Like the other guy who, I don't think I right. oh, dude, I think you'd like him. The guy talking about at like a special kind of dirt ball that a man is that was 69 with a woman on top, where, where he's on top. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Kyle's ball. like, I'm always yeah. on top. <laughs> no, no, like, no, 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 no. The woman's down there going, I hope the search party can find me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's some disgusting well, you can, man. You can control the depth, by Yeah, right. right. <laughs> well, <laughs> the depth with me is never an issue. So. <laughs> it's the fupa that gets yeah, it. Yeah, right. yes, yes. It's the hairy fupa. I broke her jaw. I lost my balance. And broke her jaw. <laughs> and, um, but no, they they had a two bears one cave is a is a, a fucking uh, podcast. podcast that they had. Oh. And it's just those two talking, and they just like it would literally just turn into Burt being like, go to Twitter and look and look look what got put on here, and he was just like, ah, ha, ha. And it was just like. And I remember watching his stand up and being like, "Why do you guys think this guy's funny? Like, I don't get it." Yeah. So, Timmy, why do you think this guy's funny? I, I couldn't come up. He's with just got it. a no. very wholesome face. I couldn't face come up with like examples. But I, I love him. Coming across the bridge of his nose. <laughs> that uh, John Mulaney's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's funny. funny. But like I said, like I love Joe Rogan's podcast, but I can't stand him as a stand up comedian. Yeah, I don't think so. he's funny. No, no. Like he's just, it's just like what? Like what? Jim Gaffigan no. was kind of funny. He's funny. Yeah, he's funny. But like some of those women ones, like oh, we talk about that all the time too. Like um, um, if you go back and even like the women who have become you know like political fucking commentary people, Whoopi Goldberg's and Rosie O'Donnell's and shit. If you go back and watch their fucking stand up, those women are fucking hilarious. Like oh, yeah. when when, when it wasn't. But it, I don't know. We were talking about that the other day. I don't know if they just lose like their drive to continue being a good comedian, and then it just becomes let's just be a. Yeah. Uh, you know, about politics. right, right. It's like, when's the last time you heard any of like Who- Whoopi Goldberg was fucking hilarious. Like, oh, I yeah. love what yeah, she, she in did. every movie she was in, all those movies through the yeah. 80s, Burglar and fucking Jumping Jack Flash Sister and shit. Act. Sister Act. Yep. I mean, Ghost, she was fucking hilarious. Yeah. And then it was just like, now she's just this fucking, you know, this old, 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 old bitter woman. Old who, yeah, woman. bitter old woman. We who talked just about to, it earlier. Hollywood just. Yeah, it yeah. just like, ruins people, yeah, man. It's whatever. like, what the fuck? Like, she's so funny. And I'm sure anyone anyone who's around her in a circumstance, and again, I, I've never met her, never seen her in person, but I can only imagine that this is how it's like, where 
It's just to me, I bet you, I bet you she's really, everybody loves her and she's really funny when she's not, when she doesn't have a camera in her face. Yes. And that's where it's like, why can't they just fucking go back to that? She takes the mask off. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Like, why? I don't get it. Like that, that nobody, nobody likes that person on the view. Come on. They don't. They don't. You know, it's like, it's just negativity like and shitty. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's right. But who are they talking about? Right. <laughs> we hate that MTC. I will. Fuck I will, that yeah. guy. <laughs> who do you think? Who do you think? Is the most gay. Is, is the most gay. <laughs> who do you think of the, okay, we'll, 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 we'll keep Mikey in on this one, too. <laughs> okay. Because if, between Timmy, my all five of us, who do you think is the most different Behind the microphone than they are in in person. If you had to pick okay, someone, you mean different in the world, and then when you in get your, behind the your, mic, you're in, different. Yes, you're okay. like like the things that you'll do that you won't do, or the things that you'll that when between the microphone and th- if we were out back and there were no microphones and no one was listening. Kyle, you think Kyle's the most different? Oh yeah. Really? <laughs> really? What? Yeah. Do you? I don't I, think he's different yeah, I, at all. I tell you what, I listen back to the episodes. I find myself belly laughing at Kyle's shit probably the last 10 episodes. But he's not I, funny I, in real life? Well, but <laughs> but when we're downstairs and we're bullshitting, I mean, you had some good zingers tonight before we came up to the studio. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when I'm listening to the show, I mean, I mean... That's funny fucking shit that you do, and and I, and I love working with you. But I just I don't work with you like Joel does, mm-hmm. and that's what I think. That's probably yeah. it because yeah. he's like that. I mean, just being around him is why I had the idea right. for him to be right. on this because oh, okay. it's like he's fucking yeah yeah. Because Mark, like, Mark and I haven't really hung out other than right other us than doing here, yeah. this, which yeah. is why we need to go to Vegas. That's why we need to go to Vegas, yes. right? I think Timmy definitely gets the most quiet <laughs> when he talks. Like he doesn't. He doesn't because right, he just give you a look. He didn't say anything. Right. Right. <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you crying cancer? Stop. Timmy. You know well, Timmy. Just... Timmy is the equivalent of a guy who's a spy. I feel like it, it, he's just like I can't say. You. I like he's always looking like he knows something, but he's not going to say anything about it. He like, knows. Mm, okay. He's giving everyone. <laughs> he knows. He, oh, he knows. All right. I don't yeah. think I could say. I don't know Mike well enough. Really outside of here to be able to say. Mike dials it back too, and it's well, like yeah. you were talking about the story with fuck yeah. a fucker. I did. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I was right, genuinely right. surprised. No one would ever believe no. that he ever did that. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, he'd do it. Yeah, yeah. it's oh that that, that night when we were in St. Louis, man. Oh yeah, but like the in the the his the biggest thing on this is his reaction to other, uh, uh, normally what he says, but we'll say Mark will get going on some kind of like raging perv thing, and Mike was never one that would what? be like Maha, like that downstairs, but he would, he would kind of just play off of it and be like you're oh, fucking God. disgusting. Like, here he'll just be like. Like, like it's so beneath him yeah. <laughs> and it's like you would be laughing about this downstairs but you know that people are like he's, Mike is probably the most conscious of, of knowing that people are listening yeah. that's what oh, that's there's what, nothing wrong with it there's absolutely there's nothing wrong with that but it's like yeah it's no I, I don't have that I, I mean I might per- I have to offset 
the the raging right wingness that's in this room too. Because I may appear because you're a raging I'm, lefty. Yeah, <laughs> I may appear slightly more in the middle than I am when I'm on this show, but that's only right. out of uh, only out of necessity yes. when they start going on fucking tirades about hating fucking Biden and shit, whatever else it is. Which I don't know how the hell that that came that slipped out of my grasp when I was like from the start. It's like this is not a political show, so no. you don't talk. About about politics, and right. it's like fuck him. We'll talk about whatever we want. <laughs> the way that it is, it's like yeah, yeah. And then it's just like just let it come out naturally. Don't force it. Don't oh, have yeah. an agenda with it if I it like comes out. That's right. It's like yeah. shitting your pants. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like shitting your pants. Yeah, exactly. Just let it come out naturally and organic. Mm-hmm. Next yeah. thing you know, hey, here I go home and change. Whoops. And take a shower. <laughs> it happens. And take a shower. <laughs> Hose off. Hose off. <laughs> He's in the backyard with a garden <laughs> Spraying his ass off. Hold his balls. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I shit him so bad it went into my boot. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Down both legs. <laughs> the worst time you ever shit your pants is when you're wearing those old gray sweats with the gathers. I don't at the own bottom. old gray sweats <laughs> with that cuff at the bottom. <laughs> we have got to have him on the show. Uh, he won't come on. We, I, I begged him to come on the show. I'm going to fuck bro, him. Come we, on, bro. Who are we Timmy about? D. Uh, Timmy D. Yeah. Yes, the IBS. But man. see, he's one of those ones that. <laughs> Dustin, Dustin's going to charge us overtime that day because he's going to have to do so much editing with the shit that would come out of his mouth. Like, and it's like, there's so many, there's so many people that I go like, do I want to go down that fucking rabbit hole? Do I want to bring that person on? Like, I think it would be great. Like I would be a guy who would you ever watch that soft white underbelly. No. The um, have you ever watched any of that? I can't believe you haven't watched what it. What the hell is that? It's this guy has this documentary series called the, the the Soft White Underbelly, and all he does is interview people from like the fringes of society. Okay, so he'll talk to like it could be a hooker one day, like a street walking hooker, mm-hmm. to a. Um, What's a, it a convicted murderer. It's it's like internet. I believe it's like a YouTube thing. A YouTube thing. I think it's on the it's, internet. It's not something on a, it's not something on okay. TV that you okay. can get so you anywhere. Can find I don't it think. on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. soft white you. underbelly on YouTube. YouTube. And this okay. guy, in like he he interviews like like interviewed this like inbred family Was from this like the West thing Virginia. Eric showed us? Yes, my sister's oh, obsessed wow. with it. I've become obsessed with it. Um, <laughs> Eric, the guy we work with, the one who introduced me to it, is like, dude, you gotta watch this shit. <laughs> he it's was interviewed on it, right? Yeah, it's pretty. Fucked up. I've yeah, but but then like but then like the next episode he's like talking to the fucking guy who flips the switches in the death chamber. Oh wow! Mm. So it's just like real fucking like yeah, just just and you'll you'll hear these people talk. A bizarre it's really, version of dirty yeah. jobs. Yeah, that's it, what I was thinking. Right, right. But like yeah, it's all yeah, it's all these wow. people. That's the yeah, fentanyl yeah. addicted Adrian. All right, yeah, cool, sex yeah. offenders, ex transgender woman. Just you know, prostitute, <laughs> so there's a white woman drug addict, fuck is that? pregnant stripper, medical exam wow. fetishist. Yeah, there's just oh yeah, it's just all kinds of very fucking odd people, pot smoking alcoholic. Well, I mean, I know several of those. <laughs> gang, yeah, gang <laughs> member. Look at this fucking guy. Yeah, sex offender Patrick. Yeah, and just wow. and he talks to these people in depth about just. You know their lives and what they're what they're you know what they're serving. I saw that. Yeah, transgender what? woman interview. How much are we talking, Mark? Yeah. Wow, yeah. Mark, five bucks. Just, no, no. <laughs> just just to kiss him on the mouth. Five bucks. <laughs> five bucks. Oh, sorry, yeah. kiss her on the mouth. Um, but uh, but yeah, then I mean, wow. yeah, there's yeah, it's just it's all this fucking just crazy shit 
Where, um, yeah, the, the interviews, yeah, like recovering people, fetish Flat workers, hacker. Yeah, that's the bad one. Wow, debt collector, right, yeah. a debt collector. Yeah, like meth heads and homeless guys. What and does this say? Sexual compulsionist. Compulsionist. That must sure. some okay. sex addict, maybe. But yeah, so Good but for him. I would I I've literally thought about like doing like a side show where I just kind of interviewed oddball people, but I was going like I don't know if I could do that, man. I'd be too fucking uncomfortable. Street performer, yeah. Then he'll talk to like skinhead white supremacists, and then I mean yeah, just like like rock musicians that never made it and drug oh, dealers. I'm gonna spend some time on this. Here. Yeah, oh dude, it'll it'll hook you in. You'll go down a rabbit yeah. hole, man. It's a uh, yeah, ho hustler, pimp in parentheses, yeah. Ho hustler. <laughs> yeah. Yo, baby, you my bottom bitch. But I think this guy kind of got catapulted into popularity because he did this this series of, of of documentaries where he followed around this truly inbred family from West Virginia. Oh like God. so inbred that the fuckers couldn't even talk. They just were like they were like it was the shit that nightmares are made out of, oh, man. I'll wow. send I'll send you the fucking YouTube video of it. It's just this rundown house with like fucking no plumbing in the middle of fucking nowhere bumfuck oh West Virginia. God. And it's like a, a sister and her, the other sister and then these two brothers and they're so fucking inbred they can't even talk. Wow. And then he like takes him to Walmart and like we'll buy you whatever you want. And they're like going through like <laughs> like pointing at shit. They can't even talk. It's like what the fuck am I watching? It's like nightmare shit. I sent it to Taryn. She's like, oh my god, that's the scariest thing ever. That's them going to yeah, fucking Walmart. Wow. He said, oh, Walmart it's like shopping. forty minutes long from the car ride all the way through it. Wow. Oh my, yeah, it's it's something to see definitely. But but yeah, I th- it's like I couldn't. I'd be so fucking uncomfortable. Have those people in there. <laughs> yeah. It's just, oh. oh. <laughs> this looks fun. Oh, dude. All right, let's wrap this show up. Yeah, sorry, yeah, go yeah, home yeah, I need to go home and do it. Yeah. <laughs> fuck the list. We're out yeah, of here. Yeah, fuck the list. Crystal meth <laughs> Prostitute interview oh with a tattoo God. on her face. Train hopper. I'm waiting to see a good-looking female on here. I've seen 12 of them. Yeah. That Lynn isn't bad looking on the far right. <laughs> Appalachian brothers. That's them. Oh, no, wow. no, that's not them. But they kind of look like them. Yeah, it's it's mm, yeah, it's it's wow. It will really, it really. It, I mean, it makes you feel good yeah, about yourself. It makes you forget about all your problems. Joe likes the dominatrix. Yeah, she's kind of good looking. <laughs> I mean, compare. I guess because <laughs> of the company Diana. for a man. Yeah, <laughs> for a man. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, but. Speaking wow. of interesting shit that's happened in the world, uh, on Friday, uh, we lost another great uh, musician, yes. the one and only Taylor Hawkins. Uh, they haven't got, by the time this airs, I'm sure we'll know exactly what happened, but the drummer yeah. from Foo Fighters was found uh, dead in his uh, in his hotel in Columbia, Bogota, Colombia. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't. You didn't know that. I didn't know. That, Are you no. serious? Yeah. No, I, I saw something come up the other day with him on on the photo in my uh, social media feed. I'm like, what the hell's he doing on there? But then I saw something shiny. And I, got, I, got there, so. I saw a squirrel in the backyard. Right, and I got yeah. That was the whole reason we decided to do this topic. I guess we didn't really talk about it that much. I think I just said right. as like a Taylor uh, yeah. uh, topic thing Tribute. we were trying to decide. Yeah, he um, he. They they don't know what there's all kinds of shit coming out right now. What oh, him they and think. Bob Saget. Wow. Yeah, but they um they he, they think it seemed like he was on a lot of drugs. Yeah. They they said that they're saying, and again, who knows if this is if this is real shit? But they're they're saying so far what we've heard. Again, this will there'll be a lot more information by the time this airs. So mm-hmm. stuff that we're saying could be proven wrong. But uh, but the uh, they're, they're saying that there was he had over ten 
substances in his body. But they were also saying he had, you know, antidepressants and, and marijuana and, you know, just a lot. Of, but they never really, they said he had opiates, but they don't know if they were ones that he had prescriptions for. Yeah. And then the, the call that came in, they're saying that it was somebody complaining of chest pains when they called in, which most people who OD on heroin don't say, I'm having chest pains. Come help me. No, most of them just go to sleep. Yeah, they just go to sleep and somebody else calls it in on them. So yeah. it, whether or not that's true. But they also said that a preliminary thing came out of the autopsy and said that his heart was twice the size of a Ooh. normal human man's. Wow. Which is a whole huge fucking thing, too. <laughs> he had he had drug issues before he like overdosed in 2001, but then he's claimed he was off of it for the longest time. But... Is that he, when he was drumming for Alanis Morissette? No, he was drumming for the Foo Fighters. He'd been there for oh, four years. Okay. 97, he joined the Foo Fighters. He left Alanis Morissette to join them. And uh, has been, yeah, been with him for, for, what's that, 25 years, essentially? Yeah. And, uh, wow. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they just, they, we, the shit came over. We were sitting down there. It was Friday night. I was sitting on the couch, and Amanda comes to me. She goes, oh, my God. It's saying, there's somebody's stuff on the internet saying Taylor Hawkins is dead. I'm like, uh oh. But, because him and Grohl are like, super tight oh, yeah. like right. big time buddies you know and always have been but but yeah so uh in this episode we're gonna do uh we're gonna do our top five musicians that left too soon um there's the way we, 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 i can't fucking talk today man the way we uh i'm i'm fucking worn out dude i'm beat i fucking that I did a ten mile hike in the fucking hills of Kentucky oh, yeah. yesterday, and my oh. legs felt like jello. I was so fucking exhausted, oh. and we had to drive three hours each way to get there to do the hike. Oh, and I'm boy, just, this is fun. Oh my god, it actually was until like mile seven and a half, and then I'm like, fuck this. Oh, you this mean driving sucks. there? No, yeah, yeah. Mile seven and a half of driving as soon there. As you got on it the was highway. like real terrain. We were in, too. We're in middle it town, up and up down, and down, up yeah. and down. Like, and oh, I mean, like, man. you wouldn't think that there's a twelve hundred foot. Elevation gain on a hike in Kentucky, like that that, that, that shit that that shit that's like fucking like Utah like in the mountains and shit and it's like. But did you bless them with your flatulence? I did not. The people were asking that. Probably why you're so. Shout out to Chris Drum, one of our uh, Patreon subscribers. He he put that on there and and, uh, and said. uh, was there any? Uh, was there any? <laughs> any one thun- Actually, that might, not have been, that, might not have been, that might not have been Chris. It was Chris Connolly, there another one go. of our Patreon subscribers. Yeah, he said that about uh, any uh, unexpected uh, <laughs> Sedona Thunder down there. I'm like, no, but surprisingly, there weren't any. Just mostly all- bitching and huffing and puffing, <laughs> trying to pick up my big fat Jello legs. Like, God, this sucks. All the thunder was in the seat. On oh the way down, man, right? yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. We're talking about going to Mammoth Cave next weekend. I've never been there. Did you? A Mammoth Cave? (laughs) I couldn't touch a wall. It's like throwing a Vienna sausage down a fucking airport (laughs) hangar. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle's uncomfortable now. Yeah, I know. He's just Uh, thinking about your penis. That's how you get Kyle uncomfortable to start talking about Mark's penis. Kyle's like, it looks like a coat sleeve. Yeah, what the hell is wrong with it? That doesn't even look real. No, so we're, we're going to do, so we kind of had some debate about, about this, a little bit of debate, just kind of discussion about what we were trying to figure out how to, how, what the, to categorize this. So we're calling it, we're calling it uh, musicians gone too soon, but there's people's own interpretation of it. So it's up for a little bit of interpretation. There's one pick that I think, in my opinion, doesn't really count category, you know, for the category, but 
My thought process behind it, the way I looked at it was musicians that died, that that were starting to become great, and then they left what you think was so much more music that would have that would have been there. Not necessarily somebody who died, maybe maybe it hit their peak, maybe was behind it, and then still died relatively young. I didn't go for that. There's other ones that that category I would have been. It would my list would have been totally different. I think, but um, people that left that left too soon that. Probably had a lot of music ahead of them that we're never that we're never going to hear that we lost out on. So we're gonna, each going to do three twelve. There's probably going to be a lot of discussion in this one. So be prepared for a four hour episode. Um, no, <laughs> fuck you, I'm leaving. <laughs> Mark just names the three picks. <laughs> but going to my left, per usual, Mark the cop. What's your first nominee? Stevie Ray Vaughan. Stevie Ray Vaughan. How old was Stevie mm. Ray Vaughan when he died? I have no clue. You have no clue. <laughs> I told you to research this. You son of a bitch. There it is. Far right. He was thirty-five. I thirty-five believe. died in a helicopter crash. Thirty-five. The two H's of uh, yeah. rock and roll. Her- Avoid heroin. Heroin. Helicopter. and helicopters. Helicopters. Avoid them. Bob Pollard told me that from Guided by Voices when, when I met him at, at Wings. I said, "You got so any you advice for me?" Shot up and jumped on a helicopter yeah, and flew to- home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck you, Bob Pollard. <laughs> I'll, show I'll show you, you motherfucker. <laughs> How many? Uh, if you but what if, a great talent. Yeah. Uh, very. I mean, you hear we talk about that, and I've I've had notorious arguments with with pro- producer Dustin is a huge Stevie Ray Vaughan fan. Um, oh, so am I. Yeah, and uh, and I've always been like, yeah, you know, I'm not particularly a huge fan of his songs. There's there's no doubt he's an amazing, talented guy, and you he's got some amazing songs. Songs. One of your one, of, one of them. One of them. Life by the Drop. That's, that's very song. true. That's very true. Um, mm-hmm. It's an amazing song, but you should it, you should grab the glass <laughs> and fire it, it up. starts already. <laughs> Fuck it up now, man. Yeah, and uh, but no, he died. I did uh, Alpine Valley Music Theater, a uh, place right. that I go to pretty regularly, yeah. uh, at least once a year almost. Um, yeah, right into a fucking ski lift behind it. Mm. What were the uh, what was that? The circumstances they were there was a festival. He was playing with Clapton, right? Is from what I understand. And yeah, he had to get back to Chicago. So, correct. In which yeah, Alpine Valley is like a. It's like if you drew, if you drew a triangle from like Milwaukee to Chicago to Madison, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. It's right in the middle of it, and it's like a huge, like fifty thousand person venue. Right, big lawn, outdoor shed, and a lot of the acts they'll fly them in and out of Chicago mm-hmm. and land them back there in like helicopters, just because there's no real convenient place to just land them and drive them in a car. Right, that isn't a two hour drive yeah, from a thing. Yeah. So yeah, he uh, yeah. What is it? What foggy did he say conditions? That? It was basically it. Mm-hmm. Foggy, foggy conditions. The uh, Pilot couldn't see and mm. crashed into a ski hill. The ski there's one ski hill there. It's right in it's back. You watch the you walk into the venue, you walk down the hill, the ski lift is like the backdrop behind it. Oh, okay. So they picked him up from right in the fucking back and, and took off in the fog and ran Boom. right into the goddamn hill. Damn it, I hate when that happens. Yeah. yeah. Eric Clapton was on stage when it happened, didn't even know it had happened until the set was over. Mm. Wow. Yeah, ran into, from what I hear. So I mean, yeah, you heard all who, kinds who of Who was stuff. gonna be on the helicopter? I forget the story. <laughs> it was I always get it confused with, and they said another one of our, one of your nominees, right? Because um, there was a famous person tied to that one. Yeah, it was. Um, is that listed on there, Kyle? Do you see that? Where who else was uh, Vaughn and four others were on board? Pilot Jeff Brown, Bobby Brooks, bodyguard and tour manager, Colin Smith. Does it say? It doesn't, doesn't say anyone who missed the flight. I was thinking that someone else needed to be on that flight, and then they stood back. So he could get on it. I th- I, I swear I've heard this too. And they they got into another helicopter. Right. And that right. helicopter right. didn't crash. Right. 
but I can't remember what the story is behind it. Yeah. But anyways, he was 35 years old. Go to his uh go to his uh, discography. How many studio albums did he God, have? He's amazing, dude. Because it was um he had a significant amount. I mean, he'd been around. He was young when he got big. Yes. Yeah. He, he started early. Okay, there you go. One, two, three, six. six. He had six. six. And the sky is crying may have been posthumous. Yeah, it was. And yeah, he died in ninety. Yeah, so it would have been him. Yeah. yeah, so four, maybe five before he died. And that's another thing. A lot of these a lot of these guys who have passed, they they jump on it and, and release all kinds of other stuff. I know there's one of one of my nominees. Try to milk that cow for all yeah, it's yeah, worth. Yeah, get oh, it yeah, for all it's worth. Mm-hmm. Uh what's your favorite? What's your favorite Stevie Ray Vaughan song? Uh, I, I like your favorite. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, house. If the house is rocking, don't come and knock. Oh, yeah. I like to favorite. live my life by that. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. What a good party song, but you know, I like his version of uh, "Voodoo Child." I think that's really good. I definitely like little, when he does the little instrumental, wing. instrumental little wing. Yeah, oh yeah, really everybody that's fucking just... loves that one. Yeah, I mean the dude is. There's no doubt you hear him playing guitar and you know it's him. Oh, instantly. He's one. He's one. Of, he's one of maybe. I and I say that, and some guitarists are better than I am listening to shit. There, yeah. a million guitarists are better than I am playing <laughs> it. But like, <laughs> but being able to listen and know, you know, certain guys who are way more into music can hear that, but. But he's one of those guys that I think your your novice music listener can mm-hmm. listen to his guitar playing and just know it's right. him. Notice it's different. And there, there, there's maybe only five or six guys that I think exist that are like that, where you just go like that no, is that is him. As soon as you hear it, you know it's him. Yeah, and it's like it, it'll never you know it doesn't just slash is one of those guys. Yeah. Eddie Van Halen's one of those guys. Tom Morello. Tom Morello is one of those guys. Absolutely. Um, Randy Rhodes. I'll try put on there. Randy Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Not so much anymore, but. Yeah, at the time I'm I don't sure think many he was. People now yeah, know, you know, younger kids aren't been enough. Yeah, years, but. yeah, but um, yeah, died. He's from uh, from Texas, obviously, right? Texas flood. Yeah, Texas, he's buried yeah. in Dallas, Texas now, and that happened in 1990. Jesus, that was yeah, what? What's wow. that? 30, 32 years ago. Yeah, before, so he would be seven. Born. He would be 67 years old. If he, yep. Tim Pan Alley is another great one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got. I mean, you pull up his his film. Are you a big Steve Ray Vaughan fan? Yeah. Are you? Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's got Amanda. Will just yeah. Cold shot. I mean, that's a great one. That's a lot of songs there. Yeah. There I mean, go. it's it's he's he. Do, do you think that he is? Well, that's gonna. We'll have that with everyone as we go around. That. Do you think his his untimely death added to his legacy, or do you think it? Yeah. Kind of, I, I think he was popular enough, and he was already yeah. big enough. That I, I think he really fits into your the 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 parameters of he was huge anyway because of such an amazing talent. But I think he had a lot more to give. I he think left he, a lot of music out there. He did. He did. I think he left a lot off the table. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's he's. I mean, like Bright I said, stars burn. And, he, and he's also one of those that you know he's he was in the blues. So a lot of his songs that are hits were were covers because that's just how blues work. They yeah. they do those old blues songs and they move them around and they kind of make them their own thing yeah. in the way that it works. So I mean, yeah, it's, as long as that shit would have been around, he would have kept fucking doing it. And that was even like I said, you know, you look at 
Great, great, epi- great rendition. Of superstition. Oh yeah, superstition yeah. was great. Yeah, I mean he was he was he was one of a kind. I was not a big fan of his hat though. Yeah, um, he, did, <laughs> yeah he, he did have a specific style. Yeah, right. yeah that, it was that Spanish conquistador. It, it was like yeah. Yeah, it was like conquistador slash Native American. Right. Like it was yeah. yeah, he, yeah he definitely yeah. had a uh, he definitely had a vibe to him. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was one of them. Definitely. Dustin, that, that that's Dustin's number one right there. I guarantee you that. I remember we've argued. Yeah, we've argued about him before. Oh, dude, he, he, dude you want to get him? He gets so fucking mad at me if that topic comes up. Like he like goes out of his body. Like he's just like what? The? Like he can't. Like he's trying to grasp it. He gets so mad when I'm saying like yeah, you know I just don't. Think I'm really he, gonna hurt. I just you the don't think he was I that good with like the song. I'm I'm not a big fan of that. How dare you? I'm not a big fan of that electrified you know Texas blues sound. You're uh, fucking out of your mind. Like he's just so goddamn mad I agree about with it. Dustin. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, but you're also you're both kind of white trash from the Dayton area. That's why. <laughs> well, I know I am. I mean, I'm not denying it. That's so. where it comes from. That's why Timmy likes him too because he's from Hamilton. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. uh, man, my uncles used to sit out there and play this all the time, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sort of drinking their old crow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, Stevie Ray Vaughan's on the list. Kyle, you're first. My first pick is the one and only. Jim Croce. Jim Croce. I yes. sat back. I what told great... I told Amanda before we even picked, Kyle's going to take Jim Croce. Oh, yes. No doubt. It's going to be his number well, one pick. Had you done the yes. list different, mm, I'd have had it. Mm. Yeah. You got a couple of them stolen from me this time, I didn't did. You? Oh, yeah. Marcus Ka- Kyle took them both. I'm like, you That's fucking right. fuck. That's right. How old was Jim Croce when he died? He was 30 years old. 30 man. years old. That's, that, what a fucking raw what, talent. That is, okay, he died what year? 1973? 73. Mm-hmm. Okay, he died he, the day after my birthday, 10 years before I was born. Yeah, so it was nine, nine years, 364 and days before I was born. I Got a Name was released the day after. Yeah. The day after the he single. died. Now, uh, with, with him, he was Jim Croce, very folk-oriented, but also yeah, Americana. Folk. Yes. Yeah. Folk Americana. Mm-hmm. New York, wasn't he? But, uh, was from? I think he was from, wasn't he from? Philadelphia. Yeah, okay. that's right. I, I knew it was a big city, in uh, in did a lot got got kind of big on the on the circuit around South Jersey. Did a lot of shit. I remember him telling a story. I may have told this on the podcast before. Him telling a story about uh about why he didn't play with a guitar strap because he said he would yeah, he, he would stand that. and play songs and then guys would get drunk and then he would make a smart ass comment when they were like ridiculing the guy on stage yeah. and they'd want to fight him and he had to be able to put it down fast to fight him. <laughs> He's like, so I just never, I, I, I learned to play without fucking having wow. a strap. So I never, what's it's like, who the fuck would attack a dude playing a Jim, like Jim Croce, that's the shit I listen to when I want to feel good. back in yeah, the 70s, yeah. man. Why would you fight Jim Croce? I know, it's like, I fucking, I love this dude. He was, he was, he awesome. was so, uh, circumstances of his death. It was another plane crash and it was also, fog was another big reason they like, uh, Backed into like a, it's down south, right? It was in Louisiana. Louisiana, they, like backed into a pecan tree on the runway or something like that. They hit it, taken off. Yeah, and a, I read something where the uh, the pilot had some heart issue, and he had to run to the plane because they had to make another show, like from his hotel. I think I remember so hearing that's that. That's why his like vision was all, was all blurred was and all everything. Up. Yeah. Yeah, and the foggy conditions, like I mentioned, and they just yeah. It was what, what was the town? It was a, it was a college town down there in Louisiana. Yeah. Um, and he had just finished the show, and they were taken off. Just go to go to his death. Nat Natcha Natcha Honey. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce that. Natahatchee. What was the school? If you look at his death, Northwestern he, State. Northwestern State. Yeah, was the show that he just played. Yeah, and he, he got was on the plane flying to Texas. There you go for a concert at Austin, Austin College. College. 
And he, uh, they tried to take off at the end, and they clipped a pecan tree at the end of the yes. fucking runway because they should have been taken off way well before. Yeah. And they hit it. Yeah. And he, I mean, it was like less than yeah. a half a mile. The plane was done mm. out after. Pilot's it. failure to see the obstruction due to physical impairment and because of re- fog reduced his vision. Yeah, he suffered from severe coronary artery disease. And had run three miles to the airport from a motel. That's right. <laughs> he ran three miles to get wow. on to fly this plane. So That's, he was yeah. all discombobulated. They, it really I'm is, discombobulated it really, after yeah. one mile. <laughs> I think about that shit Why all the time. Though, cab? What the fuck's wrong with this? <laughs> yeah, I know. Because well, they're in Natahatchee in 1973. <laughs> there probably weren't too many of them. But uh, the, I think about that all the time. It's like, you know... When you and not to not to be like you know morbid with it or 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 well, sure you are. jinx anyone, but when you think about how many sports teams fly on a regular all the time, yes. that you never hear. I mean, what what is the last the last one? I mean, obviously it happened to Marshall. Yep. But who else did that? Was in the seventies. Yeah. Mean. When was the last time that like something happened where you know like a team on a what was the one that went down, down to Andes where they had to eat one another? That was uh, that was a, the movie Alive. Where right. Was that the yeah. ec- Colombian soccer team, Ecuador, something Chilean like that. Maybe. maybe. Maybe it was in Chile. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's all kinds of fucked up, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, they're fucking eating one another. Yeah, that was a that was a that movie fucked me up when I was a kid, man. I'm like, these dudes are fucking eating each other. Yeah, wild. Like, yeah, but you'll eat a lot of stuff when you're hungry. Mm-hmm. But um, no, how many how many albums did he have? If you go down I before he, it was he his, said he did five. Yeah, this was his, his fifth was coming out. Okay, yep, I got a name was the next day, so four. But in that, for somebody who it was 30 years old when he died. He wrote the songs of a guy that was 60 fucking years oh, old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Old soul. Lots like, of life experience. Un-fucking real. Like, the songs that... And, like, you go through those in their... their he's one of my favorite fucking songwriters ever. Yeah, like, you awesome. know, I, I would put him in my top five. Like, but if you go... Even the ones... Most people are like, oh, I know Bad Bad Leroy Brown, and I got Which a name. and is a great, they're, great they're all great fucking songs. Mm-hmm. You know, the Operator and shit. But when you start going into even into the deeper ones, like... I fucking love box number 10. Mm-hmm. Alabama um, Rain is a good song. Yeah. Walking back to Georgia. I mean, just, you could just, you can put this double disc of like his best, greatest hits in. Speedball Tucker. Speedball Tucker was awesome too. Mm-hmm. What was the. And this is music everybody likes. Hate tomorrow. Yeah. There's nobody that doesn't like. <laughs> Timmy's like, I hate it. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Working at the Car Wash Blues. Fucking love that song. Oh, hell yeah. Roller Derby Queen. She's built yeah. like a refrigerator with a head. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love this. Yeah. I ordered a couple more shots and beers when he saw. The roller derby on the TV at the bar. That's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a name. Obviously, a classic. That's probably my favorite by him. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, walking back to Georgia, I fucking love that song too. Mm-hmm. Have that's, to say, I love you in a song. Don't mess around with Jim. Oh, that, that that's a great tune. Yeah, have to say, I love you. In a song. God, there. He wrote so mm-hmm. many. I and I wish Photographs and Memories was awesome. Um, but I wish he's one of those guys. Like um, Amanda says that that she has like three or four gyms that she. Wish she could have seen live that she'll never get to, oh, yeah. and an- an- well, another one of them is on the list. But uh, but we won't we won't spoil that yet. But yeah, how she <laughs> and how he's one of them. You know, it's like I would love to fucking listen to that guy. Oh yeah, like yeah, he's and great. Like Mark said with Stevie, he, this guy was thirty, and yeah, he, like and he wrote his own songs mostly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all those songs he left right unwritten. Yeah, Ugh. 
and it's yeah, there would have been. You know, oh, yeah, just imagine how much fucking more would have come out. Going and going. Yeah, yeah, he wrote he wrote those old soul old soul songs like all in his twenties, mm-hmm. and then yeah, and then it was just like what the fuck, you know, like how how much further it would have gone. Yeah. yeah, I love this yeah. dude. My, my dad always talked about how this guy was just about to explode yeah when yep. this happened oh definitely mm-hmm. yeah chain gang medley he's got you just go through the whole thing they're just fucking awesome mm-hmm. yeah and these big four right here they're played on the radio still to this day oh yeah all the time all the time and in movies and yeah they're very pop culture yep uh what was the uh oh the fucking vince papali movie Oh, uh, Invincible. Invincible, mm-hmm. yeah. I got a name open that, the whole song mm-hmm. opened that fucking movie because he was a Philly a, guy. That is a great soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ted Nuge there, too. It's got the Nuge. Yeah, the Nuge. Yeah. yeah. I don't like him. He's just a bad person. Yeah. He kills, he <laughs> kills wild hogs. And they should just be left alone. <laughs> you fucking assholes. Yeah. What the fuck? I'm getting weird messages. Okay. All right. Jim Croce. Definitely take back. Jim Croce is on the list. Timmy, your first nominee. I want to be a weird message. Oh, I went with the the grunge god, Kurt Cobain. Oh, Kurt Cobain. Good call. Yes, definitely relevant. Definitely relevant. Absolutely. Uh, Age, we all know. 27. 27. He's a member of the Forever 27 Club. The club. Which is ironic because I just read an article about how many people are on the Forever 28 Club. They don't don't call it that and it's not celebrated, but there are a shit ton of people who were 28 when they died. Hmm. And it's pretty crazy. But um, uh, how many albums? What, they have four albums? Yeah, I believe it's four. I think, and not not including Lies, but I believe In Utero was, no, three. That's it. No. Oh, they're studio albums. Complete studio albums. uh, I feel like they're missing one. Well, this is the... Yeah, the posthumous one. Not not even that. Um, What the hell is it called? Uh, Was it an EP? I don't think so. What what was it called? Um, Yeah, click on that. So the the ones they have listed are Bleach, Nevermind, and In Utero. Nevermind, obviously, was the huge one. The Naked Baby. Yes, the naked baby who's yeah. suing everyone. There's live ones, maybe from the muddy banks of the Wishka. That one's live. <laughs> Ever tell you about that guy that uh, that came into one of our shows at the Dark Horse Tavern and was trying to tell me that he was friends with Kurt Cobain? Really, and grew up with him. He's like, oh yeah, he's a really weird dude, man, and blah blah blah. Yeah, I'm uh, talking about it. And I'm just like, am I? Sp-? He probably was telling the truth, but I'm sitting here going like, oh fuck yourself. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking. Liar. I'm not playing Nickelback. Yeah. So get away from me. Incesticide is insecticide. Incesticide. Is that what they it's listed on as a compilation? There it is on here, but. I thought that. Oh, was it is cool. incesticide. I always thought that was insecticide. Uh, I never really made attention to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you know, <laughs> fuck you, douchebag. <laughs> but I guess officially it was three. I don't know why they don't include that one. Mm. <laughs> what was? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> what is the? Um, it was released in '92. Also, what? I mean, like I don't even know any circumstances of it. Oh uh, yeah, and then they had the 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 greatest hits one that had that that re, that new yeah. song that you know you're right or whatever the unreleased right. one. But uh, circumstances of Kurt Cobain's death for the people who don't know it, he is a weird one. He uh he was in rehab. His goddamn wife killed him, <laughs> and then Dave Grohl helped so he could have, so have his own goddamn band. <laughs> he was in rehab. He escaped rehab and hid in a greenhouse located on their property there in. Uh, the top yeah, of his Seattle. garage. Yeah. yeah, they actually searched his house looking for him, but didn't think to check the greenhouse. Apparently, and he'd been up there getting high for days, 
And uh, he ended up uh, committing suicide by a shotgun blast to the face. Mm. Um, and he was found three days later. So I bet that was smelled bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that must have been real messy. Yeah. yeah. And he did have a very odd, he left a very odd uh, suicide note. Yes. This pick is perfect for you. Yeah. Because, you, like we said, we give Timmy shit, but Timmy does have a, a slightly conspiratorial thought process when he when he just approaches everything. Yeah. And there is so much that comes with this one. It's yeah, it's just the like, whole thing is really fucking odd. There are a lot of people like, that believe he I was would murdered. Say, yeah, I would say this I mean, that's why I think it I don't say, you know, I may have conspiracy theories. I don't say whether or not I right, believe right, right. it actually happened that way, but like Chester Bennington, Qu- Chris Cornell, it's possible. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. You're you're not surprised by anything. No. Yeah. No. But yeah, I think I think Timmy just, just has like a. I'm skeptical. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm definitely a skeptic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the actual the actual uh, what what is the word I'm looking for the 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 narrative that is accepted by most people is that he got high on heroin, killed himself just you know because he was a he was a depressed individual and yeah, never really felt like he fit yeah. It, but fit it, in. the the suicide note itself said something along the lines of not being able to get out of. Being this rock star that he never wanted to be, essentially, yeah. it it like went in and out of maybe him be being in his right mind to being out of it, you know, being fucking high and not know what the hell's going on. But he actually addressed the letter to his childhood imaginary friend that he co- called Boda. Yeah. So, mm. but yeah, he did talk about not but, not but, being able to um, with, um, identify with other people, and even made a reference to not liking people. But then yeah. later on, he says that he loves people. So, it, but in the in, but the the funny thing about the the letter is that what they a lot of people claim in the conspiracy theorists is the change in uh, handwriting in handwriting yeah. at the bottom. If you right. if you look at this, they say there's nothing that is said in the letter that that. It, they say it flows with the fact that they, it could nothing ties together the fact that he's going to kill himself. Right. They're saying that he's writing this letter to his fans saying he's quitting. Yeah. And, oh, he, okay. and he's done doing the music. And then at the bottom, this handwriting changes to where they put something in there, like about his kid his and about that. So there's a lot of people that think that somebody found this letter and then added to and it. added that to it. For yeah. whatever reason, yeah. Or some people say he was murdered, and then they they did that to make it look like a suicide. Some people say that it was found, and then they said they wanted they wanted something to be written in there about their kid. There's all kinds of conspiracy theories about it. What is the one about like his he he was so high on heroin that he would have not been able to even pick up a a weapon. Yeah, I've heard that too. But they're also saying somebody who Let used heroin that able, much. You, you, I don't know. You'd have to use. Because it was a it was a twelve gauge shotgun, full size shotgun. Like I don't know. They would have to use like your toe or something. Well, that's that's what they say. Like oh, he would have to. It was long enough that he would have had to have shot it with his toe. He had his shoes on, and there's all kind. There's a whole documentary which was actually written and directed by a guy that I grew up with. Really? Did you know that? Soaked in bleach. I think I've seen the the Netflix one. Yeah. Yeah, Ben Statler. I grew up with him (laughs) in uh, in Michigan when I was a kid. Really? And he went on to direct that, yeah, direct that movie. I'd like to get him on the show, but I think he lives up there near Washington. Yeah, but well, um, but yeah, uh, you, you can buy his plane ticket. Then. Maybe I'll get him over here. Talk about talk about right. his crew. Him and Timmy can can uh, conspiracy out. Right. Um, <laughs> Maybe we can go out there. I mean, yeah. even 
I don't know if he necessarily falls under the parameters that you'd made as far as um, whether if they would make great music afterwards. I think that's was, another conversation that yeah. a lot of people talk about. It was Is obvious he, that uh, he was getting sick of it. I mean, just by the unplugged show, he hardly played any of their songs. He played a bunch of covers. Oh, to, yeah. To yeah. Piss he, did, off he did what the, he wanted to the, do. Yeah. 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 He hated the whole rock star shit mm-hmm. which was essentially the essence of grunge yeah. and we we're coming you're coming out of an like era that was yeah. that was coming out yeah. of mark's era where it right. was you know hair bands man it was hair band and it was it was glam and in it was loud face. lights right. and in your face and then he started this whole thing of just you know being essentially the the norm core in fucking you know being sad and in mm-hmm. you know it wasn't glitz and glam and yeah. fun and yeah. Chicks with big tits. It was all, you know, <laughs> darkness and sadness up there in Seattle. Oh, yeah. Chicks with boobs. <laughs> Huge ones. Love them. Love them. Uh, your, favorite, your favorite Nirvana song? Mine. Uh, I actually wrote them down, but um, I couldn't. A na- moist I vagina? Couldn't, I couldn't nail down one, so I picked four. <laughs> Go for it. Go for them. Throw them out. Lounge Act, Drain You, Aneurysm, and Sliver. Ah, see? Going to the slightly deeper cuts yeah. than the rest of them. So you're an actual fan. Okay. Yeah. Do you Is, is Nevermind your favorite album, or do you... Um, or it's cross, actually, it's crossed between uh, Nevermind and... Um, the other one I couldn't think of, uh, incesticide. Incesticide. Yeah, yeah. They, um, they're a lot of a lot a lot of fucking big songs in that. And even afterwards, he dies, and then four months they later, they release more, the yeah. Unplugged in New York, mm-hmm. and it becomes fucking you know huge. Which it, everyone related to it when they saw him going like, "Holy shit!" Like it's just like glaringly obvious. Yeah. When you watch the video well, of that Unplugged, during uh, I'm not a huge fan of Post Malone, but during the uh, Rona scam. Yep. They, uh, <laughs> yeah. the Rona scam is that what you said? Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> right. Corona scam. Corona scam. Mark my fucking Mark. words. <laughs> right. So there's okay. There's my conspiracy theory of the episode. Yeah, yeah it fits. But, it fits with this episode. It's fine. Yeah. But uh, uh, Post Malone and Travis Barker and a couple of other friends of Post Malone, they recorded uh, a bunch of. Um, Nirvana covers like in Post Malone's basement. I actually thought that was really cool. That you he did you, that. you, you want to hear something really funny? And he wasn't bad. Yeah, oh, dude, he was great. At it. I, and I was talking about it. Like I think Post Malone's very talented. I just feel like he he, he chooses to write songs that, that I don't like. Wagon, yeah. But yes. but I was as much money as possible. Our our uh, our, our young friends uh, Aaron and Ryan were over, and uh, the kids, the, the kids, as as Timmy calls <laughs> them, the kids, and. Uh, they were talking about Post Malone, and I said, "Well, I mean, just have you ever heard him do that in the Nirvana stuff?" Yeah. And they're like, "What are you talking about?" So, so I, totally I pulled up, the, I pulled up the thing. video, and I'm like, "And he played." I'm like, "Dude, he does Heart Shaped Boss." They played it, and Ryan goes, "Oh, I didn't know that was Nirvana song." And I'm like, "I'm like, if Timmy was here, uh, he would knock the roof off of this place." <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And it's like, yeah, he goes, "I mean, I know the song, but I just never really." And it's like you always got to remember, you know, they're. Yeah, he was gone before they were even born. How old are you? Thirty. I'm thirty. And you were born ninety one. Ninety one. Yeah. I mean, they they, they were they, so they I don't he was gone before they were even born. Right. Wow. Well, he was a toddler when I don't remember Nirvana at all. Yeah. Yeah. I re- dude, it was. I remember. I remember it happening, and everyone was wearing that fucking shirt, that yeah. that white shirt that just had his side his side profile picture right. on it with the date on it. Everyone was wearing it, and I remember going like. What, what, who is this guy? Cause I, I, and then I'd be like, okay, I know that fucking, you know, the 
smells like teen spirit. I'd heard it. Yeah. And then I remember watching like MTV and going like, okay. And, but I remember at that time, cause I was, Sorry, Mark. I was 10 years old Yeah. going like, I don't understand why everyone thinks this guy's so great. Yeah. And, but then, you know, cause again, you're fucking 10 years old and you don't know you right, want to hear goddamn right. Hall yeah. and Oates, you know, right. <laughs> which are yeah. awesome. I mean, yeah. They, yeah. 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 And that's the big thing for me. I, when they came out, I was at the age where I was actually starting to get into music. And so oh this yeah. It was like one of the first ones so that I was, really like latched on. You graduated in 97. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh yeah, it was high near high school. I right. mean, right. this was, yeah, it was before me. So it was like, but then I, I learned to appreciate it later. Like, you know, just it's the stuff that you get where it's like, holy shit. Like it really, this is like the, which Mark can definitely relate to is mm-hmm. the, this is the, this is the shit that headphones on the laying on the fucking floor, listening to stuff. This isn't oh, yeah. like, yeah, it's no. just, there's so much more to the shit in the simplicity is, of yeah, it. This is the deeper. Yeah. Place. It's, it's like it's, you said, you're in your room. Yeah. This is where you ceiling. actually pay attention. It's, to the it's, lyrics it's like loner music. It's yeah. music that you listen to by yourself too. Like it's, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just where you, where you listen to thin Lizzy with, with all your friends when you're drinking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're just That's different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the same with Dave Matthews. You just, you know, you, you just have fun. You're drunk and you're barefoot in the grass that's how it works timmy's hating it going this sucks i hate this guy why don't they play a 16 minute solo i fucking hate him <laughs> yeah kirk Cobain. i mean just not a jam band yeah i know jam band fan you man just, you just like you like order man you just that's how I it like is order. i don't like over jam bands that's what dave's the perfect amount of jam oh, i'd have to i'd want to kill myself for at a fish show i'm sure that. Oh, man, but they can be it's but you go to that just to watch the people man it's uh-huh. i I got there's people who who may or may not listen to this show who's like I don't like that Timmy now that you said that about fish. <laughs> hardcore fish fans I, yeah, man I just can't can't get into I, it. I, I saw I saw fish one time in uh in Cleveland and then I went to Victoria Theater like three years ago right before COVID happened Trey Anastasio played a solo acoustic show and that was fucking awesome like he was playing his fish songs but just him in an acoustic. And this fucking crowd is just like going ape shit. Like it was the weirdest <laughs> dynamic. It was like I felt like a you know like a like I I love that feeling of <laughs> yeah. being like an outsider seeing something that like I'm not a part of. Yeah. A lot of people aren't comfortable with that. They're like they want to feel at Involved. home with it. It's like I want to be. I'm that guy that's like I well, what, what the fuck is this? Like I don't you know Fish. I'm like that curious person on the outside. Bye curious. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fish is in the same I'm the box curious as, bear. as uh, Grateful Dead to me. Yeah. Same. Oh. They're, yeah, they're, they're equally as awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Kurt Cobain, definitely on the list. My number one, also a member of the Forever 27 Club, Jimi Hendrix. Jimmy. Yes, absolutely, Jimmy. Purple haze is on my brain. Yes, that's right. <laughs> you don't hear Jimmy. <laughs> right. You don't hear him. You might listen to him, but you don't hear Jimmy. Don't hear Jimmy. That's right. Uh, Jimmy Hendrix. Three studio albums. Jesus, is all he had, and he's obviously goes down as one of the most renowned guitarists, you know, uh, inventive, creative oh, guitarists absolutely. in Without history. Left-handed with the Strat upside down signature. Uh, they say most most uh, most left most geniuses are left-handed. I'm left-handed. Are you really? I am. I did not know that yeah, about you. Sure so is. that goes right out the window. You're the dumbest motherfuckers I know. I, know. I didn't, stupid I did not know you were left-handed. Yeah, I'm a lefty. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. 
Are you? You're both right-handed, aren't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. What, yeah. What, but what do you jerk off of? Uh, my right. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not Dan Osher. <laughs> he's gonna. He's gonna be so mad when he listens. Except when you do the stranger. Yeah. When I do the stranger. <laughs> Sit on it. Upside down. I, I require both. Hand, I require both hands when I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you listening, he Milking. just stuck his thumb up his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me grab ice. Talk about yourself. You Talk need ice? Yourself. I got ice for you. Jimmy Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Mark brought his own bag over right. here. Yeah, you, you never know when you need your own bag. Yeah, right. it's true. Right. It, it, has anyone watched uh, Hollywood Graveyard where they visit Jimmy's uh, grave site? No, I have not. He actually has a quite the uh, I was, I've been there. Quite the site. Yeah. And uh, it's amazing that it's Hollywood Graveyard because right. it's not in Hollywood. It's well, uh, <laughs> where, is he, sure? where is he buried at? It's in Renton, Washington. It's a suburb of Seattle. He's a Seattlean also. Yeah. A lot of, yeah, a lot of. He, uh, we went there. Um, it's quite a sizable site. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty impressive. Uh, this whole big fucking like like looks like a gazebo. Yeah, it around does. it. He's got guitars around. Yeah, he's got his whole all etched in like black marble. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, we went out there. Uh, the uh, it was been 2018. We were out there, and I was out there with uh, Jess and AJ. AJ's a big Jimi Hendrix fan, really? and I'm like, shit, I didn't even tell him we were going there. I'm like, just get in the car. And, I thought it was just into that. No, he's a uh, he's believe it or not, he's a uh, dude. That's all he plays. He's just all, right. all he plays is metal. But like his he he, he fucking loves Rod Stewart. Really? Hell yeah. yeah. And he always jokes about Remember when MySpace? Remember when MySpace was a thing? Yeah. When oh, it was yeah. a thing anyway, right. but was when it was a big profile thing. song, Rod Stewart. No, it wasn't. But <laughs> they would you would talk about like what your interests were, like music wise, and had like a list underneath your profile. And his was like, you know, in flames, Pantera, Lamb of God. Rod Stewart, and then like <laughs> Rod Stewart, <laughs> randomly uh, in the middle letters. Of like I used to always laugh about that. I'm like, yeah. that doesn't. Which one of these yeah. is not like yeah. the rest of one them? One does not belong. No, but um, he uh, Jimmy like he had a weird, strange kind of upbringing. He ended up in the military and then got God damn it, Kyle, got, got discharged <laughs> from the military because he just like really wasn't into it. Which I mean, I can understand people not being into. It. They yeah. kind of forced him to do it because he got he was a troubled youth, yeah. got in trouble uh, a lot. Okay. And, yeah, um, that was definitely a thing back. Yeah, then. yeah. The the judge gave him the gave him the the alternative. You can either go to go to jail or you're gonna go. go you're gonna go join to, the army. Right. So he joined the army, and they said that he ended up getting through stuff. And then um, the, it was just kind of one of those things where you know one of the guys he just wasn't into it. He was he wanted to play music and he wanted to do that. And they're like they just said yeah he's never gonna amount to anymore. So they gave him just a standard discharge, yeah. and he got out. But some of the the interesting things about him with um. With his like kind of, did you know that he? If you go up to his um to his the 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 list of the people that he had played with as a backing associated acts, uh, uh, if you go down a little bit from there, yeah, there you go. That's fine. Yeah, he 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 played with uh (laughs) he played with actually it's got to he's got to go further down than that, but he played with Little Richard. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was the backing man with Little Richard. Um, he was the yeah early years. There we go. Stop right there. Um. When you start talking about the guys I was reading, I always forget their names because they name fucking so many of them. But uh, he became like a, a backing act in, in Memphis, Nashville. He went to Clarks, Clarksville, Tennessee, kind of ended up down there, but was ended up in like the backing band with uh, with with uh, fucking Little Richard and shit and was playing in the Isley Brothers. Oh, nice. There you go. Isley yeah. Brothers backing man. You know um, you make me wonder. Yeah, exactly. Shame. And um, But... You know, so he had these kind of recordings, and then he kind of disappeared, and then ended up moving to London, 
with a guy. He got big out of London. Like that's what a lot of people don't know that he was he was an English that that's where and then people were hearing about this black American guy who was like starting to because own they the were club super, scene. Yeah, because they were into the blues over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, and he was he was super into that. So he ends up you know throwing together a band over there and becomes like the talk of the town like who the fuck is this guy you know and he almost became a, like the the Beatles came and saw him the like the day after they released fucking Sergeant Peppers really so he he's he's going out there and he hears and he's gotten the record there was a a, a movie that was made with uh um Andre 3000 played him he wow. did a really good job with it too by the way mm-hmm. um but uh they showed the thing and they were a three piece man you know Jimi Hendrix's band was and uh, he comes in and he's like, "Dude, we were gonna open the show with this," and it was, Sergeant Peppers was out a day, <laughs> and he had the vinyl, and he's like, "This fucking song's amazing," and then the people in the band are like, "We can't, we can't do this. It'll be, it'll be rude. They're gonna be here watching us." And he goes, "It won't be rude if we don't fuck it up. Like if we, you know, if we do it right. well, right. Yeah. they'll they'll appreciate it." So they come out and he opens this set and there's like all these record executives before they were signed and shit yeah. coming to see him and the Beatles are like in the front of the, <laughs> all four of them are on the front row of the fucking balcony like yeah. looking. And he starts going, he goes in and plays his version of Sgt. Pepper's and everyone's just kind of like, what the fuck? And they're like blown away. And you see the Beatles just sitting there like, what the fuck are we looking at? <laughs> and then he finishes in like, like Paul's like the first one to stand up and is like, fuck yeah. Like you like nailed that. And, uh, but yeah, so he, big influence on the blues, big influence on everything, but goes on to essentially redefine guitar playing. Like it, it was oh, most definitely there. There were no guitar str- screamers. Before him, really, guitar no. guitar was not the instrument. It was, you know, I mean, there were the blues guys, you know, that 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 kind of led it. But mm-hmm. a rock guitarist that that soloed yeah, he, that much, he defined rock guitar. Yeah, and I mean, and it was, yeah, he he only his music career. This is the craziest thing about it when you hear this. His music career only lasted four years. Mm-hmm. Wow, that guy is the, yeah, like the the the, the legend that That's Jimi insane. Hendrix has become. And yeah, four years, three albums, and uh, yeah, and then you know in Woodstock, yeah, right? In uh, in Woodstock and the uh, the Monterey Pop Festival where he yeah. set the fucking guitar on fire, mm-hmm. which is legendary. Mm-hmm. Um, but just he was he was completely different. He was one of those one of those things you know where where people talk about you know what what may be disadvantages in in your everyday aspects of life where especially you know being black in the 60s right. wasn't you know was not a was not an easy ride back then but then it's for him to that that was a draw of the appeal too where people right. open minded people were looking at it going like this guy's completely fucking different mm-hmm. and he plays rock music and it's like and it's like we got to fucking go see him oh, yeah. and um yeah, I mean, releases Electric Ladyland's his third one, his third album. Then he names his studio Electric Ladyland that he builds in New York City, and he dies before he can even record in it. And it has become one of the most renowned uh, uh, recording studios that ever existed. So much shit recorded in there. And um, uh, Dave Matthews Band before these crowded streets recorded in Electric Ladyland. Um, yes, which makes it awesome. Mm-hmm. But um, but he again, there was all kinds of background shit with him where he he had a temper problem and he wasn't the greatest guy to women from what from what we hear. And, uh, <laughs> it just sounds to me like he kept them in their place. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my uh, my favorite song of his, I mean, hands down, the cover of All Along the Watchtower. Like it's just oh, it's. Oh, oh, oh. 
He's turned it from every sixties movie, especially Vietnam oh, yeah. movie has on has that star, into yeah. it, you know, and yeah. it was a Bob Dylan cover, uh, mm-hmm. and but he completely made it different and and just he he made it more haunting to me, I thought. But uh machine gun, amazing. Mm-hmm. You're talking F- fire. Fire was ugh. yeah. Oh, fucking cross town, cross town traffic, cross town traffic. Mm. Foxy lady, Foxy yeah. obviously, voodoo child, mm-hmm. probably is right fucking up there with it. Ch- oh, fucking yeah. voodoo child, man. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's my fucking, pick and your pick. Yeah, trying to pick that. Uh, trying to trying to fucking pick that lick, the boom, voodoo child boom, lick. Boom, it's like yeah. <laughs> to, hey Joe, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I mean, castles in the sand. Like, oh, yeah. castles made of sand. Sorry, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, he's just fucking amazing. I mean, I thought she was gonna say islands and stuff. islands in the islands <laughs> in the stream. Is it stream right? That is what we was are. I was I having that conversation with Kyle about about how I thought that song about how we were talking about how people you know who here, wrote that right? It was Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton, right? That's who sang it, but who wrote it was Barry Gibb. Was it really? It sure was. Because he fucking rules. Right, Barry he does. Fucking rules. No, was, Give me it, some Bee Gees it, all day it, it, long. It like, oh, rules. yeah. Fuck it. Turn it to me. Love the Bee Gees. But the, uh, the, I do too. I fucking love the Bee Gees. No, you know? Great. But, uh, we were talking about how you know how like there's a lot of a lot of music nowadays, pop songs and shit like that. Sit, Wind Cries Mary was fucking oh awesome too. Yeah, God, what a great. That's probably my favorite Jimi Hendrix. Is it you know, Wind Cries Mary? Yeah, it's it's you can you can play a lot of Jimi Hendrix songs with three mm-hmm. chords, um, but it's what Ooh. he puts on top of it which makes it even better. Yeah, that that I mean, that's be tough one though. Oh yeah, traffic. But yeah, I, but um. But we're, me and Kyle were talking about how, you know, there's so many pop songs that sample other songs or, or sing the, the vocal oh, harmony yeah. of other songs yeah. and change the words. Mm-hmm. And people don't even know that they're different. And uh, that's that's a prime example of, of mine. Islands in the Stream. I was mm-hmm. never, my family was never country people. I've, I've, I've vocalized many times. We, we were never country fans. We, my parents didn't listen to country music. They listened to like soul music and, yeah. and classic rock and shit. And, uh. They they released that song. Remember the ghetto superstar that was off the Bullworth that had like Maya on it in Praz? In um in it was it was a huge hit in the like late nineties, ninety seven, ninety eight. Oh, um but you remember Maya, the pop singer Maya? Yeah. She sang it mm-hmm. and it had uh it, yeah, and Praz did like the the rap on it from the Fugees, who I oh, I, I do okay. I had to explain I, who the Fugees yeah, were to Kyle. He, I was like, I'm that, so old. Yes, yeah, yes, I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> but it it was saying to it was saying to the harmony or the the melody of Islands in the Stream. Yeah, really. So so instead of mm-hmm. Islands in the Stream, it was Ghetto Superstar. That is what you are. Oh wow! And like, <laughs> yeah. so I remember hearing Islands in the Stream being like, "That's the fucking Ghetto Superstar <laughs> song." And then she's like, "This is like from the fucking seventies." Like, and I'm like, "They ripped that shit off." And I was like, <laughs> "It's amazing like, what you hear first, right?" right. And what you hear exactly. first, you associate it with like the, that's bullshit. Yeah, but yeah. So funny story. Um, we're uh, we're teaching pit last week, and uh, I have an officer that's that's just like reluctant to make contact with the other car. So He's a pussy. Well, it was a female driver, but she anyway. is too. <laughs> yeah, she's just literally. Anyway, <laughs> so I said, you know, just like with cheap trick, I want you to want me. And everyone in the car is like, what? what? Who the hell's che- <laughs> oh who is cheap trick? Gosh. And I'm like, get the fuck out of my car. Uh, you motherfuckers t- don't know who cheap trick I told, is. I, I told the story. I, I had to have told that. Oh, I told God. I told the story in Savannah, right? 
where I fucking I told I asked the girl from Georgia. Oh, they, they just, oh yeah. They just yeah. sat around and listened to REM albums. Yeah. And she's like, who's REM? I'm who's like, you REM? fucking go to Georgia <laughs> and you don't know who REM is? And the other girl's like, I think my mom likes them. Actually, uh, the hell is your mom? She's like 41. I'm like, fucking. You're like, what she look like? Yeah, what she look like? Is she hotter than you? I'd run a dick up. That's right. Does she like hairy fat guys that don't have any Take a walk on the yeah. wild side. Yeah, I but said, yeah, hey, babe. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy. Then you know, there's a little weird circumstances behind his death. They say, but I, I don't think there's anything. Essentially, he he. The word you like to use a lot, aspirated. No, oh, right? yeah, I, As, aspirated. I do that a lot. Yeah. Ugh, that's scary shit, dude. He was on barbiturates, though. He was big into drug use. What's wrong with that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> explored his mind, uh, right. which probably led to some of the fucking amazing songs that he wrote. That's right. Yeah. Some people say that Heroin's one of the best songwriters in the world, but mm-hmm. you you pay that you pay the 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 toll yes. pretty quickly. Pay the pay, pay the ferryman, man. Yeah, and uh, um, so uh, yeah, he died in London, and um, yeah, like a girl that he was dating took him to an apartment, and then left, and then came back to get him, and took him back to an apartment, and, he, and she said that she went to bed and. And um and woke up and he was like unconscious and out of it, but he was still breathing. And she like called the medic, and by the time they got there, he was dead. So, um, yeah, and Narcan then, yeah, right, right. Uh, but yeah, said that he had, he essentially choked on his own fucking puke from mm, being so high it. on barbar. That's a rock star, very rock star. How many other people have have done that? Bon Scott, yeah, a lot. Which I told Amanda. I, I would have picked Bon Scott. I, I called it. I'm like, Mark's going Bon Scott all day long, and you didn't. I'm like, that. I'm like, Mark made some fucking awesome picks this time. I'm like a son of a bitch. I'm like, I'm like, I was expecting Bon Scott and fucking goddamn, you know, goddamn Chris Ronnie, Cornell, Ronnie Van Zandt. Fuck him. And it was like, it was like, here we go. Yeah. But yeah, it was like, I'm like, oh, Mark made some fucking good picks. But all right, Jimi Hendrix is on the list. 27 years old. Mark, you're second. And at the age 23. Uh, this guy actually, uh, the the day he died with two other musicians, the great song by Don McLean, the day the music died. There's did I did I ever tell you about how I had? <laughs> we got to get my uncle Jay on the show. <laughs> I was talking to him about I, I made some off the cuff reference about like you know how in depth you know something I'm like oh what am I what are you fucking writing American Pie and he, and he was like because he was like talking in depth about something and he's like what are you talking about I'm like American Pie the fucking song Don McLean right. yeah I'm like you don't know what that song's about and he's like. It's just about like fucking, you know, like you know, being young and then like dying and blah blah. blah. And I'm like, that song <laughs> no, is you about, dumb uh, yeah. So I'm like, the, that song is about you know, Buddy Holly and all that shit. And he's like, what? I'm like, there is so much shit underneath that. Right. And he's like, oh, whatever. So I fucking got online and I found this like somebody had written like an interpretive thesis on that song. <laughs> and there, it, it is. It'll blow your fucking mind. The shit, the shit that are the references in right. that fucking song. Throw my Chevy to the levee. Actually, my pick is Buddy Holly. Yes. Thank you, Joel. Sorry. And Buddy Holly died in a plane crash at age 23. Mm-hmm. Um, they were leaving the show. And uh, actually, that, that story there actually was where people were yes. trying to get on the plane. Yes. Like one of his uh, one of his plane partners, Richie Valens, had to flip the a coin. The coin flip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he Who was that against? Uh, I had it in my notes, but I didn't write it down because my pick is Buddy Holly. So yes. Richie Valens wasn't it. It was Richie against Waylon Jennings. Is that right? Waylon yes. Jennings. Man. Yep. What a great mm. talent. 
I love they flipped. They flipped. Somebody had to ride in the bus. Buddy was riding in the plane. They were going from what Clear Lake, Iowa. Is that where they were at? Yeah, Clear Lake, Iowa. Yeah. And uh, they were taken off from there and were flying to Minnesota, I believe. Yep. And they're, uh, yep. Richie Richie Valens was sick. Yeah. And they in their bus didn't back. have heat. Yeah. And they were going. You know, whoever whoever loses this coin, because Buddy Holly was going and the Big Bopper were going because they were the headliners. And, and Big they, Bopper sang yes, Chantilly Lay. So exactly. Big song. Yeah. And um, they said it was between him and Waylon for who was going to get on the plane. Because he goes, whoever gets on this plane is going to be able to fly on this plane and sleep in a warm bed tonight. And the other one's going to freeze her ass off in the bus. Yeah. yeah. And they flipped it and Richie won and he got on and then the plane crashed like a mile. It was snowing and shit. It was all mm-hmm. fucking nasty right. out. But uh, yeah, mm. that's what's that What's that Garth song? You love unanswered prayers there? <laughs> Thank <laughs> God for unanswered <laughs> prayers. Yeah, unanswered right. prayers. I've actually lived that. But uh, favorite buddy song? Really? Oh, absolutely! Oh, you got to tell us this now. You can't. But well, go ahead. You well, there was an agency in Miami County who I desperately wanted to work for, but mm. I wasn't able to get to work there. But I, you know, I prayed to God because I wanted to work at that agency, but they wouldn't hire me. So I got hired at the agency where I retired from, uh-huh. and I wouldn't be the man I am today had it not yeah. had, I, had I went to the other agency. Uh, the gifts that I got. Wouldn't have wouldn't have materialized. So God, yeah. thank God for an answer prayer. I was thinking that you were talking about like a life or death thing, but that's <laughs> divine intervention. That was January yeah. 18, 2017. Yeah, the, uh, but uh, <laughs> favorite song, "It's So Easy to Fall in Love," which is a big Linda Ronstadt song. He he uh, had several covers. Correct? Oh my gosh! When did yeah. uh, he was twenty three? When did he die? Nineteen fifty nine. Fifty nine. Fifty nine. Yeah, he was born in nineteen thirty six. Okay, died nineteen fifty nine. That's fucking my mother, crazy. my mother loved. She's like, man, he's so good looking. She loved Buddy Holly, Peggy Sue, man. Mm-hmm. That was a mm-hmm. oh yeah, that was a big one. That's did you? Uh, one. Did our our good friend Roy uh, Barkley, right. uh, his son was in the, they they had a uh, what was going to Broadway, but they were doing it in Chicago's where it started the Buddy Holly story mm-hmm. on Chicago's Broadway. Okay, was the drummer in the play? Is that right? And they said they're like, you know, they, they first looked because they're a real band. They weren't mm-hmm. like acting like they were playing. So they're like, we need a drummer. And they got him. And mm-hmm. they're like, can you do any acting? And he's like, I've never fucking acted before in my life. And well, they're like, all you got to say is like two lines. And the, apparently the story is the drummer. It used to be like fucking whatever Sue mm-hmm. or um or whatever the name was. And the guy was like, no, I, there's this girl I'm trying to hook up with her. Her name, uh, change it to Peggy Sue. <laughs> okay. And then they, they, he convinced him like in the thing to change right. it to Peggy Sue. The drummer did that. And that was like his only lines <laughs> in it. But that ran on Chicago's like theater, you know, district Broadway for like really? years. And he oh, was, wow. yeah, his son, Jim, Jim, Jim Barkley was the, mm-hmm. which he's a hell of a fucking drummer. Yeah, he too. still plays. Oh like, yeah. He yeah. plays all over Chicago. He's a fucking ripping drummer, man. And, um, yeah, fucking, uh, yeah, I was in that shit doing that. I'm like, that's pretty crazy. But yeah, 1959, like 1959. Yeah. Clear Lake. I, another, I, I've got all kinds of strange connections to this. Um, you have all kinds of, yeah. The, well, I mean, not, not like significant. Oh, okay. I know people that do, but right. the, the kids we were talking about, yeah. uh, Aaron and Ryan have a good friend. Uh, Drew is his name. I don't know if Drew listens to it, but Drew's about six foot nine. He's huge. Short Tall skinny guy, yeah, short <laughs> His family owns the property 
that they crashed on. Is that right? And, oh, and it, it wow. butts right up to it. There's some kind of like easement or something mm-hmm. that, uh, that, that, yeah, like his feet grew up on a farm, farms in Iowa. They own thousands of acres, I think. Okay. I may be telling the story slightly wrong, but like he, yeah, he was talking about that and he was talking about being from Iowa. I'm like, we're at an Iowa from like, cause I knew like Davenport and Des Moines and shit, but yeah. he's actually, you know, right where, right where buddy Holly died. I'm like, right where he goes, right where buddy Holly died. <laughs> <laughs> what are they talking about? Wow. I'm like no shit. Yeah. Yeah. Drew. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Drew. But he, um, but I, yeah, I need to go out there. I've never been to the spot. They have a marker and mm-hmm. they have a place you can park. that's like gravel and you can walk down. They, they, they clear it out of the corn area to where you can walk down to the marker where the plane landed. Wow. Or where it landed. <laughs> landed. It didn't really right. land or it yeah. crashed. Yeah. But big, yeah. Big bloody spot. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm sure in the corn. It's still there. <laughs> Brown. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's he definitely at twenty three had a shitload of music ahead oh, of him. Yeah. Gosh, yeah, what a huge talent! And he was huge. I mean, he was fucking. He was oh, exploding from yes, what I hear at the yes, time. Absolutely, he, I'm almost like Beatlemania with him. Yeah. Like it was just. Oh yes. People were obsessed, which is ironic because he's a really ugly motherfucker. <laughs> One, he, <laughs> he was not a good-looking fella. At least with, I don't know, maybe in the fifties. Well, but the glasses, the glasses, the glasses are real distinct. They, remember yeah, they yeah. cast Gary Busey to play him. Yeah, in the fucking eighties, so miscast there. No, well, no. Gary Busey played Buddy Holly. Oh, in the Buddy Holly story. Yeah, the Buddy Holly story. Yeah, which I'm like, all right. Which I think Gary Busey plays guitar for real though. Yeah, most most actors do. But yeah, what every day was another one of it. That'll be that'll be the day. That's a huge one too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Linda Ronstadt covered that thing too. Did she? Did she? Sure. There's a lot a lot of songs sharing back in the day. Oh yeah. That uh, they didn't have the uh, that was before lawyers got involved and started saying <laughs> very put the true. kibosh on yeah, that. Very true. Well, every, everyone need to pay check. So he was a Texas boy, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. Lubbock. Lubbock. Yes. Not a lot going on in Lubbock. Well, that's where that, the Red Raiders are. It's true, but there ain't much outside of that there going on. Even to this day, that's in the middle of fucking nowhere, Lubbock, Texas. I do hear they got some good food there, though. Oh, I Let's bet. Try Get it. some barbecue. Good food all over Texas. Mm-hmm. Mexican food. That's the beauty about Texas, man. That's right. It's you like everything. It's worlds. the fucking best of everything. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's got the best barbecue. It's got the best fucking like steaks and meat. It's got the best Mexican food. Yeah. Hottest women. Hottest yeah. women. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. God yeah. bless Texas. There's a, there's a lot of arguments <laughs> to be had there. God have you ever been to Texas? I have. Where at? Where'd you go? Amarillo. You went to Amarillo? By morning? Oh, ah! I made a. I can still make Cheyenne joke the other day too. I'm like Kyle would have been proud of me. That is my favorite. He's going to Cheyenne. Right. Oh, I can still make it. Um, yeah, my yeah. cousin lives down there. He lives in Alvin, Texas. Do you? You did the, the big Texan. The, Texan, the, the other Sergeant Basie. Oh yeah. Mm. You did the big Texan. I when did you were the big down there, Texan. Right? Yeah, several yeah. times we drove out to see Jen. Yeah, we yeah. drove the Southern route. Yeah, I, I need to get down there to the sod poodles. Need to get to a sod poodle. <laughs> yes. and the uh, Cadillac Ranch is across the street yep. from the Big Texans. That's right. Yeah. Yep. I love Texas. Yeah, I first went down to Austin and trained uh, with my friends down there at the uh, Texas uh, Department of Public Safety. But uh, we just never made it down there yeah. before mm-hmm. I retired. Yeah, there's, uh, there's, dude, I'm telling you, there, every town, like, I'm not a big fan of... Like I don't dislike Dallas or or Houston, but they're just there's nothing that grabs me about you know those towns. It's just like oh you know they're just big fucking towns. Well, yeah. right. But the one thing I like about Texas and Texas law enforcement, I went over and hung out with them at the FOP convention in, in Indianapolis mm. last year, and uh, you know uh, 
They believe in law and order down there. They oh, don't, they, no don't they don't fuck around. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I loved about our brothers in Texas is uh, they teach shooting from cars. <laughs> right on. Yeah. How to pull that shotgun down, put it on your hip, roll down the passenger window, rack it, lay it out the door, start dispensing death. No shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dispensing death. It is a different world chosen. down there, right? Isn't it? Yeah. And one, kind of one of my biggest regrets, I shouldn't say regrets, what I should have followed up on is I had a job offer in Georgetown, Texas, which was a uh, suburb of Dallas. And I remember when I got the job offer, he said, I bring you down as a training sergeant. I wanted a lieutenant's position. But he's like, not yet. You know, so I was friends with the chief of the, of the agency, and they were just building a $7.8 million driving facility. And I call, I remember calling Susan so on, what the, f- look this up. <laughs> we, yeah. we need to see yeah. what the cost of living is there in Texas. And one of my biggest regrets was not doing that, yeah. not going down there, because everyone I've talked to, the, the, the Texas people that were there, great folks. Absolutely wonderful people. Yeah, it's but, got uh, it's got a great. There's just something about it from the people. You know, I've been down. I've you know I've been Austin and Houston, Dallas, and all. I've been to all the major cities yeah. essentially there. But there's just something about it. Like they have a. There's just something about being a Texan that you don't. They they just have like a even if they completely disagree with one another. There's they just have this like thing that that it's just like they have ties together because they're Texans. That's the same regardless of of you know political affiliation or any kind of shit You're like not that. Fighting against each yeah, other. Yeah, I mean it's like yeah they disagree and they have all that shit, but it's like they just have this. It's just like they're under that fucking umbrella of being a Texan. Like they can find some kind of common ground, but um. But yeah, some of the, I mean some of the greatest musicians ever have come out of that. Both of your picks oh, are from Texas. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, and uh or at least your first two picks. But um, <laughs> right. I can't remember who your third one is, but I'm trying to re- Oh yeah, I do now. I know now. You yeah. Got a 45. I almost I almost two. fucking took I almost picked this one and I'm like fucking Mark <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. From I'm, the top row. Yeah, I'm like and he fucking took one of mine too. And I'm like Timmy's fucking yeah, everybody brought it everybody's out with the picks. With, everybody's fucking with everybody's to get me. Everyone's got fucking yeah. No, that's why I picked last one cuz I'm like I'll I'll fill in. I'll fill in in between. Mm-hmm. I don't need to have the, I don't need to have the number once. Yes. Right. All right. Buddy Holly, definitely. Definitely. He's on the list. 23. 20 fucking three years old. What did you do by the time you were 23, Kyle? Yeah, nothing. Absolutely you nothing. Ain't been, you ain't done nothing in your 30. Absolutely get it. Get the, get the program. <laughs> fucking loser. <laughs> good for nothing. You, you hear yeah, the you're Jack Rutledge in the background. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah loser. Hit the door opens like the Kool-Aid man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck did he come from? <laughs> the Kool-Aid man. All right. Buddy Holly's on the list. Kyle, you're second. I'm going to go with Elvis Presley. Uh, the, the king. Yes. Definitely an untimely death yes. for the most part. He was, what, 40, 42. 42 years old. And I know. Wow. That's how old you are, isn't it, Timmy? Uh, that's a year younger than me. You're 43 now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. You old fuck. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this, is the, this is the one that I said, and, and he picked him anyway when we were you talking know. about it. Mm-hmm. To me, like El- Elvis was on the down and he was talking about a comeback, shit like that. But he's but at forty two, he was so fucking huge. Yes, like but at forty two, that's still pretty. Oh, that's damn young. young. Absolutely, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's musician. why we said we left this open for interpretation. Right. That is a young fucking man. He still could have made a comeback. Oh, at totally, some point. Totally. I mean, Tony Bennett's still doing songs in his fucking nineties. That's true. I mean, that's yeah. obviously a. But are they different. major hits? Only when he brings in that Lady Gaga. <laughs> 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 or. Yes. 
Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. She should have went to rehab. I know. Yeah. We, I almost picked her, but I, I, can, <laughs> I didn't like her as much as my third pick. But yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Elvis, circumstances of Elvis' death. Uh, the autopsy said heart attack, but it was brought on by... Heavy drug use. They oh, said. Yeah. I don't doctor. think they had the. I don't think they had the uh, technology. The, they had the technology of, of breaking down everything that was in the system. Yeah. Then wasn't he on the shitter? He, he was found, found in the bathroom. Well, they, it's they, like the old thing that Mark used to always say. What didn't you say? The vast majority of people that you the find, vast majority of them are on the shitter. Yeah, yeah, and that's crazy, isn't it? Because they, they feel bad. And they're like, they I gotta feel take bad a shit. On the shitter, and they, they think they, a shit will solve it, and then they, they just they, die. It normally does. You push, and then you induce the heart attack. You know what uh, surprised me about him is that he's a natural. He was a natural blonde and dyed his hair black. That's right, black velvet. Did you know that that, that song was what talking about him? Like to me? as a blonde, what? It was about well, his early yeah. pictures were. He, he they showed. He said his other. voice was like black velvet, right? Which was true. He did have a great voice. Oh, which yeah. is why they had all the black velvet paintings. That's very true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, velvet Elvis. Did man. you also know that uh, Elvis was a twin at birth? He was. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, he, and the, he the twin the died. died. He, he ate the other <laughs> twin. Yeah. Elvis and oh, Presley. Look at that. There's Elvis, a little blondish there. Yeah. yeah. But one A, right? A R O N, right? Elvis A R O N Aaron. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't the traditional way of spelling A-A-Ron. it. A Ron. Look A-A-Ron. at him as a fucking kid. Look how blonde that little shit was. Oh, yeah. 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 That's toe crazy. Head. It's a toehead. Died it all black. And then now everyone, the wrong kid all the impersonators, <laughs> the wrong, he took the wrong, wrong kid. kid. That's how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, Fat Elvis. People yeah. talk about that Elvis. whole, when, when there's like some questionable shit about ages and Priscilla and stuff like that. And my, my sister can't get over that. He had webbed toes too. Uh, probably. probably. All geniuses do. So does yeah. Alice Eve, and that's all right. And yeah. so, so does Fat Angel. Yeah, I don't you have got web feet? I don't yeah, have web feet. He's, he has Mark's large, just making up stories. He has, he has <laughs> large webbing from the <laughs> bottom of his penis to his ball side. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, literally, if I held it out, I could fly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the reverse bat wing. Or Yeah. <laughs> She's 76 she years old. She was born in 45. Wow. She looks terrible. She had all They're that like 10 years silicone put yeah, in her face. Yeah, but when he when he like met her, that's probably she yeah. was sixteen. Yeah, she was young, right? Right. Oh, right. I don't know about wrong. all that shit, but yeah, I don't know. They that was it was ma- a different time back then. So he could he can you know, yeah, young, could, could pound. Pound. <laughs> You're so fucking disgusting. You are gross. <laughs> 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 Turn around and talk about your Catholicism. You're gonna pound these poon. It's like, <laughs> by the way, you know the thing about it being a Christian man is, <laughs> is you look out for your brothers, your brothers in Christ. <laughs> God, pound that poon. Yeah, yeah. But died at Graceland, right? Died at Graceland. Yeah. Yep. I still haven't been in it. I've been outside of it, but uh, I, it's a little bit spray, too spray painting your name. Yeah, on the spray wall. painting my name. <laughs> Fuck Pearl, Elvis. Pearl Elvis Pearl podcast. <laughs> stickers stickers all everywhere. Yeah. That, that would actually be an improvement for that whole fucking boulevard. The, every time I'm I'm down there and I go down that street, we, we normally there's a Walmart down there that we'll run to that's on Elvis Presley Boulevard near near Is it Graceland. Like really sketchy. No, it's they. They have made Is it like going to the Miller Lane Walmart here in North Dayton. That that one's actually not even a bad one compared to some of the ones. You need to <laughs> wow. go down to the Dayton Mall one. Oh wow! Um, and no, see how fucked that place yeah. is. Oh, it's 
gross. But the like, one in Brunswick, Georgia is fucking scary. Yeah. Fuck anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. I was down there. Like, he, he has it literally Brunswick, Georgia, Walmart. What happened at the Brunswick, Georgia, That's Walmart? That's where the Federal Law Enforcement Training Center is. I trained down there. Oh, okay. You go to right. fucking Walmart and like, this place is sketchy as yeah. fuck. It, it makes Miller Lane look like oh, know, yeah. Disneyland. That's, I've never there. felt that that Miller Lane one was bad the couple of times yeah. I've ever been in. But then again, every Walmart I go into is a fucking shithole. No, oh, they're all the worst. Yeah, the one in Lebanon's nice. I, I don't mind that one. I'll go in there. You don't. Walmart's where you go when it's the only place that's open and right. you forgot something at the grocery store. And you need to order you, a hooker. You, well, yeah. yeah, of course, of course. But yeah, you buy, don't I need to, to buy drugs in the loading dock. You don't want to do your actual shopping at Walmart, oh, in, wow. in my honest opinion. Okay. But um, we we drive down Elvis Presley Boulevard by Graceland to get to this Walmart. Okay. That's the closest one to the condo that we were in down there in Memphis. And they have like made a fucking mockery of that of this man's name down that entire street. It's really? just Elvis Presley fucking ice cream. Elvis Presley Dollar General. Elvis Presley, like with his fucking like painted all over, just just wow. nothing but just cheap shit That's a shame. of people trying to capitalize off of his fucking name. Back we should get them to change Graceland. it to the Itless Podcast. We should Itless Podcast ice cream. I'm yeah, sure they would be all over doing that. Yeah. They'd have Superman. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you that. Yeah, they have right Superman. They yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> Joel is here. Yeah, Joel, Joel is here. That's how they get. They ensure that I make uh, fan visits. We got the Superman out. He'll be here. You can set your watch to it. No, but the um, <laughs> Joel comes forward and starts madly scooping yeah. them. Yeah. Just eating yum, it off yum, the scoop yeah. out of the thing. Comes in in that little scooter. He's not even walking. Yeah, I'm so fat. I just ride a scooter around like a fucking sloppy so fat fuck that I am. <laughs> he, he's Disgusting. wearing a shower curtain and a pair of flip flops. <laughs> Mark's taking up fucking shots of me. Trying to make sure, ensuring that he gets my gut in the side shot. Or <laughs> Let's make it as flattering as possible. <laughs> <That is c> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say there, Mark? That and the skin tags everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got those cut off. Thank you very much. <laughs> thanks for noticing. Yeah, thanks for noticing. You didn't feel them when we were making coitus. Um, <laughs> oh God, coitus. I do have. I do. I do have a couple. I do have another one. I need to get taken off. That one. That one's starting to bother Go me. Go ahead and bite that off of him, yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. I had, I had all the significant. I had all the significant ones taken off on my back. My doctor was very the, nice about it. They couldn't tell the difference between your penis and yeah, skin no, tag. Right? Take my skin tag. Don't off. cut that. Don't, Don't cut, cut that. that. Ah. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> the knob creaks kicking in. <laughs> Where it is. You? Where <laughs> Take your finger in a butt. <laughs> That goddamn ninety proof. Yeah, yeah. We're about half a bottle in. Yeah, so. I know. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you guys are getting after it. I have. I have noticed one thing. I one thing I have noticed is when I drink. Like I never used to until we started this podcast. Really, right? I started doing the bourbon thing just because it was like okay, it's convenient, and I'll just have a couple of sip things. Well, now I'm like I prefer drinking that. I don't even really get drunk off beer anymore. I, I've I've realized that I feel way better in the morning. Oh yes. After drinking liquor, but oh, yes. I will also say that. Beer would never make me legally retarded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are like, like liquor does. 
I can multiple times I've been out back after Timmy normally crashes here when when he when he records an episode with us. But like we'll be out back talking on the back patio and it'll be like, you know, 1231 and and I've drank more bourbon. And I will literally just start going like I can't even fucking talk. But I'm conscious knowing like Jesus, I'm fucking like I'm like fucking an idiot now. And it was like I gotta go to bed. More of an idiot than normal. Yeah. And it's like uh, yeah, it's 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 but I, I love drinking bourbon now. I my personality doesn't change. A lot of people, a lot of people we know oh, yeah. uh, have personality changes when they drink liquor. Mm. It doesn't happen with me. Only tequila. I just wanna punch people when uh, I have that runs in the family. Right. So yeah. that's what we do. But uh I don't think my mood changes. Especially in Philadelphia. That's true. I don't think my mood changes when I drink no, liquor. You're just a well, happy I'm, drunk. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. just, yeah. It's just, and they always say that, like, like, like well, he, he'll turn into shitty Timmy. We call him that. Well, like certain things yeah. I know that I can't drink. Yeah. Shitty, t- shimmy, shitty Timmy will come out. Like, it, it just happens, you know. And it's not, he's not like, he's not like Timmy where it's like, go fucking fight you, like those guys. Right. But just everything sucks when shitty Timmy comes That's out. That's true. Yeah. I can feel the change. Yeah, I know. Too. Yeah. But and I it's so good. I still get everyone else around I you. Can't Stop it. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> "Your poor like, friends." Shitty Timmy's here. I'm just, I just get louder. Like you could tell the episode. This episode, I'm screaming into the microphone now. I can see myself laughing. Like, my brother, my brother always gets mad. He'll Red probably lines. say Red that. Line. He'll probably say that during the episode that we oh, yeah. that he's on here. That we should like, start drinking. Jesus fucking Christ, Joe. We're not across the river. That's what he always says to me. We, we should I can't start wait drinking. till he actually says that. We should that start episode. at four o'clock. Oh God! Before break, gets he'll be oh, punching. <laughs> The good thing about it is I'm probably third in line to be punched. So I'll let it go. I guarantee it. he'll go for you first. And then Mark will say something then, smart ass. Then Tara. Yeah, no, yeah. Tara just pops in and calls him gay at least. Hits him with the hot glue. Yeah, and- hits him with the hot glue gun and runs. Fucker. I, I'm not kidding. That drywall vaporized when he punched that wall after she after she put that hot glue on him. I was behind we were, we were him and his buddy were playing video games. I was like sitting on his bed watching them play in his room playing Nintendo. And she came in, did that. Let me see your hand. And he's like, "Why?" And didn't I just heard him like start? <laughs> and I was behind him, and the door was open. And she ran into her bedroom and shut the door. And across the hall, he just fucking punched it. And I just saw it disappear. <laughs> Fucking god! I was like, there wasn't even. Yeah, he could. Oh, he could punch. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you'll you'll find out when he when he does. Yeah, he gets over, gets drunk, and beat your ass. I was trying to tell. I was trying to tell him. I'm like, when you when you get there, because Kyle's never met you, and we've talked about you and and done this whole fucking like thing, laying out like you know how you're you're this you're almost like a (laughs) mythical person about how you're you know you're like an asshole and you're unstable and you're nuts and shit, which is all true. But like you know, <laughs> and he might and he likes to have sex with tall guys with curly hair, you know, who play softball. I'm gonna need a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I, I told him like, what do what do you come here? You should just like immediately start fucking with Kyle. What do you walk in here? And, and just so we can see his reaction. Like, will he go with it or will he be like, you know what? He's a little bit nuts. So maybe I should just like take it and like we we'll just see how uncomfortable it makes Kyle. But now that I yeah, we should do that. Yeah, yeah. In fact, let's yeah. make him punch me. 
me in the face. Yeah. 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 Just he sits down, you just lean across the table and push him between his forehead and see what happens. Oh god. god. Does yeah. he wear glasses? Because I can give him the old Only only when flip. he needs to read something. That's right. <laughs> right. Brett's, Brett's got his readers now. He's like, Whoa, laugh it up, motherfucker. He said that to me while I was laughing at him. He give had to put him on. I'm like, oh read. nice readers. Give him some to read so I can do yeah, the old yeah. right. <laughs> One day when you're shitting yourself, yeah. you'll have readers too. <laughs> shitting myself with readers on like Mark. Are there's right. Are yours just readers or do you have they're just readers. Are they? Yeah. You don't yeah. You uh the other pair I got are uh bifocals. So you you, you, have need, to, you need glasses anyway. Correct. Okay, you're you're not just wearing those are just readers. These that you are have just on. readers, correct. Gaia. Are you wearing contacts? I am. Okay. Yeah. And he's blind as a fucking bat. Yes. He's fucking blind. Absolutely. Like yeah. super blind. Him and Tara are very comparable with how blind they are. Yeah. And they're like fucking blind. He's like negative seven. Yeah. Her, I think hers wow. is right. That It's like six, five or seven. She's yeah, blind as fuck, too. Yeah. Do you wear glasses, Timmy? Nope. 2020. Oh, look at but that. But he does wear glasses. I lucked out. Yeah. Lucky bastard. Mm. I'm uh, I'm starting to notice that more I, I'm starting to be affected by light differently when I'm when I'm yeah. trying to read when it's darker. Driving at night's a little bit more. See, I don't have any issue with that, that, but like halo effect on the lights. Yeah, yeah my dad. And probably my blood that. pressure is not helping the fact that my shit will get like that. But yeah, yeah I don't. I, it's gonna happen. Amanda just had to get readers. It happens. Yeah, you know, she, it really she was like she was legitimately mine, bummed. Mine switched in within a day. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> what the fuck? The was that? fuck was that? Was that your chair? <laughs> was that, that was far that. too. That was far too loud. Like it was in the microphone. Did it just been your chair? Yeah, that was. Weird. I think. I think it was across the table. Yeah, she got. She got all made because she was like, I like started seeing her do this, right. and I'm like, are you? She's like, something's like, and she says it's just one eye. And I'm like, I'm like, like, I think you're gonna uh, need yeah. readers. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll put something in that eye. And um, I or said, at least cross leave the readers on. <laughs> yeah, sexy now, now, library. Now, now tell me, now tell me that my book's overdue. Spank me real hard. Tell me I'm an idiot balls. for not knowing how to work the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> 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 and, um, but the, uh, <laughs> but yeah, she she went. <laughs> <laughs> the Doomy Decimal System. Right. Uh, we have a different one at this library. It's the Doomy Decimal System. Um, what are you? I, I, I've always found, <laughs> He sent out this fucking thing today. It was the dumbest video, but I laughed so goddamn hard at it. He sent it out to all of us on here, but it was just like this girl. It wasn't a porno? It was a porno. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a porno where this, this girl's clearly a porn star. And it's like, hey, I'm not. What is I'm, I'm, I've always was, been a special. It was kind a of girl. trans girl. Yeah, it was a trans girl. Yeah, I'm yeah. a special kind of girl in the fourth stars. Like, what are you, retarded? That was all the comments. And we were just, Dustin, I guarantee you, he he's still laughing about that right now. It sounded like he thought he's, bra- he's breaking into laughter just randomly, and his, and his fiance is yelling at him and hitting at him, hitting him right now. You shut up. Quit laughing. All right. Favorite Elvis song. Come on, you oh, in, the, one. in the ghetto. 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 I got that. Written <laughs> by Cartman. Mac Davis. He didn't even write his own song, did he? No, but Elvis didn't. Elvis was the singer. He was not a yeah. songwriter. Yeah. yeah. What's Mac your? Fa- Do you have a favorite Elvis song? Not really. No. Not really. Not, not too much. With I gotta go. Suspicious Minds. Like, that's you mine. can't go wrong with that. Song. I, that's, that's my favorite fantastic. one of his. Yeah, it's Blue Christmas. Blue Christmas. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a, oh yeah, Kentucky Rain. That's that's a, a good one. That's a phoned in answer, Mark. No, that's, that's a poser answer. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, fuck you. I actually, fuck you. actually, my favorite Elvis was his uh, 1968 <laughs> comeback. 
where he's in the black leather yeah. on the stage. Yeah, what was him, the song? His old band. It wasn't Blue Christmas. The, the was whole it? the whole fucking thing was great. It was amazing. <laughs> I always feel like the Christmas songs are a cop out. Come on, but Blue Christmas is is, yeah. is 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 original. He's the only one that ever did it. Can't help falling in love. Fantastic too. Oh, yeah. Actually, I like his version of My Way better than uh, better than better than yeah, Sinatra's. Agreed. Obviously, Jailhouse Rock. Um, Unchained Melody was a cover. If I can dream is burning love is fantastic. Heartbreak Hotel. Don't be cruel. He did a version of Bridge Over Troubled Water. I didn't know that. Oh god, yeah. Blue suede shoes. Hound dog, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now his uh, live via satellite from Hawaii. That was a great tour uh, concert as well. Huh. My mother, my mother was a huge my my, my mother in law is a huge Elvis fan. I I was I never grew up with Elvis lovers, um, it, and it's like I appreciate some of his songs, but yeah. So when you talk about the the mania behind C. C. artists, Ryder, mm. awesome. you know he's never a huge one of them. Fan that you wouldn't really see felt. Ryder? Yeah, yeah. I, I figured she's Elvis. I was telling my wife the other day, she <laughs> she also, talked this. We're going to talk about Lee, and your brother comes into this story. Mm. Um, Amanda, my wife Amanda, and Nathan's brother is married to an Amanda. Uh, but we call her Feltz because that was her last name originally. And um, she, uh, the, she my, my wife was like, I, I'm going to go antiquing over at this fucking antiques village that's over here. It's this giant place just full of antiques, full of worthless shit is what it is. That's what she was telling me <laughs> and, um, earlier. But then, um, and that's overpriced. And uh, occasionally you find a, an ancient Coca-Cola fucking can or tray that you can take your fucking drunken bourbon glasses there down in. <laughs> and I do here. But um but I could have done it with a fucking piece of wood. And um but <laughs> a fucking piece <laughs> a of fucking wood? piece of wood. But they she calls her and she's like, Hey, what are you doing? And so she drives all the way up from Mason and they go to fucking thing. And she talks her into buying this fucking bottle opener that it, it's it's a, a wall mounted thing that's a Lee jeans ad mm -hmm. that has a bottle opener on it. It's just like a, a fucking like a, a six by ten thing. It's downstairs. I'll show it to you downstairs. Okay. But uh well, after I show you my dick. <laughs> but but it's got a bottle opener on it and it's got a guy wearing Lee jeans with like a bear head on and it okay. just says like Lee, it will change the way you feel, the way you think about yourself or something. But it's the gaudiest fucking thing. Wow. And Amanda saw it and was like, oh, that's funny. And Feltz was like, you should buy it. And she goes, oh, I found this other thing. And that thing's $10. I'm not paying that. And then Feltz handed her a tin and said, you're buying that bottle over. <laughs> so now we're trying to figure out where to put it. It's the gaudiest thing. But I love it because it's gaudy. I love gaudy shit that's like deliberately gaudy. And you're a bear. That's right. And I'm a bear. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's a bear. If, if, that, if that's what the head was, but but and then she, she showed it to your brother Nathan, and he was just like, "What this is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life." Right. I can just imagine him seeing it, but he was like, "Yeah, I got to get that thing." But Lee, 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 but yeah, she, I, and I told Amanda right after that happened, I'm like, "She might be one of the weirdest people I know. She's really into Christmas. Oh yeah, like really into super, Batman. Yeah, yeah, really into Elvis. That is two weird things. Kiss, to be. kiss. Mm -hmm. Oh wow." But like her favorite person and, and shine down and shine down. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. It's a cornucopia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, it is. It is. Yes, Elvis is on the list. Timmy, your second. We went with another king, but this is the king of soul. Oh, Mr. Otis Redding. Mm. Otis Redding. No. That uh, that is a one of the one of the greatest fucking singers in my opinion ever. Absolutely. I love this dude. Absolutely. That song's huge. How old was he when he died? Twenty six. Twenty six years old. Another plane crash. Plane crash in Georgia? 
Wisconsin. No, he was born in Georgia. Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. The Badgers. Fucking Badgers. Yeah. Fuck God them. God damn it. What okay. were the? I mean, what just any bad weather or any? Uh, what the? I don't even remember what the the deal was with that. I knew he died. I I knew he died Cra- in a plane crash. Crashed into Lake Monona. Monona? No shit. Um, so I, I would probably say it was probably it was probably weather. It was probably drug related. Yeah. It was drug, probably shot down by NASA. Weather related. <laughs> he starts going into some there fucking was... wild conspiracy theory. It was clearly, <laughs> clearly <laughs> the frogs were gay and they started <laughs> jumping out of the lake. <laughs> it was, the frogs gay. It was a homicide. Then they called Putin. Grandfather, because he was he was only five then. Yeah. Right, <laughs> and he planted a plane on it. There was a sole survivor from the crash. Oh, really? Yeah, literally. Oh, that kind of works that way. Soul Ooh, survivor. Soul, soul. Oh, who survived? Uh, where is he at? There. Uh, Timmy didn't do his research. I did, but I didn't write it down. Um, ben Colley. He's not even drunk. He was a member of the Barkays, which was another. Band oh, okay. That was. On, that was they on still the play periodically. Really? Yep. Mm. The Barkays do. No shit. Yeah, and he at 26 years old, he had go to his uh his discography. How many albums do you have? Redding died just three days after recording, re-recording, sitting on Dr. Oh, Bay. re-recording. Okay. Yeah. He was almost four children. Who had the really strange death? Was it like Jackie Wilson or Sam Cooke that like got murdered with like a mistress? It's another pick. Is it really? Right. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm fucked up. My bad. You're good. Yeah, I'm, you're I'm, deep see, in I'm that just, bubble. I'm just, I'm just, no, I'm just being too. I'm too being. Re- I'm trying to remember who your fucking pick was. Mine. Well, yeah, don't say it because we have to. We have to. We have to string them along, Mark. No, that's not the one I'm thinking of. No. Which one are you pointing? Number nine. No, that's not who I'm thinking oh, okay. of. Okay. Then maybe Sam Cooke. I, that, that it was. It was. Yeah, it was another soul singer. Yeah. I can't remember who the fuck it was. Say, I think yeah, it was like it, Sam Cooke. I but. think he was murdered or something. Like that, there was this like a, there was like a mistress involved in in a hotel room and drugs yep. and shit. Yep. But yeah, no, I, like I, know, I know I know the one you're talking about. Kind of, yeah, kind of. Oh, rest in peace, John Belushi. <laughs> they took the bar, the whole oh, fucking, fucking bar. bar. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're getting off on a tangent, on a Knob Creek tangent. This is Otis Redding's. Yes, tell us about Otis Redding. What's your obviously sitting on the dock of the bay? Yeah, um, that's a good one. Yeah, what? Uh, uh, obviously, uh, I like uh, try a little tenderness. Try a little tenderness. Oh yeah. <laughs> also, like didn't, Dustin, no. didn't Percy obviously, 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 obviously that's, 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 control. That's, yes, obviously, <laughs> pussy control. Um, uh, these arms of mine was a real popular one, and that's uh, how, that's how strong my try love is. Tenderness. Yeah, he did the uh, didn't did. Did, did Percy Sledge do a version of that too? <laughs> there was another big version that I thought that he didn't do, but of try, um, of try a little tenderness. Yes, women get willy. No, women get weary. Or, no, women get the fucking words. Maybe, wrong. maybe I'm thinking of uh, <laughs> maybe I'm thinking of Michael Bolton's "Time, Love, and Tenderness." Maybe time, love, and tenderness. That no talent. When love puts you through the fire, when love puts you to the test. <laughs> Yes. Keep going. Sorry. Uh-huh. Keep going there. It's a broken heart uh-huh. like time, love, and tenderness. <laughs> he also did the original version of Hard to Handle, made famous by the right. Black Crows. Right. Yes. Oh. Seen them live. Great. Fi- yes. Ba-da-ba-da-ba-da. Kyle's finally seen them live. He can yes. hang. You need to go to Dave Matthews with us this summer, Kyle. I do. I do. Well, you know, do you have anything going on the third week of June? 
third weekend or the last weekend of June. Do you have last a stupid so- do you have a stupid softball tournament? <laughs> Probably because you need He'll to fucking get out of it. Probably I'll have to masturbate. Maybe we'll just take Megan yeah. with us and be like, right. fucking. Well, let's introduce you to a guy who doesn't suck. No. Come on, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Please God don't doesn't do need ass or vagina. Mm. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> It's all the same to Kyle. <laughs> Kyle's like, I, I started with both holes. Right Kyle's a full swiper. He just likes to give it all a swipe. I was eating ass before I could walk. <laughs> That's why his mom sent him away. <laughs> I come out of her eating ass. <laughs> He's coming out. What the hell's wrong with him? He's a devil child. You got any more ice over there, buddy? I do. Yeah, give me some. Give me some. You got a whole big Ziploc bag. Give over me there. some of that <laughs> fucking big Ziploc bag. I don't want to put my dick like beaters on your eyes. Like it's guys. dope. Dope. <laughs> Give me some of that dope, dude. Man, we have a whole other round too. Oh, I'm, yeah, thank God we don't have a Patreon. Actually, it would have been a good Patreon. All right, thank you. We're we can so, still do one. We're Man. so liquored. <laughs> Mark's like, I gotta drive home. Leave <laughs> 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 me alone. No. Um, okay. <laughs> Otis Redding, tell us something. Tell us something monumental. I want to hear from you, Timmy. What do you what? like about Otis Monumental Redding so much? Plus, me. I need to get a Coke. Zero. Oh, and you're gay. I don't know. That. <laughs> <laughs> I need to make an announcement. <laughs> I can't live this lie anymore. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I love <Okay>. Otis. <laughs> Better than I made, ass. I made fun of Timmy when he got here today. So he walks in. I was taking a piss in the bathroom, and a man is like, hey, "What are you? What are you? What are you up to? No, what? 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 what are you? <laughs> I just come walking out of the bathroom. He's searching for cock immediately. <laughs> <laughs> just start attacking him. It's out <laughs> here. <laughs> okay, Otis ready. Sorry. Get, st- just Otis get it together. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> you gotta beat the man to be the man. This is why I usually drink. I, on these that's episodes. Right, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's still time, Timmy. I do. <laughs> nice ice decision, you fucking idiot. Yeah, look at that. Oh, God, what an idiot. Look at this fucking ice that he's trying to put in his goddamn glass. I'm putting this on Instagram. Yeah, please do. Yeah, I need to take a picture. <laughs> Let me unzip. Yeah, all right. <laughs> you don't want to get it near anything cold. It'll only be bad for you. More okay. shrinkage. That's right. All right. You have my full attention. <laughs> I just like. I just like. I do remember there was a lot of references towards Otis Redding in the movie High Fidelity, which mm-hmm. is I highly recommend. Yeah, that's not. a great movie. Um, the book is also good. There's so. Oh yeah, <laughs> the book. I read the, the book. I watched the movie first and then read the book yeah. afterwards. But the book was. There's a lot of shit in the book that's not in the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. But the, I mean, fucking just anything you put on for that guy. Any, you turn Otis Redding on in any fucking bar, it doesn't matter where you're at the in the fucking drop. world. Panties and right. people are into it. Like, it's just like, fuck yeah. So how much ass awesome. have you tore up to this? To his song. Remember that? Remember that thing about? Remember that thing about Mark? About Dustin saying you needed to find new jokes, Mark. <laughs> how many times? How many times do you ask me how well, much ass you laid to this? Song? Well, first of all, we love Dustin. It's a theoretical but question. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, Dustin. Don't you don't, don't you encroach on my comedy? <laughs> or, or the resemblance of? I don't. I don't know about you. And and uh, and this could be a, a lightning round. I'll ask Timmy first. Uh, are you a music? Uh, a music 
glove maker? <laughs> Not particularly. Me neither. No, I tried not. to put on a Stone Temple Pilots album once to oh, sleep Jesus. with my wife, and she laughed at me. It's supposed to be erotic city. And said, stop that. <laughs> erotic city. That is erotic city to my wife. She's like, I like somebody who might be overdosing on heroin. That really, that's what really gets me going. Yeah. It was the purple album. And she's just like, yeah, this isn't doing it. Stop. And she's like, let me give you the purple head like, monster. Right. She's like, we won't even get through the first verse of Lounge Fly. <laughs> Are you a music love maker, Kyle? I am not. No, what about you, Mark? I don't, I'm not a love maker. <laughs> I'm a fucker. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I have Fox News on in the background. Yeah, Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing better than Rain. gut fell off, <laughs> <thrown> into him. <laughs> that's right. Oh, Dana Perino. Uh, the thing about that is everyone's laughing, but that's probably true. <laughs> it's all on, on a never-ending loop, the Fox News and Mark's house. We yeah. just have Sports Center on. Yeah, he has Sports Center. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. That gets me going. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer silence. <laughs> the sound of silence? It's normally her being T- silent because she's not being impressed. <laughs> and you crying. Just T-shirt, edge of the bed, <laughs> lights off. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, my leg's cramming. <laughs> God. Oh, God. Why am I laughing way too hard? Uh, <laughs> ow, 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 my leg's asleep. <laughs> but you like Otis Redding? He died at 26. Yeah, that is correct. You don't know a whole lot more about him, do you? Where's he from? Macon, Georgia. Macon, Georgia? Macon. And he died in Wisconsin, huh? Macon, Cheese bacon. land. Yep. Making bacon. Sitting on the dock of the bay is one of the greatest songs ever written. There's I no agree. doubt about that. I mean, I don't think there's a person on the planet who doesn't like that song. No. Do you like that song, Mark? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's it's fucking it's monumental. It's one of those monumental songs that oh, hits yeah. and it's just like mm-hmm. that's that's and one. And the record company hated it when he first released it. They didn't because it was different than his normal sound. I did read that. And I did read that his his death single handedly sank stacks. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. They they went belly up not long after his death. I'm sure I can only imagine the amount of money they had invested in him too, knowing that like, dude, this is our this is our fucking golden horse, you know? Absolutely. And boom, it's over just like that. Yep. And it's such a simple song too. It really is. Which which those are the fucking best ones, man. It's Mm -hmm. like God. People think you need to put 37 different fucking chords in your goddamn song. It's like nope, just make it simple and real Mm -hmm. and believable, and it's fucking awesome. That's what Ronnie Van (laughs) Zandt. Did he? He did. Yeah. Simple songs for the simple man. Yeah, it's true. It's mm-hmm. very true. Mm-hmm. The best ones are. Yeah. All right, Otis Redding's on the list. My second, I'm going to, uh, is, this is one from the standpoint of this guy died so quickly that it almost, I think it's it adds to his lore of you know people talking about you know do you think the fact that he died young is what added to this to me I completely feel this way about him yeah. I believe he was very talented and I th- I love that out al- I love his album Grace that he had um, but he died after one album it's Jeff Buckley uh, a, a lot a lot of people don't necessarily know who he is he's definitely a huge uh, a huge conversation piece amongst the musician people because of. Mm-hmm. 
He was a blues guy. He did a lot of covers. He didn't really have an album until he was a little bit older. He was in like his late 20s when he had his first album, but he was he was a working musician that that played covers. And um, the biggest thing he's known for is his cover of Hallelujah, mm-hmm. uh, Leonard Cohen song, which if you check it out, Google it, it'll fucking change your life. That's song, his version of it. Great it's song. amazing. And um. But he uh, he had an interesting story. He recorded one album, Grace. There's there's some covers on it. Um, there's some original stuff on it. But then he is in the process. So this is this is gaining traction. This album is gaining traction. He's not a superstar yet, but he's super talented, great guitar player, great singer. And then he is in Memphis, Tennessee, getting ready to record his second album, his follow up, the one that's going to make him a superstar. Essentially Mm -hmm. they're saying, Mm -hmm. and he's waiting on his band to be flown in to start the recording process at the studio down there. And he decides that he's going to go swimming in like this inlet of the Mississippi river. And his, his, uh, his roadie is there with him. They were like playing guitar, like on the beach of the river. Okay. And he's like, Oh, I'm going to fucking swim. And he went in there with his clothes on. Oops. Not a, not a, not a fucking drop of alcohol in his body, no drugs in his body. And he's backstroking. And he said the roadie, the last thing the roadie heard was him singing the chorus to whole lot of love. Oh, really? As he was going back from Led Zeppelin, he said the roadie like moved uh, like a, a guitar and like a stand and an amp away from it. Cause the water was awake from a boat oh, was wow. starting to push it. Okay. And he looked back and he was gone. Oh goodness! He he vanished. They found him four days later, I believe. He disappeared Ooh. on like May twenty seventh, I believe, and uh, they found him on June fourth. So it might have been it might have been even longer than that. May twenty ninth. May twenty ninth, and then June fourth, yeah. I think, is when they found him mm. at mm-hmm. the in the Mississippi River, caught up in in tree debris, right at the end of Beale Street, which Beale Street is the renowned right. the renowned road in Memphis yeah. that you know is the, the music players are on. And um, oh, yeah, a riverboat. Yeah, a riverboat spotted, spotted body. him. And uh, yeah, and then just yeah, he was. But then, then this the whole legend of Jeff Buckley begins. Then, mm-hmm. and people, then all of this, like you were talking about, we were talking about with Nirvana, or and all these people that have passed away. Then, then all of this other shit starts coming out, and all these B sides, and and you know, just just like demo track recordings that have come out. And I don't know if the if the man was as much of a genius as people say that he was. Um, he did a lot of covers, but he did write some some pretty fucking amazing songs that were his own too. Yeah. Um, but he was definitely yeah he but he was thirty years old, thirty one, thirty or thirty one. I think he was thirty, and um, he would have turned thirty one that year. Thirty, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, but he he now with that has now become this this legend of music that. Yeah, that almost like he was taken away, and they, there was mm-hmm. and there's so much stuff that they continue to find there's stuff. Kind of a crazy uh, list of memorial songs to him. Yeah, yeah, there were all kinds of shit, and, and he's one of those kind of musicians, musician where all of the people respected him, um, that didn't even know him, but the, because of the circumstances of the fact that he was like a just a club player yeah. that started to get a little bit of traction later in life, which a lot of musicians that have become famous off the bat don't feel that they have the credibility like they want that credibility like they like like they had to grind to get to where they were at right and um and he did that, but he never got to 
got to experience yeah. the the, the glory the of it essentially. Yeah, reap yeah. the benefits of it. Yeah. So his that I mean, the, the, just the song, the Hallelujah version, and hearing him do that, like that's its song is so basic. It's very. It, I mean, it's like a three chord song, but I mean it's that so Leonard, good, Leonard Cohen originally did. But it it uh, it's just like a haunting fucking song. The way that he sings it, and the way that he does it. I may have told that when I was driving out west. In a, I had like an out of fucking body experience driving into Salt Lake City, down these fucking mountains into Salt Lake City, winding through the freeways, and I was like wired and fucking tired because I've been driving for days going out there. Mm -hmm. And that song came in like it was on Tom Morello's Sirius XM channel that he, or his show that he does Mm -hmm. on that channel and, uh, and did it. And he's like, Oh, we're going to, we're going to do the Jeff Buckley version. And it was just like driving through there and hearing that, just that the guitar and him singing, this is like really basic fucking song. And it was just like, what the fuck? Like it was a complete mind fuck when you're going into there. And it was like, I'll never forget that. Mm. It's like, that song is, it's glorious, man. And, um, which I don't know. Is that, I mean, is that like an actual, like, like a religious, like hymn song, or is that just something Leonard um, Cohen wrote? No, I, I think it's something that, uh, yeah, it was just written. It's I mean, definitely I, heavily I influenced by yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. But yeah, but yeah, there you go. Hallelujah. But, uh, yeah, it's like, I mean, it's, which is kind of funny because uh, when I was over at Pelk, uh-huh. the police executive leadership college, and, and one of my other uh, classmates was a guitarist. I was a guitarist. And uh, another guy was that actually played out. These two guys actually play in a band. And uh, we, we were doing this song uh-huh. in the bar over there no at shit. the hotel we were in. So we, yeah. we brought some guitars over this time, and we're all playing. And and the, the one guy, Frank, he's like, ah, you just sing. And I said, okay. So I'm singing it. And we actually, <laughs> people in the bar was coming over to our table where we were actually there I will music. pay you $1 to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they were, they were actually digging it. And I said, hey, if you like it, it's a great show. Show your tits. And this one girl started pulling them out. I'm like, whoa, I'm and just getting said, around. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, yeah. Yeah. But I, I know it's, I know he capos it like super high. It's like capoed on like five, the, yeah. the version that he does with it. But it's, I mean, yeah, it's like a three-chord it's, song. It, it's a good tune. Yeah, it's, it's one of those ones that. I love it. That yeah, it's but yeah, he's just one of those ones that he was to me. I to me of the of the he fits into the category because to me he is the one who left the most music unwritten, unrecorded because he never there was there was none there. I mean, there's one album and it's and it's talked about like this you know this legendary thing and uh, and people down there in you know Memphis in the South and but he was more out of like New York is where he played, but he chose to move to Memphis to record there. So, but he's almost like a Memphis legend now. Like they brought him there. Yeah. So, but yeah, but Grace checked the album out. Grace, but yeah, his version of his so version of Hollywood. You go swim, swim in the river. I am. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> nasty ass shit. Yeah. All right, Jeff Buckley's on the list. Mark your third and final. Well, my last uh, third and final, his father said, "Hey, man, I got a forty-five. I'd like you to listen to." Mm. <laughs> Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. Talking yeah. about killing your kid. Nineteen eighty-four. <laughs> Actually, yeah, right, right. Actually, his dad <laughs> shot him. Don't on, joke uh, about Hitler's mustache, though. <laughs> but shoot your kid. It's fine. <laughs> April Fool's Day, nineteen eighty-four. Oh, is this uh, a joke? Yeah, that's right. He was 45 years old. 44. 44. He was 44 years old. Man. 44. 
Yeah, I mean, he he had he had. I mean, there was no doubt he was at the top of his fucking popularity. He would oh, have yeah. had way more. Oh yeah, absolutely. but he had a shitload up to that point. Oh, yeah, he he helped shape Motown Records from Detroit. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, when he was with the Marquis, and then he went out on. Uh, Who's the girl he did? Was it Tammy Terrell that he did uh, all he did all the the duets with? He did a shitload there. of. Uh, it would have been Seven, early seventeen studio albums. That's yep, Tammy yeah. Terrell. Yeah, there we go. She died young too, but I believe what, it was something what a, medical. What a fucking talent! There you go. He did. Did he do "Ain't No Mountain High Enough" with her? Ain't mm-hmm. No Mountain. Yeah. Your precious love. Yeah, he did a bunch of songs with her. What a great, a bunch of great tunes. God, "Ain't No Mountain High Enough" is such a good song. Right. Awesome. I mean, the Supreme. There's so many good versions of it too. Oh, I actually, absolutely. I prefer the Supremes version to his, be just because they have that. Multiple or the, harmony or the peaches yeah. and herbs. It, it literally, it sounds like angels are singing to you, like when the mm-hmm. fucking Supremes do it, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, it just seems bigger. But the yeah. the Tammy Terrell, yeah, she's she was fucking awesome too. Mm-hmm. But she she died like pull her up. She died like super young. She was forty. She was she was not even. She was twenty four. Jesus. Wow. Look at that. It was some. I, I want to say it was what? some kind of medical thing. Like it was like a a fucking aneurysm or something. I think. But I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm from the story, I, I didn't do any research on her recently. But I remember hearing something. I swear it was something. Or was she fucking murdered? I can't. I can't remember. Pull that up. I need to know now. Yeah, we gotta know. We gotta know. The we gotta know. On the list podcast. Let's see. Death. Brain, brain cancer. cancer. Mm. That's happens. right. Mm, yeah. yeah. She and weighed then, only ninety three pounds at the time of her death. <sighs> Fucking unbelievable. And I fucking, dude, she could sing her ass off too. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But like, dude, I mean, that's what we never fully got over her death. Yeah. Yeah. We, and, we, and we talk about that shit like, you know, people's parents. That's what me and Amanda have the discussions about. Like, you know, our, our influence, how your parents influence and shape your, your, the music you listen oh, to. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And mm-hmm. Amanda's parents were very, you know, country oriented. My parents never were. Mm-hmm. But like, my parents listened to fucking Marvin Gaye and Tammy yeah. Terrell and in the old soul music, Smokey Robinson. Yeah. The shit that I fucking, that's the shit is just like, my favorite song of all time is fucking Benny King, Stand By Me. Like Such his version of it. Really? Yeah. Like that. Such I mean, a good big, yeah. big Goonies fan then. Yeah, big Goonies fan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and um, but yeah, but you, then then you start doing the list. I I remember, I remember my this is a it's actually a funny story. My mom hearing me singing "Sexual Healing." Oh, really? When I when I when I, when I when I was like when I was like in eighth grade. Wow. Yeah. In. She heard me singing. She goes, what are you singing? And I, I literally thought to myself, oh, shit, I'm going to be in trouble because I was talking about sexual healing. And I was like, <laughs> I want dad to come home and beat my and ass. Like, and she's like, you, you you like Marvin Gaye? Like, she was so fucking You're excited. You're like, yeah, I'm so I'm fucking like, yeah, gay. Yeah, I'm so gay. I'm so fucking gay. Yeah. And, um, and, then, and then she started, like, talking about, like, like wow. stuff. My, my mother was an anomaly, man, because she... She, my mother was in in everyday life was very ditzy oh, yeah. <laughs> and just like she you get she's the person that would like well I told that story about how my my sister's email got hacked and they sent out something about her being trapped in the Philippines yeah. and my mom's like I didn't know you were on vacation like my, <laughs> my mom's that fucking person the person that they take advantage of but then she would turn around and be able to tell you like the fucking history of Marvin Gaye oh. and know like all this like in depth shit about this other shit and then she was oh. so fucking excited that I liked Marvin Gaye and I just remember being like. 
Yeah, and then I and then she fucking bought me a greatest hit CD mm-hmm. to listen to of his because she we had vinyl and like the record player was like before it was popular like <laughs> yeah. it is now back again wasn't retro well, yet. yeah it, it was yeah it wasn't retro so it was just like in the fucking attic now it's like she mm-hmm. she bought me that and I remember wearing that fucking album out of his greatest hits wow. and it was just like so many of them sexual oh, yeah. healing heard it through the grapevine oh, fucking what's what's song. going on what's going obviously on. let's get it on you I talk want about you. a love making song. Oh yeah. my God! Oh, yeah. How many how many children have been conceived of Marvin Gaye's music? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Almost mm-hmm. as many as fucking Barry Manilow. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Clarence Casey Carl Clemens. and JoJo. Clarence <laughs> <laughs> Carl Clemens. Yeah, Clarence Clemens <laughs> stroking. stroking. Clarence Carter. Clarence Carter. Ooh, Clarence Carter. Ooh shit! Yeah. Shit! It's Clarence Carter. <laughs> Clarence <laughs> Clemens was the sax uh-huh, player there for the Springsteen. Clarence Carter. Yeah. Yeah. Land. Clarence Ooh, Carter. Yeah. yeah, the big man. Ooh, I'm drunk. Sorry. Yeah, I know. So am I. Ooh, but it's Clarence fine. Clarence Clarence but I mean, Clarence let's get it on. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. But he, I mean, he was he was definitely he was huge. Remember his version? He was the first person to change the like the national anthem. He did. He Ooh. did an NBA game in like 1984, oh, yeah, right. where he he was the first person to like make it his own kind of version, really? and he put like a thing. And people, and of course, obviously, you know, people were fucking what, and then people were like, "That's fucking amazing," you know. Mm-hmm. So just made it even more fucking controversial about it. But yeah. the circumstances of his death, he was 44 years old. What happened? They Very were they, they were arguing over Who's they? Uh, yeah, him and on. his father. Yeah, were arguing over an insurance policy. And allegedly, he said, you know, go ahead and shoot me. And when dad shot him, he's like, you know, was kind of like, good. That way I don't have to do it myself. But yeah. that, that's lore. But, but. Wasn't, wasn't, the, wasn't the actual um, narrative of it that it was self-defense from the, da- from the dad? He didn't, get, yeah. he didn't do any time for it, did he? No, he didn't. I don't believe, no. Yeah, I don't think he did. He got away with it, essentially. And yeah. he was on drugs and, and shit, then, too. Yeah. Well, and that's he was what, in a bad place. And, and that's what happens when you get that fame and you get that money and you're living in L.A., because that's where he was living at the time. And that's where all the people all the, suck live. Right, 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 right. <laughs> hmm. Tim, Timmy was trying to read it. And, and, you know, Timmy was in, and then Kyle just clicked oh. it off. Kyle fucked it. Kyle fucked it like, all Like up. a truck stop. I was board. just reading that last paragraph. But he was shot and killed by his own father. His own father mm-hmm. killed him. A day yeah. short of his 45th birthday. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean. That's just I know. terrible. Yeah, yeah it's like, can you, even, can you even fucking imagine? Like what, I mean, and what if it really was? I mean, what if it really was self-defense and the fucking dad thought that he was... I mean, yeah. it's easy. Yeah. It's very easy for Monday morning quarterbacks to sit here and be like, oh, I fucking killed him. I'm going to all of this money yeah. and shit. And it was like, right. what if he really was trying to fucking kill him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the guilt carrying that fucking guilt around? Like, oh, let exactly. killing somebody yeah. to begin with, let alone killing your own fucking right. child, who was one of the greatest fucking singers of all time. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, a, uh, that's a little weird. What's your favorite Marvin Gaye song? What's going on? That's a good one. Yep. The, uh, yeah. I think it has the most meaning behind it. Oh, absolutely. I'll tell you what, how sweet it is to be loved by you is pretty good. Yeah. 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 And, uh, how sweet it is to be <laughs> It's beautiful. Loved by you. You. I, Kyle's doing James Taylor. You're doing Marvin Gaye. You guys need to get this together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, well, but you make a great point there is how many times has this song been covered? Heard it through the grapevine. I think the best version of that is Creedence Clearwater Revival. Uh huh. You know, which, yeah, you're not, which you're not wrong. Pull that, pull that up. Pull your dick. That might be. That might <laughs> be. CCR no, it's right there. Just click on it. Click on well, it right there. Especially with the grapes. Did Did John Fogerty <laughs> write that song? Uh-huh. 
Did he? Did he write it? Go go <laughs> with the cranks. Yeah, I remember that back in the day. The, oh yeah, the, oh, Cali- yeah. the California, California raisins. raisins. Yeah. See, find the Wikipedia on that. Who originally made? I heard it through Barrett Strong, Norman Whitfield. What year did Marvin? Um, see, because I know that a lot of people, Proud Mary, CCR. What year? Go to you. Yeah, click more. This or no, no shit. It was down there. Keep going down. Proud Mary. I saw was, it. It was uh, there. T- I can Tina Turner. No. Fogarty wrote it. Right, but that, that was a great okay. version. Yeah, so so yeah, Marvin Gaye did it first. Yeah, 68 was. Oh yeah, theirs was a great version too, but a lot of people think that's Ike and Tina wrote it, but he yeah. did it. He did it John first Fogarty and he wrote, wrote it. it. Yeah. Right. But yeah, he that was an he's an interesting dude with his is, the way absolutely. he dabbles in the soul with oh, the, with yeah. the swamp rock. Like he's yeah. he's made it essentially to where it both works. I love John Fogarty. I love, I love CCR yeah, I love too. I was actually Gladys Knight and the Pips. They did it first. Was the first nineteen sixty seven? Who did yeah. they say who actually wrote it? Norman Whitfield, yeah, Barrett Strong. Two, okay, uh, two randos. Yeah. Yeah. two randos. I don't think Norman <laughs> Whitfield's a rando, <laughs> but I never I think he's wrote a ass. lot of them. Click on him and see what he wrote. I think he'd be blown away, probably, by he's the shit that he's blown. wrote. The Temptations. Ain't too proud to beg. Yeah, nice. I know what I'm losing cool, you. What a great War? Song. Cloud Nine. War. What is it, is it good, good for? Absolutely uh, nothing. Uh, Ball, just my imagination. It was just my, my imagination. imagination. Fuck. Motown is the fucking best shit. It is Papa the best shit. Papa was a Rolling Stone. Dude, oh yeah, my God, that, what yeah, a great song. Some rando. Yeah. School yourself, Douchebag. young Kyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't the Ohio players do a version of that? I'm sure they did. Papa was they a were, Rolling Stone? Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. They, they, were, uh, they, they were big shit around here, too. Oh, man. yeah. D- bass right here in Dayton, Ohio. Yep, that's right. Was uh, was Troutman or was Troutman in that? Roger Troutman in the Ohio Players? Right. Or Zap? One of them. We'll have to look that up. Yeah, bring up, pull up the Ohio Players. I'm drunk and I'm I know, tired me too. I'm Roger mess. Troutman. And I'm a fucking. <laughs> I'm a, I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> fucking hate it. I should have ate before I came to work. Yeah, I know. I didn't eat either. <laughs> I, did, I didn't eat either. And now you're like, why are you so drunk? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> you're pyloric. You're pyloric. My pyloric valve opened. Maybe they weren't in it at all. Yeah, I don't see it all. I'm fucked Trout. up. Yeah, I know. Troutman, Roger Troutman. Whatever. This Zap and Roger. Jaden Ohio. Mm-hmm. All right. Marvin Gaye's fucking amazing. He is. Absolutely. Marvin Gaye's on the list. <laughs> Kyle, your third and final. I'm going to go with my man, Tupac. Yes. Oh, mm. What's Did Tupac backwards? Yes? Cap. Caput. <laughs> caput. Uh, the Statue of Liberty is caput. Caput. <laughs> Tupac Shakur. Yes. Circumstances of Tupac Shakur's death. No one knows. No one knows. What is the uh, he fake was, narrative? He um, That he's still alive. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, that he was... Uh, I mean, he was basically gang-related. Was the shooting in Vegas was what? They so said. they claim, yeah. They claim he was shot by the Crips, but they never of, they never proved it. Yeah, a lot There's of never people been an arrest think, made. Uh, Notorious B.I.G. was involved somehow. Uh huh. Yeah, or Suge Knight was involved somehow. Suge. Although Suge Knight, he was, who, who was Suge he Knight was to the people the who don't know? Oh. Suge Knight was driving the car. He was driving the car. Yes. Okay. Suge Knight. Well, he was a producer, right? Yeah. Suge, Suge Knight was the founder of Death Row Records. Yes. And uh, and he was alleged. There was all that West Coast East Coast rap beef mm. that was going on in the '90s. Notorious B.I.G. and Tupac were the two main faces of those yes. sides, essentially. And but um, uh, before the shooting in Vegas, it was after a Tyson fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tupac like got in a fight with a, a gang member of the Crips, mm-hmm. and then supposedly he's the one that pulled the trigger to kill him at the end. 
one they, one they, block like, away from up, the strip. Pulled up in a was it a white Cadillac? Uh, I think so. They were. They, yeah, I, I, I know he was. He was in a black. Uh, he was in a black Mercedes, I believe, or a BMW. A white four door Cadillac. Yep, Cadillac sedan. Yep. And lit up the car. It was an astronomical amount of bullets, and mm-hmm. Suge Knight managed to not get shot at all, which they said added yeah, he to got, the what, shrapnel or whatever. Something I thought, um, but in he later like told the cops, even if I did know, I wouldn't tell anybody or something like that. Right? Street code. Oh, dude, he was a dude. He's a he's a fucking gangster, <laughs> oh, thug. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if Shug you Knight, watch that once upon or not once upon. Um, Straight, Straight out, out of Compton, Compton, yeah. He was just the a, stuff he would pull. Oh yeah, whether gosh. or not that was accurate, I've heard a lot of it is. Yeah, but, but yeah, like Vanilla ter- Ice said that they hung him like over a balcony edge and mm-hmm. threatened to drop him if he didn't <laughs> if he didn't sign over the rights to Ice Ice Baby mm-hmm. or whatever it was. Just not a good human being. Yeah, but the uh, Tupac has, I believe, three albums before all this. Uh, before the uh, because did he was only twenty five, correct? Yes, mm-hmm. which there's all kinds of. All kinds of conspiracy theories about him being alive that that relate to the number seven. Mm-hmm. Um, he was twenty five, two plus five, seven. The time he died was like four oh three p.m. or something. Was seven? It's like what? Mm-hmm. Six days later. Seven days seven later. Days after the shooting. Yeah, and then he and then he releases posthumously. They released the Don Caluminati seven day theory. Um, that all this, all just all kinds of shit, like, you know, leading in saying that his tattoos were wrong and his autopsy photos and mm, yeah, all kinds of Big shit like conspiracy that. Conspiracy theory kind of thing. So he had, he shot in, was it 95 he's killed? Yeah, I think that's right. So he, all eyes on me is posthumously 96, 96. so September mm. 96, go down to when that was, when, when go down to where you were just before the film, the discography, um, all eyes on me. You were you you're right there. Click on that one. When was that released? Yeah, it was released. It was released. No, it was, it, okay, it was Yeah, no, that was when it was recorded. It was 96. released February ninety six. So it was only like six months old. California, you know, California, California love. California love was fucking <laughs> enormous. Um, and yeah, I mean, that was his biggest fucking album. That album was huge. And again, it it tied into the fact that he was killed right then. And uh, in some of the biggest songs that he ever did were on that album, mm-hmm. but he did. Dre finally got him in there. You know the West Coast thing. They were shooting. Dre was trying to the producer. We need the credibility for Death Row Records. We need to get him in here. They finally got him. California Love is one of the biggest fucking rap songs that were ever made, um, which mm-hmm. had Roger Trowman doing the California Dayton Ohio represent uh, for that. Yep, Doctor Dre and Roger Trowman, but um. I mean, Dear Mama, fucking, you know, America's Most Wanted. Changes. Cha- oh, yeah, Changes was after he died. Oh. Yeah, that was, uh, but I mean, if you just pull up his, pull up the, the, the songs that he did. He was not a, the, as my good friend Dan Oster would say, the problem, with, the problem with rap today is it does not sound like this. <laughs> right. Talking about it. Right, but, right. And this is just the track listing. How do you want it? I mean, yeah, up the ass. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Um, that was the list. <laughs> You're so gay. But, <laughs> but he was you, looking at Joel go, when he go, said that. Yeah. Go to his. Uh, go to his. Um, just his. His other. I'm not talking about just this album. That album was huge, obviously. But Lucky just leading dude. up to. Okay. There you go. It, um, yeah. Me against the world. Me against the world was a big song. Uh, yeah, had uh, Dear Mama go to the track listing of that one. Uh, yeah, so, so many, many tears. tears. If I die tonight, he was always, um, 
foreshadowing his his early death and mm-hmm. all of the stuff that yeah. he did. Fuck which, the world. Uh, yeah, they, fuck the world exactly. Which death around the corner. Biggie did that too. Oh yeah, they both did it. I mean, yeah, they they come from that. I mean, you that lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it just didn't, you know, that, and they both, and they didn't want to get out of it. Yeah, I mean, they wanted to be involved in the mm-hmm. the gang kind of yeah culture. Well, I mean, it was, it was part Ganga, of the, it, it was part of the credibility of it. Yeah, which exactly. is still it's still happening to this day. Yeah, to you know, to a lot of these these TikTok rappers that I don't I've never even heard of that I hear every other day are getting killed. Right. It's like who the fuck is this guy? Like mm-hmm. I've never even heard of him, but like they were the original <laughs> ones though. The go, whole East Coast West Coast thing. Go to a Snoop concert. You're you're definitely going to see some blue shit if you go to this. Oh, movie. I mean, yeah, yeah, but it's like, but you, you all, you're also going to see a bunch of fucking fat white Midwestern kids like me. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. he's fucking awesome. Otis, yeah. my man, Otis, my man. <laughs> he loves us. Go up, he go up to us. yeah, strictly for my that one. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say the yeah. words. Good, um, go good censoring. Holler if you hear me. Yeah, I get around. Keep your head up. <laughs> pop a song. Yeah, dude, he had a he had a shitload of fucking. <laughs> The dude is huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Strictly yeah. for my. Yeah. And, and with this kind of music, who knows how long he would have been that big? What a but I feel like there was definitely a little more. He was, to what he he was, was as big as Snoop and Dre were, and Snoop oh, yeah. is still around, has been producing relevant music for oh, yeah. 30 years. Yes. He just yeah. fucking well, that, that, he just headlined the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, that's the beauty of Snoop, though. Yeah, I fucking love that, that dude's no, awesome. Yeah, and, he, he and that's what's man. so funny about him is he knows, and now he's gotten to a point where he is over the battle shit. No, oh, yeah. Where he's like, this shit's got to end. We we need to you know this. The, we need to we need to to, yes. to escalate. You know, the greatest thing about the next Snoop. Did, did you see where he was uh, coaching his sons? Oh yeah, his sons pee oh, yeah. football, oh, and he yeah. bought the bus and the oh, uniforms. Yeah, and yeah. dude, he was what yeah, a great dude. guy. Yeah, he, he awesome. is. He really is. Yeah, Snoop's and it's awesome. like in uh, in in. Yeah, just that whole fucking in, in that era. That's why I loved that halftime show because it was so. There were a lot of people that watched it, were like, "Wow, well, what the fuck?" You know, and it's like, no, that that is Los Angeles, and that's that's mm-hmm. my my when people talk about Los Angeles, my first introduction to Los Angeles was in the early '90s when that was blowing up, and it was you know, in that that was that was the biggest thing of when you hear about L.A. At that time, it was like NWA and Dr. Dre and Snoop yeah. Dogg. These guys are all from L.A. That was my introduction to it, mm-hmm. you know. And that's why it's like, yeah, fuck yeah, they should be headlining that shit. It was, yeah. it was I loved it. I fucking yeah, thought it was, it was great. I thought it was good. <clears throat> Timmy's like, I hope that I wished it would have been <laughs> Burt Bacharach and all Elvis right. Costello. It was all right. I watched it. it was I right. watched Burt Bacharach and Cake. Yeah, cake. <laughs> don't don't talk shit about cake. I'm not talking I about shit about cake. I love. I fucking cake. love cake. They're how, awesome. How can you afford your rock and roll? Lifestyle? I know. Yeah, that dude. It's just so fucking like passive smart ass. It's yes. like it's like dickhead. I don't oh, even know yeah. how to describe him. It's like dickhead smug nerd. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you can combine all those mm-hmm. together, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How can you form your <laughs> rock and roll lifestyle? Yeah, they're fucking awesome. But yeah, Tupac, one of the best, I mean, arguably the greatest of all time. People can argue yeah. that all day long. He's one of them, definitely 25 years old. All right, on the list, Timmy, your third and final. Went with Dimebag Daryl Abbott. Dimebag Daryl Dime Abbott. Bag. Of Pantera and Dave's Bump. plan. Dimebag Daryl. How yes. old was Dimebag Daryl? 38. 38 years old. My favorite. Known for size. Pantera and 
Damage plan? Damage plan, yep. He was uh, playing a show up in Columbus, Ohio. At Seabos. At the Al Rosa, Rosa Villa Nightclub. Um, a shit box that isn't even there anymore. Yeah. Isn't it? No, nope, they just leveled it. Died of multiple gunshot wounds at You're the scene. Uh, the shooter was a 25-year-old former Marine mm. that blamed Daryl for the uh, for Pantera's breakup because that's the music he liked listening yes. to before his football games. Yeah. So and apparently... Uh, he was a little tapped. A little bit. Wow. <laughs> I believe yeah. his name was Nathan Gale, correct? Was yeah, the guy who yeah. shot him? Yeah, that's right. Christ. One yeah. too many per, uh, in, uh, <laughs> head injuries hitting his end. Yeah. He was he was definitely fucked up. He he he'd read wrote in his journals that Dimebag Daryl was climbing into his brain and stealing his thoughts. And uh, and hijack them, yeah, and then, yeah, that? right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was a very fucked up situation. Um, a girl that I know was in the crowd. Really? Yes, wow. was there. But did you bang her? I did not. Oh, no. Okay. You imagine She's, being at that? Yeah. That they said that she wow. said she thought it was like staged, like it was part of the show. Mm. Um. Then when I'm sure when people when they realized what was going on, it was probably pandemonium. Yeah. Mm. Well, oh, they yeah. they actually actually from what I've what I've read. It was surprisingly calm. Really? Because people were just like What's confused. Going What's going on? Yeah, this is really cool, man. Yeah, right. No, I don't think it was that, but uh So essentially I like, would react more if I wasn't so hard. No, um he he apparently jumped like a, a, a fence that was behind the, the the where the buses pull in and came running through the back and and ran Dimebag Daryl was stage left, so as you're looking out, stage left is on the left side. Mm. The way when they say stage is the when way you would be looking from on, on the stage. Yeah. Dimebag Daryl was stage left. He came running out stage right, ran across the stage, shooting, and shot him in the fucking head. And, and I mean, just fight. He was fucking gone. Yeah. But also killed their uh, their secu- their head of security. Um, Killed another a, a, a yeah. medical student who was in the crowd who jumped up on the stage to start doing CPR on him, mm-hmm. uh, on on Daryl and people were just kind of looking like they thought it was like their brain. Which I mean, you've been in traumatic situations, Mark. Like you, how long it ta- oh, yeah. how long it takes your brain to process? Well, the, to to the average person, I mean, when you're in law enforcement, you see the world. Through a different purview, um, but or at least average- having an expectation that Correct. this could potentially be happening, right? Well, I I probably would have recognized it quicker, but to everyone else that's uh, they're looking at it, right? And that's what we talk about: people that are being victimized, they don't realize they're being victimized until they're actually in the middle of it because right. it seems surreal to them. Oh, wait a minute! No, now I'm in danger. I should have reacted 20 minutes ago. Right. But you know, when when the average person is seeing what they're seeing, they're not processing what they're seeing they're not right. contemplating this motherfucker just shot this guy and the student gets up on stage and started to do cpr to save his life you know they're like what the fuck am i looking at mm-hmm. you right. know, they don't recognize it when they're actually seeing it and then from what from what i understand there was like a hostage situation where he had he had grabbed someone else and was and was holding him they were trying to talk him down Fuck and, that. And Shoot I, well, motherfucker, well, well, I mean, there's there's people all in the crowd and there's no cops there. Right. And other people are trying to talk him down. And they um a whole group of Columbus PD come through the front doors and there was a I, I believe his name was Joseph Niggemeyer. Was yeah. was the was yeah. the cop's name? Yep, yeah. shot him in the head with the shotgun. Was was had gotten through the back. He came in through the back door and he was a lone cop. Mm. And he was behind the fucking Marshall Stacks. Yeah. 
and that that guy stepped back with the guy, and he fucking stepped right into his line, and he blew the fucking pow, back blew his fucking head right off and the that's goddamn fucking top. police work yeah, there, right, right. <laughs> Which that guy <laughs> then take away the then, fucking then wait, becomes how'd you put it right. dispensing death dispensing death death yes. Then he he goes on to have all kinds of PTSD issues. He oh, retires yeah, sure. from the police force. Oh, yeah, it's got to be horrible. You know, you know when you're in the moment and you get in there and, and you do your job. It's like with me with my PTSD issues. You know, when I'm actually doing the job, it's not a problem. Uh-huh. When I'm actually going through it. It's not a problem. It's 90 days later, right? Is when it starts kicking my ass. Yeah, yeah. And that's what he he said with him was it's something that he never and he, and he now works for. Like the city, he got out and he's like like doing like a zoning thing or something for yeah. him now, out of it. But um, it was one of those things where a lot of people were you know wanting interviews with him and mm, no, he doesn't like you. to relive it. And yeah, um, don't want to talk about. And um, I don't blame him a bit. They said mm-hmm. that there were a lot of like eyewitnesses saying that like you know people had like gone up to him and were like, hey man, you you did what you had to do to him. He was just like. Like fucking just completely like fried. What the hell just happened? Like yeah. he's, I can't even imagine processing doing that and having to right. deal with it. Mm-hmm. He was, from what I understand, it was like, it was, it, it was like, like late. Like he was literally just getting ready to get off shift. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, then the it, call it's comes like, in, like with my critical incident. I mean, the same. I mean, similar thing. I mean, <laughs> Le- normal shift or late. Mine was late. Excuse me, late in the shift. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. And you're you're literally yeah. you're sitting there thinking about it, you're going you know, but you don't, you don't think much about it at the time, right? But it like I said, it didn't really start kicking my ass till like 90, 90 days later. Yeah, but I mean, just what 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 what's expected to think about with 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 first responders and how you're literally two minutes before that call comes in, you're going fuck fucking work's almost over. I'm going to go home and I'm going to fucking heat up some goddamn pizza rolls. That's, That's right. Fucking great. I'm going to sit you're down there and watch some, uh, yeah. you know, some fucking, you know, first whatever, 48, board, yeah, first 40 years of boardwalk empire, whatever right. the fuck you're watching. You're so close yeah. to getting off. Yeah, and, and you're just, your yeah. mind's not even there. And then you're just expected that click to yeah. fucking react to that and, and be switch. ready for it when you're you, in completely disregard the fact that you're a human being. And, and have to deal with shit well, like that. And, and that's the problem with most of our our sheep. You know, we're the sheep dogs, and our sheep doesn't realize what we go through every day. And they also don't realize. And, and, and like for me, you know, I've done thousands. I mean, you know, there, there's been, I shouldn't say that, maybe hundreds of dead bodies that I dealt with and, you know, critical incidents that, that didn't bother me. Right. But there's always that one. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. always that one, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the first one that was, was it the one you were talking about on the episode with Dr. Uh, no. No? You're talking about first what? No, the, the first one that you, that affected you. That oh. were, were you, I'm sure yeah. they all affect you. Well, that, the, the, that, the one that's that very, not, that's making it very cheap. Like the, a, the one that, that really, um, that really impacted me was a guy that, uh, yeah, was on the episode with Dr. David. Uh, his name was Louie and, uh, he blew his brains out in front of his mother yeah, uh, waited for her to show up, and then I was right behind her, and uh, you know that that was it. But I, like I said at the time, I just went and did my job. Yeah, it you affects know. you later. Yeah, it, it in ninety days later is when shit started coming unravel. Mm-hmm. But you had dealt with a significant amount of dead bodies before that oh. incident, right? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. And were they all? I mean, it was it all just kind of business as usual before yeah. that? Yeah. That one just triggered something. You, know. you never know which one. It yeah. Is. yeah, that's a bad thing. About that was it. the one that did it, though. Right. Correct. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, as much work that I did with FD Donnie. Yeah. You know, FD Donnie and I had done several calls together. I mean, bad shit. I mean, fucked up shit that him and I had done together. Yeah. Yep. I'm glad. I'm glad there's people who do it. I don't have to fucking do it. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad I'm done doing it. Yeah. 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 It's it's fucked up. I mean, Dimebag Daryl though. A lot of people. uh, Big big hero of the metalheads. Oh yeah. All of them. Big unbelievably amazing guitar player who didn't write very many songs that I liked. (laughs) But. I mean, this dude is a guitar legend amongst guitar players. I mean, like the, the same guy we're talking about, AJ, who loves fucking, yeah, you know, yeah. Rod Stewart. Dimebag Daryl is his fucking dude. These are these guys. This this right. is their fucking dude. Sean Kovac, shout out to Sean. Dimebag Daryl is his fucking dude. Like mm-hmm. this guy was, he was almost like an underground superstar. If that yeah. if that makes sense. Like he, Pantera was obviously huge, but it was huge with a with a niche. Yes, right. they were of, very of the, loved by who they were. Yes, loved they by. were. Yeah. They were. They were fucking worshipped by mm-hmm. the people they were loved oh, yeah, by. No doubt. But um, but yeah, I mean, vulgar display of power. Fucking you know, cowboys from hell. There, there was. I mean, there's definitely a significant handful of Pantera songs that are fucking badass, yeah. like fucking hostile. Literally, who's got a song called oh, fucking yeah. hostile? Yeah, that's <laughs> on my list. <laughs> fucking hostile. That's that's probably my favorite. Good Pantera workout song. music. Oh man. yeah. Oh yeah. Bah! I don't. I don't. I. I'm more of the. Uh, I'm more of the long range uh, when I do work out. <laughs> <laughs> um, very rarely, I'm not. I'm not the. I'm not the raw guy because it, it doesn't work. I mean, I have enough anger in there already that I don't need to do it. I almost right. like soothing shit when I'm working out. Yeah. Um, I like to listen to this podcast. Right. No, um, walk obviously. You know, I'm yeah. Dustin again. Obviously, obviously, uh, Cemetery Gates. Fucking great uh, tune. Cowboys from Hell. Like I said, I fucking hostile is my favorite. Like it's just like that is an awesome song. Eric used to tell that story about how he was like working in his garage yes. and he always listens to like Pantera and shit and like he's like it's like fucking 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 hostile and then he like he's he's just like fuck yeah he's working around and then he just like hears this like little voice of like his seven year old daughter what did he just say <laughs> he's like, he, like turns around and sees his daughter <laughs> yeah but they were i mean they when he died there was massive tributes from everybody oh, yeah. that came out i mean Pantera was their own thing too. Right. It was they oh, fit yeah. into that category. They didn't fit into any category, mm-hmm. I should say. Mm-hmm. They were just they were fucking Pantera. They were metal, but they had uh, they had other elements to them yeah. too. Like yeah, they were they were something else, man. I, oh, I was yeah. never huge into them, mm-hmm. but I definitely respect them, and I definitely look at it like you know they they did have some badass songs. But what was your favorite? I mean. That's one uh, of them. I'm fucking hostile. Uh, I'm broken. Regular people, conceit, uh, shedding skin. Like. You you tend to like uh, you like darker music though, don't you? For the most part. Yeah, I'd say so. Do you? Do you? You're not always a glasses half empty guy. But <laughs> no, like, I'm usually not. Actually. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's like the, he's all you know, sunshine and lollipop. Yeah, yeah maybe, yeah. maybe. It's usually, uh, yeah, <clears throat> maybe that's why I like darker music because I I don't really fall into that persona. Yeah, that you don't really like happy music, do you? Some. Oh, I like walking man. on sunshine. 
I'm That is a great song. We used to say that song. We had, we had a guy. We had a guy That's that we worked with. Song I could think. Don't feel good. We worked. We worked with a guy named Dave Caston. Shout out to Dave. That we nicknamed Sunshine because he was always happy all the time. Yeah. And every time that our boss would be a dick to him, he like liked being a dick to him. We would start singing. I'm walking on sunshine. Like he was walking on top of him. <laughs> like dicks. walking on sunshine. We liked being a dick to him. Oh god. He liked dick and being a dick to him. <laughs> yep. But he was 38 years old. I mean, they they were, and that one could be argued when we yeah, when we did was, the list because he was, he was Pantera had broken up. Yeah, he was in damaged plan, and they were just kind of with his with his his brother who was the drummer, Vinnie yeah. Paul. Yeah. And um, yeah, they just never they never recaptured anything. They were, I mean, they were playing in front of like 600 people. Right. Right. When that when yeah. he was in a little shitbox club, they were on the downward slope. Yeah. So, all right, Dimebag Daryl's on the list thirty eight. Mine. I almost picked Amy Winehouse, but I had to go with a personal one because I absolutely love this band. I love this singer. They had, I believe, they credit them with two albums, but I think it's more one than everybody knows. But I'm gonna go with Shannon Hoon from the band Blind Melon. He was on my list too. Yeah, I took him from you. No, he didn't steal. But he was he was like a fallback. Yeah, a fallback plan for any losers. That's him with Donald Trump. That was that, that, I like Timmy's like. Wait a minute, yeah. he's on I like him even more. There he is. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, pull him up. Shannon Hoon was 28 years old. He's one of the people from the from the Forever 28. They said he didn't quite make the. Uh, he was a, a a month under a month out from being in the Forever yeah. 27 Club. Indiana boy. Yep, he's an Indiana boy. He's from up there in Dayton, Indiana, is where he's buried. The I, other Dayton. The other Dayton. Right. I've uh, I've I've actually been to his grave up there. Really? Um, yeah. He's did you uh, uh, run a uh, bottle of bourbon through your kidneys. I, I first? did not. I did okay. not. I should have. But uh, <laughs> the lyrics for my favorite song that he ever wrote is written on his on his grave uh, from the oh, song Jay. Change. Um, and I know we can't all stay here forever. So I'm going to write my words on the face of today, and then they'll paint them. Is uh, is the lyric that's on his on his uh, grave? But it's just essentially talking about how um, the change. People, you know, it's just about people not knowing essentially who they are and figuring it out, and what you think one day about yourself is important. It's not as important later. In the way people view you at certain points in your life, they view you differently at another. At another place in life, it's just pretty much how it's all people's opinions is bullshit, and uh, so they got those were he died in so he had blind melon and then soup, but a, he died in go uh, go up to the the year I, I I'm, I'm drunk sorry um, the year he died yeah the year he died he died in. I, I thought it was like 1994. 95. He died in 1995. Okay, now pull up the filmography because I believe he only had two albums out when he died, and then they released possibly yes, Blind Melon and Soup. Blind Melon was the huge one. If you pull up the Blind Melon tracks, it had no rain mm-hmm. on it. It had Change, which is my favorite song. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, Tones of Home. Um, I wonder. It had that whole album is fucking amazing. Um, and they were just starting to blow up. They had released the second album. And then he uh, dies on his tour bus of a, of a heroin overdose in New Orleans right before a show. Very similar narrative to to what a lot of people have, uh, and, you know, a lot of stories that involve people dying on tour buses. But I loved in the in the what I loved about him was in the midst of grunge, they they kind of had a little bit of a grunge element to them, but they also had a. His voice had a more a prettier vibe to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely higher pitch. Yeah, higher yeah. pitch, a prettier vibe. It was almost it was almost more hippie 
mm-hmm. tied with the grunge yeah, aspect of it. And um, to me, the, the, this dude, they would have been, they would have gone on to make fantastic fucking songs after after this. And, uh, but he had two albums in him. He had one that was a super huge hit, and then they had just, they may have even released the second one after he died. But I can't, because I can't remember, when did Soup come out? The month, does it say anything about? Uh, released in August. And he died. He died in yeah, October. so it was, yeah, two yeah. months. My two months before he died. My old man bladder is. Uh, yeah, you, you have to take it. it. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll drag this out long enough for you to get back. Get after it. Now that we're at the three hour and 19 minute mark, this might, we're, we're working on the longest episode ever. Good God. And that doesn't even include the one before that we had to cut off to fix the audio sound. I told yeah. you it was going to be a long episode. Yeah. But the music ones always are. Yeah, I mean, there's just, he's, he was, he, and he was very, to me, he was a very honest lyric writer and and he just he seemed genuine with the way that he sang. Yeah. He didn't try to be badass. He was almost kind of sissy with the way that he sang. If people mm-hmm. want to argue that. Yeah, but, like in the video for Yeah, the yeah, he was he was very around. kind of prancing around hippie with the bumblebee girl. Yeah. But the way that he sang was super it, it was it was almost effeminate. Mm-hmm. Like it it was it was higher pitched. It was it was more but it was so fucking good and to me it was so genuine. Yes. The way that, that the way that he wrote it, I w- mm-hmm. I would have loved to have heard more shit from from what he did. But again, like I said, it was it was two albums they had. The second one never made that much, which could go against what I'm saying, but uh but But they could have found their stride in the third it's or very fourth true. one. It's very true. Him. But I mean he so. he was twenty eight years old. In a in in an Indiana boy with a California kind of sound, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where, you know, kind of along the lines of the mamas and the papas, and in in you know, just kind of that that uh, what's the fucking um, oh, you saw the documentary, the uh, the what? Oh fuck, I'm fucking drunk as shit. Sorry. Um, <laughs> the uh, Topanga, not to, what Canyon, Laurel Canyon. Where all those dudes that wrote like the Beach Boys dudes and all that shit. Were in the, there's a documentary that we were both talking about. Oh, something yeah, from the yeah, Canyon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know what you're talking about because you mentioned it before. Laurel Canyon music documentary, maybe. But, but yeah, music documentary. Let's see if there's. I don't know if it was Laurel Canyon or not. It was. Um, was it called? Yeah, Echo Canyon. There, there Echo yeah. in the Canyon. There it is. About oh, Laurel yeah, Canyon. Yeah. It, it seemed like it's some shit that could have fit right in there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was just it just had that sound to it. It almost had that kind of hippie sound to it. But I fucking loved that dude. I loved it, and it was bunch like, yeah, a bunch of fucking hippies. <laughs> I hate him. Mark's back from avoiding his bladder. He was a critical <laughs> That's mass. Right, I was. I was about ready to piss in the can, but but yeah, if anybody anybody doesn't know much about Blind Melon, look up the song Change. And that to me, I mean, no rain. Most of you probably know that song. Oh yeah, everyone. Knows but that. but change was the one that really fucking speaks to me. Like the song that I like the most is just yeah, very fucking hard song to sing to. Um, very talented dude. Had a very big big range, big range in uh, big range. In, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. but um, but unfortunately died in uh, the parking lot of a shitty fucking New Orleans uh, rock bar. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you have that. You know, you have that. But yeah, it happens. Who goes rock and roll. down? Yep. All right. It's list time, mofos. We've been drinking and talking long enough. We're fucking, what are we at? 322? 322. And that doesn't include like the five minutes before. (laughs) We're going to redo another episode. All right. Which, okay. Kurt Cobain belongs on the list. Agreed. No doubt. Jimi Hendrix belongs on the list. No doubt. 
I'm going to shit on Elvis because he was too old and he was already huge. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. He was, he was, he, he was, he was on the down slope. I disagree He was on the down slope. He could have made a comeback. I, well, he yeah, but he we're made talking several about comebacks. He didn't leave anything out. I mean, Timmy, come on. I mean, Timmy doesn't uh, like Elvis. I agree so. with you. Okay, yeah. see, he agrees. So <laughs> I, think, I think he was past his prime. But. Okay, well, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> Your <laughs> mother's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jim Croce belongs on it. There we go. I agree, there yeah. we go. Um, okay. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Okay, we got Stevie Ray. Steamy. Steamy. Steamy Ray Vaughan. He just shits his britches. <laughs> um... <laughs> Otis Redding. I yeah, I I think he Otis Redding has to be on it to me. He was so young. And, and Buddy Holly was so young. Yeah. But he, it, when I'm when I'm looking at the guys who were so big for with for big, with big old dicks. <laughs> Jim Croce, Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, no doubt. There's all three of those. Right there. There's three. That's three, Mark. Um, <laughs> you, you drunk but, fuck. But, but motherfucker, you also But motherfucker. About. Oh, Stevie Ray, is that what you're you talking said, about? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. Stevie Ray should be on this list. Let's go through everyone else. Buddy Holly may have been a fad one. Do you think? Uh, he was twenty three, but he was twenty three years old. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm officially taking Elvis off. He was too old. He was too old. He had far too many hits. He's one of the biggest people of all time. He didn't leave anything off the table. Right. Okay. Um, I kind of feel the same way about Dimebag. He was on the downside of his career. Yeah. He didn't have that much left to go. Um, the I would argue that Marvin Gaye was that way too. He, he was, was in 40, his forties. He was older. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Go ahead and take him off. Okay, we'll take him off. I think Otis Redding belongs on the list. I do too. Okay, because he was twenty six years old. Yeah, so he's yeah. renowned so much, and he he had so little that he mm-hmm. that he actually had to pull mm-hmm. from. Um, so, so we got four. okay. There's four. We got left: Stevie Ray, Buddy Holly, Jeff Buckley. Tupac Shakur, Shannon Hoon. I'll take Buckley off because I feel that he was just kind of a lore guy that, like, he he wasn't quite as... Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, Buddy Holly. Well, if if it's between Buddy Holly and Stevie Ray, take Buddy off. Okay, we'll take... Because it will will definitely... That will come into effect. I think it should be between Stevie Ray and Tupac. I concur. Yeah, in in my my only argument against Stevie Ray was Stevie Ray was thirty five years old. He had a significant amount of hits. He's so fucking awesome. He was, but <laughs> and he was so fucking his awesome. His music though, you can make when you're older than thirty five. You know what I'm trying to say? Well, but he's very right? distinct. As soon as you hear, oh, the there's there's no doubt. Bars of his. I mean, you 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 can you can definitely make the boom, argument boom, that boom, both boom, of them boom, in their in what they're in their craft of what they're doing are as big as one another. Yes. Tupac, Stevie yeah. Ray Vaughan, they're both fucking like mm-hmm. it's like, dude, they're they're top players in their yes. in their list. In there, yeah. Yeah. Um I would man. Let's just do okay, let, let's see it's it's between those two. <laughs> yeah, Anybody yeah, got yeah. a quarter. <laughs> let's see. We got okay. In the in that pick, who do you pick Tupac was your nominee, wasn't yeah. he? So I'd go Tupac. Who would you go with? Tupac. Stevie Ray? Stevie Ray Vaughan. And my my decision is basically it's based mainly on the age. The age, and that's what I do. I'd go Tupac too. Yep, that's what loser. Oh fuck you! <laughs> you guys suck. Boy, All right, Dustin's gonna be. I, mean, I like Stevie Ray more than I like Tupac, but so Tupac's at five. 
<laughs> I'll fucking let this play for the rest of the episode. We gotta go all, all right. the way through the, through the Okay. Crouchy, Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, Otis Redding. It's I gotta be Kurt Cobain or Jimi Hendrix at one. Yeah. Hendrix. Hendrix? I'm going Jimmy. Yeah, he's more Jimmy. he's more money. He's more Do definitely more money than him. Yeah. Are you experienced, Mofo? Uh Cobain, Cobain at two. Yes. Kurt Cobain at two. All right, Otis Redding and Jim Croce. I fucking love both yeah, of these guys. To me, right. I vastly in, love way more songs of Jimmy Cro- Jim Croce. Jimmy yes. Croce? Jimmy three. Croce. Jim, Jim, no. Croce at three, Redding at four. I think that's how. That's and and, and for how old, there was a four-year difference, but Jim Croce had way more fucking hits. So Jim Croce at three, yeah. Otis Redding at four. Right. That's a list, gentlemen. Fine. This might be our longest episode yeah, ever. Yeah. Long like my dick. <laughs> that's that's wow. not as long as not as long as we like to tell everybody, so maybe we're lying. At number five, Tupac Shakur. At number four, Otis Redding. At number three, Jim Croce, walking back to Georgia. I fucking love that song. Mm. She's the girl who said she loved me. I'm about to spill oh. my drink. I caught Ooh. it. I'm not that drunk. That was at number two, <laughs> the one and only, the 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 pioneer of grunge, Kurt Cobain. At number one, the one and only, Jimi Hendrix. Hope you guys had fun tonight. Thanks for for uh, bearing with us through this three and a half hour Our episode. Drunk asses. We're drunk as fuck. <laughs> At least two of us are. Yeah. We're talking like Timmy didn't drink a fucking drop. Not nope. a drop. What a loser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he smoked a bunch of weed. He smoked a bunch of weed. <laughs> sex with a bunch of yeah. sex dolls. Couple H. Kyle's finger and buttholes. No. <laughs> Licking. Licking him, licking him, beer. This episode is brought to you by Knob Creek Smoked Maple. Yes. We're about three quarters of the way through a bottle. It's just me and Mark. Um, And x 90 proof. That's right. And x uh, we're going to be recording a Patreon episode. No. <laughs> no, we're not. Fuck yeah. You guys are. I'm not. Hope you guys had fun tonight. Hope you enjoyed yourselves. For Mark the Cop, Barely Kyle, Timmy the Drunk, who's not drunk, like two episodes in a row. I know, man. I'm Fat Angel. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. We sure do hope that you enjoy the ride. We hope we gave you tickles deep inside Won't you try to keep that smile on your face Until next week, same time, same place That was the it list, that was the it list That was the it list, fare thee well That was the it list, that was the it list That was the it list, we won't tell that was the end list, that was the end list, that was the end list, fare thee well. That was the end list, that was the end list, that was the end list, we won't tell.